last week, as everyone known, we uh, did a little trip, a Batman adventure, or Batvan adventures down to Edmonton to check out The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, this week on Cinephiles, before we get on to our uh, epic uh, chat about this amazing, amazing motion picture, uh, we were kind of brought down after the, the premiere when uh, we all started hitting our cell phones and the news broke out that there was a massive tragedy down in Aurora, Colorado, where quite literally some stupid fucking psycho uh, went into a movie theater and started opening fire uh, for the people that were actually sitting down watching uh, The Dark Knight Rises on the midnight showing. So before we start chatting about the movie, um, if we can all just kind of pause and reflect, uh, for there was 12 people that lost their lives, and there was uh, uh, within the uh, 71 people that actually got hurt, and within that 71, uh, 12 people actually lost their lives. And for me, it's rather tragic. Not just for me, for rather everyone, it's rather tragic because it's one thing to be at work, it's one thing to be at school, places that you're supposed to be at, but it's one thing to be into a movie theater, a place of leisure, a place you go to enjoy life and, and a place to, and just to kind of escape the realities uh, of, of life and it's just kind of the uh, a place you just kind of escaped from, from your own life to uh, to go and enjoy uh, cinematic adventures I guess so I guess we'll just take a moment of silence to uh, re- reflect and remember the people that actually lost their lives in Aurora, Colorado Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. I thought it was really classy how Christian Bale actually showed up for that on his own dime. It's funny how when Dave mentioned it when we were at Edmonton, where I was like, fuck, why the hell would he actually go there? And then he did it. Well, some people were getting together on Facebook saying he should show up in Batman, Batman yeah, costume. Yeah, I guess that was a bit more ridiculous. Well, that might have been a bit much. Yeah. That's, that's a bit, I don't know, it's a bit theatrical under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot more touching that he just showed up. And just showed up was. He was. brought his wife with as him. As a person, and, yeah. No, it was. Like he choke up looking at those pictures. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it, I, I've been posting that on the forums and on Facebook. I mean, it just harks back to that uh, that quote, right? Like, anyone can be a hero, even a man putting a coat over a young boy to tell to show him that the world hadn't ended, right? And it really, like, it really got to me 
Like it really did because I mean, you go to these movies because of the there are examples of of people doing extraordinary things, becoming you know uh, the best version of ourselves. Like their uh, comic books have always, uh, at least to me, been like very. I mean, over the top moral compasses, right? I mean, the fact that you know, like characters like Peter Parker, they're they have every reason to snap and do you know terrible horrible things, but that you know they don't because the good in them, or you know, or is is so bright as it were, and you know, it, it serves as inspiration for people to do great things. I'm just really saddened of the fact that there's that group of people that. They don't see that. All they see is, you know, the the dark in the world, and you know, it, it, you know. I feel bad for the gunman because to be at the me- place mentally he was in, like, there's there's really no hope for someone like that. I mean, to take those actions, I mean, it's it's inhuman. It's one thing to do. I mean, like, with- I, 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 do I do I? I mean, I, I saw the face he gave me in that in that you thought that you know my reaction is a little odd, but I mean. We're all human, and you can't, I can't help but feel sympathy. Like, I don't feel anger. I feel sympathy for that person because that person, you know, they don't – they're never going to experience the, the type of life that everyone else in that theater uh, has had and, and will continue to have out of the survivors, right? You no, know, it's, it's interesting that you say that. It's just it's, – it's the classic Todd and Tino uh, uh, wavelengths, right? Just uh, Like, what you said makes perfect sense, and I understand it. It's just I'll never be able to put myself into that – into that headspace where, wow, I really feel bad for this guy because you'll never be able to lead a normal life. Uh, my philosophy is this guy had a chance to leave a normal life and he threw it all away. Whether it's because if he has a mental illness, which clearly he does, obviously no one knows what kind, because um, anyone that doesn't act, anyone that acts like that, like clearly has some kind of illness going on. And it's just, I, I can't feel sorry for someone like that because I've always had the, the opinion, whether it be right or wrong, that you are in control of your own head up to a certain point. And he shot at kids, man. Like, it, it's to sit there and to kill a bunch of adults, I, I still can't put my head around it, but kids is, is, is just a whole other part of the fucking spectrum. Well, I that think, I th- but I think you're, you're giving logical reasoning to it. He's not, that person doesn't, logical. they lack that. They lack that. Point. They're not human anymore at that point. No, that's a very good point. Like, I mean, what kind of. It, no, you're right. Like I said, it's you're you're right. And just thinking about it, like it's a lot of these people when they do these mass murders, like they, you hear the stories where they kill themselves after. And I've always liked to think that they had that moment of they're like, oh my god, this is, I, I just did this. I, I yeah. can't live this. This I, guy didn't. I don't buy that. I think that in most cases, when somebody offs themselves after a brutal murder, then I think it's more an escape route than it is a yeah, reaction yeah. to, oh mm-hmm. my God, what have I done? I but think even it's like, th- well, I know that society's rules won't let me get away with this, so this is an easier way out. But yeah. even this guy didn't have that. This guy wanted to revel in No, no, he, he, want, he wanted he to be infamous, right? And, <sighs> you know, that's the, the, and that's, you know, the, the thing is, like, the best thing you can do with someone like that is just put them away or, you know, I mean, I, I'm not for the death sentence, but I mean... It, it, it's they hard have it in Colorado. To, yeah, which I thought they didn't. I remember we looked it up in the hotel afterwards. And I now, thought, um, I mean, it, it, I guess to put a kind of like, uh, I guess try to end that in this positive note, if you, if it's even possible, is, I mean, it's kind of noble to see kind of like the acts of heroism that came out of the event. People I mean, there was a guy that the threw himself in front of the bullets for his friend, Damn his right. girlfriend. Yep, there's there's three guys that did that. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of. Yeah, it's in a situation like that. Like, well, I mean, there you were, want to hear these. these there were other cases where linings. men, uh, other men, uh, showed less bravery. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
Could you really? I mean, you go to a place where you think you're safe, and you know what happens. Like I said, yeah. like you, you sit there and say, like uh, you, you copy Kevin Smith verbatim, and I don't think I did, but I was going with what he said because I think he's right. Uh, the movie theater is a place to escape from all this shit, and he targeted like he targeted a spot where people chose to be. This is leisure. This is where people go to have fun. It's something that, and to me, like that's that's much harder than a place of. School or work, like well, a place and no place is appropriate, really. No, you're right, it, so. but like, it's just like he's one step off of going to a Chuck E. Cheese and doing it. Like, well, it's like it's been brought up on the podcast before. There's there's a different kind of energy from the crowd that specifically seeks out a midnight release of a movie, especially yeah, something opening. as big as Dark Knight. And I mean, across all North America, across yeah, the world, people, that, people I, are gathering in droves to experience this people together. That tickets months and ago to experience this energy excited. together. They may have fucking rented vans. May have had groups of people go. We're a prime example. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, and that's and that I guess it makes it just that much more worse. And like I said, whether you say I copied Kevin Smith or not, and I did, but I just think the guy's right it was a very it was a very good point and it's a very fucking tragic it happened uh, in real time too compared to us because it's the same time zone as Edmonton so quite literally yeah no we we heard we heard about it as soon as we got out of the movie yeah but it happened like when they say 1230 it was 12:30 our time we were watching the exact same parts of the flick it was it's fucking tragic man and and it's just interesting it's it's a good talk Uh, a lot of people say like don't don't talk about this guy. Don't even bring any kind of light to him. But it's it's a it's a major event, mm-hmm. and to me, my opinion, I hope the guy fries. But that is my opinion, and my opinion alone. Yeah. Uh, okay. But Ready? either way, uh, it, it happened. Uh, our our thoughts are with everyone at uh, Aurora, Colorado. Uh, they've been doing some good stuff, like the candlelight visual. As you heard Steve say, Christian Bale showed up. Uh, and actually went and saw some of the victims. I think that's beautiful. Warner Christian. Brothers is uh, they've they declined they've yeah. declined to say the, the amount, but they've made a sizable donation to charities that are helping the victims. Um, lots of stuff. Warner Brothers actually did uh, uh, start kind of start the ball when they said they won't release the numbers for uh, the flick for the weekend yeah. for the weekend and which then, at first I was like studio, why every and other then, studio followed suit too out of respect yeah. it, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because you don't want to celebrate the movie in light of this whole tragic at least not yeah. right away right makes perfect sense once someone explained and, that and to, to me the, you know and they have no responsibility over the event mm-hmm. I mean and, and I think it was really and I mean if anything like here's the here's the, the thing that really gets me is like fuck did it really have to be that type of a movie it's like you're, you're going to a movie where it's a, it's it's literally a shining example of like the best of us, right? Like that's what a superhero is supposed to be is like what we're capable of as as humans, right? Whether, you know, it's a it's someone that's mutated or that I mean, especially fucking character like Batman where he's like just a normal man, right? And uh, it really just breaks my heart. Well, no, and and just to not to revel on it too or not revel, not to talk about it too much longer, but screw it, it's bringing some emotions and it's it's an event that happened. Uh, I was explaining it to people at work. They're like, "Well, how was the flick? Uh, the flick was excellent, but what I, once we found out after the movie what we found out happened, it did bring the atmosphere down. You can tell the crowd was brought down from it too, right? Yeah. And one guy at work was just like, "Why? That had nothing really to do with here. I, I don't understand how that." Affected it, the movie going experience. It hit close to home, and I'm like, because <laughs> you can relate to the people that were. Well, in that yeah, movie. I was like, you're, you're talking there. to a, a, a person that went with a group of people that rented a fucking van that could have very easily done it here, but wanted to go to IMAX, dress up, make it make it a weekend, right? So of course it's going to uh, harp on the experience of a movie, and 
some people, I guess, just won't understand, right? Well, and this also affects the future of watching movies because ever since then, they've actually the theaters have been asking people that uh, don't come dressed up anymore. I yeah, was in that you, mask. You and your you and your mask would not have gotten in after that in the week this weekend, this past weekend. No, I agree. Me, you and Bensky were all in masks. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And there was another Joker there in full makeup and everything. That yeah. stuff not not yeah. a, uh, not accepted. Now. And like, might as well throw this in now. Some people say like the reason why the Dark Knight. Was just shy off records for for Avengers. People didn't want to go see it anymore after that midnight showing. I'm, we'll I, never know. We'll never know the truth. But well, I you'll think never it's very know. Plaus- the, it's a very plausible fucking. You'll never know the numbers, but I guarantee I can't tell you the number of people. But it affected some that did for not sure. want to go to the movies. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah, decided to wait because of it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And to well, me, I, and that, my dad was even saying because we were. My, I was going to watch it with my. I watched with a friend on the midnight opening. I was going to watch it with my family in Edmonton on Sunday. When I met up with them on the Saturday, um, he was actually really worried about going. He was debating not going. See, that's fucking ah. Oh, that makes me mad, man. Well, we, we talked about. It, and he says, "I'm just. We'll still go. How can someone take a, away that fucking? Thing. But uh, we're. I'm gonna. He was like, I'm gonna be very cautious. I'm not. I'm not gonna just relax in my seat. I'm gonna watch it on my toes. I was like, that's scary. No, you're not enjoying the movie, right? Mm. And that reason alone. Is, and that reason alone is why that guy should fry once again. No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, don't say that. You shouldn't wish death on someone just because they're ruining someone's experience. For killing someone, that I can understand. <laughs> it's because he killed someone that ruined the experience. It's just, it, it, am I saying that just because he ruined his experience? I'm sorry. No, it's because he killed fucking 12 people. Okay, well, the, your wording was... Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you made my experience uncomfortable. I wish death on you. Come on. So. <laughs> you no. alone must die. Well, I was talking to um, my coworker about it, and she was like, well... What about the next guy who turns around and is like, I can kill more people than that in a theater? That's fucking Copy, scary. Copy calculations. Copy Escalation. calculations. Like, that's Parent, scary, man. Apparently, what was it that I heard? The fucking buddy had an AK-47 that jammed. That might have fucking took out a shitload more. Man, yeah, that might have saved the lives of, I don't know, Countless 50 people. people. Who knows? I don't know about the the truth behind it because it was all in the early, it's early all, reports. Yeah, but yeah. I what I did read, um, and I can't even credit the source, but what I did read was that not only did he have a handgun and a rifle on him in the theater, but it stashed elsewhere in the theater was another shotgun and another handgun. Seriously? Plus he had his, um, it's confirmed that he had bulletproof vest on. He had a riot shield and a gas mask on as a costume. His like crazy red hair as well. Wow. This was severely premeditated, and yeah. that's except the wiring, the, the explosive. Yeah, he wired yeah. his house. Well, he knew he wasn't getting home, and he knew the police were going to get there before he did. Wow. And he was aiming to end more lives. Fucking unreal. But and and like even that, like the I believe you were there too when I got that uh, text message from a friend, a friend at work, mm-hmm. and it was just like. Just worried about you, man. You didn't post anything on your statuses. I'm not too sure which screen you went to. Just let me know you're okay, right? And yeah. Even as implausible you, 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 you as kinda, us driving down to Colorado. At the time, but he he was generally like, and when after I talked to him about it, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if Colorado was the the fucking like Vulcan Alberta. Like, I don't know if that was like the the Batman Central where totally. everyone kind of went to. He's well, like, I mean, we're well renting a van, right? And he's right, right? It very well could have been the. Mm-hmm. This was our epic road trip. Well, well I mean, you want to talk about the two main areas. Is oh yeah. Well, it, you want to dreadful to think about. You want to talk about coincidences and and you know just that off chance, the one in a million. Oh, what about the the girl 
who was from who was from Colorado and was visiting Toronto and survived yeah. the mall shooting man, and died in this shooting. That's oh, what fuck I forgot me, about man. that one. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I I apologize that I can't remember her name. But when you when you told me about because it was you who yeah, said it first, and, and I had to I had to walk away because I sh- I yeah, just no, that's cried. right. I couldn't even believe because she was posting about how she survived the mall. Sh- yeah, no, that's right. I forgot For about those that, that don't understand, like the whole weekend, ever since we found out, I'm sure each of us in different wavelengths had our own moments of just like this. At first, I didn't know what you guys were talking awful. about when we. Left. Well, I, I, uh, I mean, the the way I dealt with this is, uh, I mean, oddly enough, I went to like the forums, like the yeah. I've, 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 I post on like those comic book forums all the fun since like since like 2000. I've been posting on those forums, and seriously, the amount like it made me feel better because there were so many fucking people that felt the same way on, on there. Like, it, and it's funny because normally, are you okay? Good. No, you. Just, normally, you people on those forums, it's like you know they get into like tooth and nail about how they disagree to the point where they're just. They hate each other, Big right? Yeah. Wars, yeah. Oh, it's it, it's it's insane how arguments get yeah, yeah. out of hand. I I oh, that's been true since before the internet yeah, with comic I, books. My uh, yeah, my com- <laughs> I, anything. I attribute a lot of my calm demeanor, demeanor, demeanor and the fact that I've been able to disarm a lot of those <laughs> type of things online, and that, like now everything's a cakewalk after that, right? But it was like a universal like just cry for sympathy uh, for what happened, and as well as like like you said, same reaction as you did. You know, a lot of people felt this person should burn. For what they're for what they're doing, right? Like, although I might not agree with that, just because I mean, I, I I hate to use this analogy, but like, the comics have been a huge part of my life, and to that end, like, very much like Batman, I don't believe in killing. I don't believe killing's the answer. No, and, and we've discussed yeah, this before. Yeah, it's one thing too. Like, yeah. I think whether I just want him to fry, you feel bad for him. It doesn't matter. I think we all fucking if what happened in Aurora, Colorado affects us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, like, no one can feel bad for what happened there. And to me, like, when they said that at work, they're like, how did that, why did that, why did that incident ruin your movie experience? And like I said, I was kind of taken aback by the comment. I'm just like, how could it not? Like, yeah. like to me, this, this may not be on the grand scale of a 9-11, but this is on par with fucking uh, the Virginia Tech. The, well, the, it's being declared actually, it's, the worst it, shooting. It's, in it's, it's oh, worse. It's insane. It's worse. Yeah, Columbine. It's insane. How, the youngest yeah. victim, like, how the could Columbine not affect you? Know six what I mean? years old. Oh, my God. That's that's what fucking. And then the, yeah. the youngest the youngest injury was I think a a, a couple month old yeah child. I read four youngest, months four months four month old infant was injured not necessarily due to gunshot wound but because of the commotion and everything and yeah. was released from hospital oh, well, you know youngest, everyone's pushing and shoving yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. and then the youngest of the twelve was a six year old. Yeah. Just, well, here's, it's here's my stomach turn. disturbed me over the weekend. Like the event obviously disturbed me itself, right? Because when I started reading it on on Facebook, is where I saw it first, and went, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Right? And so I just I wanted to know more about what was going on. Like yeah. it, I just saw one article. So then throughout the weekend, I was looking up YouTube videos, and yeah, quite a few I got I... hearing what Tina was saying just now. I wish that is what I saw on the YouTube comments for these videos and some of the comments on the statuses on mm. Facebook. I saw something completely opposite and what made me more, dis- in, a, in a way made me more disgusted than the event itself was um, one of the things I have on Facebook posts just facts. Yep. Right. So one one fact that they posted in honor of the thing was that uh, three boyfriends jumped in front of their girlfriends yeah. and protected them from the, from the rounds. Or pushed and them out of the way or something like that. Yeah. yeah, one pushed her to the ground and then two actually covered them up and that was the first that I had heard of those three and I was like, wow. Right, and the comments are there. And I started reading them, and when I first 
the first section of comments that were there, obviously later throughout the day they were more positive than negative, but the majority of the comments that were there were people trashing these guys for being idiots and, and, and how these, these yeah. women but are like, responsible for killing them. I was like, this is ridiculous. But wouldn't, like, it's instinct, right? Like, it's it's just pure instinct that a guy right. will jump in front of his woman to protect her. It's just... And well, that's, that's pretty chivalrous in and of it's, itself. It's happened in, like, shoot, numerous shootings which, all over which the world. Which one are we talking about? Into it he was saying he had the opposite effect effect of what you saw the guy that ran no no he said he looked on youtube you went you went to uh your comic book forum and you had a unanimously positive Mm -hmm. response from everyone on the forum about uh their feelings towards this i had the complete opposite effect on everything that i saw oh really yeah i was just saying that on facebook there was uh somebody posted this is where i first heard about the three guys who Mm -hmm. saved their girlfriends by getting in the way yeah right which i was like wow like that that's that's those are three batman right there those those are three three heroes They legitimately gotten went in harm's way. Like you hear people say that they'll jump, take a bullet for you all the time, but to actually really, do it is a in, different. In the okay. moment it, yeah. of, uh, well, in there the was an moment. incident that was reported on recently where a guy actually ran out of the theater of the same incident, right? And a lot of people were giving this guy a hard time, but the thing is, like, I mean, you don't know what right? you don't know what'll happen no. until you're in that situation. Damn right. And and the thing is, it, 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 fight fight or flight isn't a choice; it's yeah. an instinctual it's a reaction. reaction. Yeah, so you. you're I mean, so right. I I just. Thank God, both his child and his wife are okay, and I really hope that it's been it's been a wake up call for him to be like now that he knows. And I I think, and I think he is because he's the one that that went on the television and admitted to his cowardice and how bad he felt about it. That's the first step. I mean, absolutely, a a true coward wouldn't have even said anything about that. Mm -hmm. But no, you sit there, you hear the stories of all these tragedies, like the stories coming out of Columbine, Virginia Tech, fucking the the World Trade Center. Everyone's saying was, well, if I see the plane coming, I do. Everybody, yeah, but I want to do jack shit until you're yeah. in the fucking situation, exactly. right? And I, I'm saying now what I want to do, what I'd like to do, what I plan on doing, it might be fucking completely different when I'm actually facing the situation. And what affects me so bad about that fucking six year old is because I know that's where he's coming with me when he's six. Yeah. As soon as he can. If he can sit through a movie, I want to be taken to this shit because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I know he's going to like it too. And frankly, it's just he didn't find a babysitter, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And it's fun. It's yeah, got to it hit is, especially yeah. close to home for you having Kingston. And, and yeah. to me, like it, to to me, me and him just sitting there, and that's all I could fucking picture. Because everyone's just like, why would someone take a, a fucking six year old to a movie? Batman, I don't know, it's I Batman. Like, no, I, I mean, Batman. Yeah, I'll, I'll I think there's young. a question mark if they're like two or three, yeah. but six, two, man, three, six break, get them in the theater. For sure, like I've seen, I've seen post after post after post on Twitter about why are you bringing your six months old to like Dark Knight Rises? They're not going to remember it, and I'm like, yeah, for sure, baby's going to cry the whole fucking yeah. time. But, but like a six year old, like I, I still remember going to The Lion King as a kid and right. standing. I remember standing outside the movie and looking at my mom and being like, Mom, like why and did to, Mufasa die and crying and, and, and to crying. sit there? And and that's gonna, one of my earliest memories for and to sure. Sit there for people that tell you guys to people that told me this personally. I may not have said anything right then and there, but I'm going to say it now because I have the chance for the world to hear it if they want to, of course. <laughs> the um, People ask, why was there a six-year-old in the theater? One of the things I've always said about Batman is I went to every opening night. Guess when the, uh, the Tim Burton 1989 movie came out? Well, I just yeah. told you, 1989, but guess how old I was? Six. six. Yeah. 
It was one of the first movies my mom ever took me to, and just solely for the fact that I, uh, she thought it was going to be a cool comic yeah. movie, and it was. And like I wasn't into Batman at the time, but I was into movies, right? I've been a lifelong movie buff, and I love different theaters as well. Like I love the different stories of like classic theaters and drive-in theaters, and like I'm just crazy for all that stuff. And that started when my age was single digits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's so sure. dorky. The for me, uh, one of. Uh, Friggin' one of the most romantic places I could think of is this drive-in in Prince Edward Island. It's so fucking gorgeous. They've got, like, the very front where, because, like, there's cars where you can park the, and do, because now they've got the radio transition. As yeah, it sits in your window, right? Or no, no, no. Oh, it's it's FM tune in. It's, oh. it's tune awesome. In? Oh, my God, uh, that's so the front, cool. The very front for people that just want to walk in and watch a movie, they're all uh, refurbished uh, 1950s cars. That are like just they, they're permanent. Permanent. Oh. yeah, yeah, and just parked there with oh. everything. Oh. They're this electrically wired as opposed amazing. to having like stuff. Wow! And, and they've got the convertible tops Perfect. so that it, like if you want, you know. Oh. No, Sweet. I, okay. that's so. Who cool. wants to get tickets to PE? I was going to say, <laughs> let's go. The cinephiles are all going to be. Uh, let's do it. Need more women. <laughs> Um, we can all hold so hands. I think, uh, <laughs> some quick, I don't want to spend too much, well, we already spent, I'll spend as much time as we want to on it, but does anyone have any final thoughts on the Aurora shooting? Well, the only thing, it was, what, we skipped, skipped through West Edmonton Mall after the movie, because I quite literally remember grabbing Stacey's arm and skipping through and then standing outside waiting for... Buddy to go get the van at like three in the morning, and he's like, "We don't do valet service after two, but anyway, <laughs> where I'm standing there and I'm like, "Dude, twelve people are dead." I didn't know and what I, happened until after Denny's. I'll yeah, admit, I have no idea what you guys are I talking know, about. And that's because that's because you were gone to go yeah. get the van, and and Stacy's like, "What?" And yeah, I'm like, "I heard it from apparently." Apparently, people have died, and Ben comes back over and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And me and Stacy are standing there in shock, and then like the whole group kind of came back together, and I'm like. Well, what are we even supposed to think about this? Like, yeah. what are we supposed to do? Like, we've just we've been ramping up for this for months. Like, I've yeah. been excited for Batman for months and months and months, and then all Me of a too. sudden, all these people are dead and all these people are injured, and the number kept going up and up and up as I was reading the yeah, yeah. accounts. Well, it, well, I saw nine, and then it was like ten, Ooh. and then eleven, nine. and then twelve, and then it was like. 20 people are injured, 30 people are injured, 40, whatever. And I was just like, holy crap. The whole time, the whole drive, like, down to Denny's, it was just, I was just, like, in a little shell. It was Maybe that's why I was trying to crack jokes and everyone was just, like, silent. Yeah, I know. I think, like, one of the the good things is, like, I mean, once we sat down and actually started talking about the movie again, like, it's really crazy how, like, there's such a healing power in that, right? So... The, um, oh, sitting together in Denny's was like amazing. Well, my Even final, was, like, was really good out on the yeah, table. Oh, my so final good. thoughts on the whole shooting. Uh, anyway, and it's not really aimed. It's aimed at everyone that says, "How could something like this really that didn't happen anywhere near Canada or anywhere near you? How could this affect a movie?" If anyone has the love of movies, like the people sitting at this table and and every other person that, that's yeah. a, a, a part of the cinephiles and everyone that just enjoys going to the movies. Whether it be comic movies where we get deeply involved with the characters and storyline, or whether you just like to go for a couple hours and just forget about the world, mm-hmm. if you are one of those people, you will understand. You no one will ask the question of how this can really affect a, an experience. If you are one of those people, right? It's just like if you love cars so much, what about someone opening up into a fucking dealership or uh, try to compare it into something or other like uh, that you were affected to? But it's just because you have a love of something that's so harmless as a movie. 
can actually kill 12 people. Well, uh, my, my final thoughts are, like, you wanted to echo the sentiments of Kevin Smith. I thought that <clears throat> Christopher Nolan's uh, response to it, his public response, was yeah. dead on. And in that, he said that film is a great um, American art form and a great American institution. And it's a place where people do go to to have an experience that is a fun experience. I mean, some films are designed to... Um, like, like what the great quote is, uh, art is meant to uh, afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted, right? I mean, some movies can have that purpose as well. Just for him to say that, you know, this this person came into how what he feels is his home and to do something like this. Like, just yeah. uh, put that spin on it. It's imagine it's, imagine yeah. it happened in your home instead of just this yeah. theater that was a million miles away that you have no connection to. Yeah, because you, people do feel like it's yeah. a family yeah. when you get together like we did for this trip. Well, like that's what it was. The movie that made the guy do that. Could you, could you imagine? Like you, How you I feel I, well, he's probably losing sleep absolutely yeah. because the guy's trying to copycat the Joker to some extent. I don't. I totally hear I, what you're saying. I still yeah. think the the jury's out on that one. Like I don't think he's actually came out and said I'm doing this because I want to emulate the Joker. Is it? Is it? No, he called. Well, him, he, he called himself the Joker. The Joker. When they, when they he him, dyed his he hair did, red, so he kind of he wasn't a good Joker. Isn't the Joker? Yeah, I was gonna say Joker's hair is green. I don't understand the comparison. Well, then he was dressed like Bane. He had the gas mask. The armor. He he did have gas. Fair enough, he, he, I think he was trying to emulate the idea. Well, because he hadn't seen the movie, he only sat there half an hour of it. So, <laughs> fucking guy. Anyway, dude, the guy lives at the end. What the fuck are you doing? Apparently, he waited for shots to be fired in the movie. Yeah, that's what he's waiting. And for. some people that were in the theater thought that the sound effects were just really phenomenal until they realized yeah. that there was people until actually there screaming. People screaming. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. he's come that far where it's just like. Fuck THX is really good these days. Well, it's it's not but so much the movie; it's it's the it's the disbelief it's the, that that dude, could actually happen I, where you I are, known. or anywhere else I in the world. I was absorbed to be shot at in the by the movie. I would like, never. Yeah, I think known. that's that's where more. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. You're, I, would uh, I would never known. think that someone's actually gonna be like actually if someone actually went and fucking stood up in front of where we were sitting and yelled whatever the fuck buddy yelled at Lincoln in the theater and started opening fire. I'd be like, fuck, this, is, this guy wouldn't... He's not doing this. Are you talking this, about this, Wilkes this not happening? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Six, yeah. six Silcha, whatever the hell, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I'm just, what, what is that thing that he said? Uh, something Rex. I thought it was Six it, Silcha. Uh, no, it was like the... Ki- uh, like, it meant like the... Um, death to Tyrants. De- no, Death to the King. Oh. But it's like in Latin. It's something that uh, Submariner says all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, something Rex. always spin it back to call Death to the king. <laughs> yeah, because... I thought it was death to tyrants. I really did, because that's why well, he Rex he was... means both tyrant and king. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. But no, it, I know it's like... It's it's a quote that Submariner uses it because uh, Stan Lee did it intentionally as a reference to that John Wilkes Booth. Anyway. But no, like, I, I, you're right. Like, I wouldn't expect it. I'd just be like, this guy's lost his mind. Like, I would not expect to have open fire in... A fucking yeah. movie theater on a midnight yeah. premiere showing. Like there's you just places all that people have. Fans. That's like, then again, I wouldn't. Y- expect you wouldn't expect a fucking plane the street. to land into a fucking building. I wouldn't expect a kid to bring a gun to school. I wouldn't yeah. fucking exactly uh, attack in in. Just, I'm not gonna say that. Anymore. But no, <laughs> well, no, like you know what I mean. Like you, you, yeah, you, you, you don't expect anything to happen in your own little world. Well, until it'd be like someone right bursting in, in the door, exactly. fucking right now, no, exactly. and being like, and being like, oh, I'm gonna shoot you all. Would be like, watch. Shut up, like, Kelton. That's, that's <laughs> That's not fair to Kelton. No, I'll edit that out. Final thoughts, Zach Tito? Oh, good. That's it. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I said that the, I'd rather end it on a, on a more positive yeah. note. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the last few things I said were on the positive side. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, bring us into Cinephiles. Dark Knight Rises, sir. Okay. Uh, last week. Last month. Last issue. 
Last time. <laughs> Previously on. Previously on Cinephiles, the amazing Spider-Man took on Kurt Connors, a.k.a. the Lizard, and was able to be triumphant. But during the end credits of the movie, we find that there's someone else in the shadows. Could it have been Electro? We don't know. We'll have to wait until the sequel comes out. But this week, we go into Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy and its finale, The Dark Knight Rises. At the table this evening, at the Batcave, as it were... Uh, is the fat man? It's Todsky. <laughs> Todsky, hyperphotonic, aka Tito, Zach, Steve Reeve, and Ashcake Squiggle. <laughs> Woo! We had uh, <laughs> we had Benski and, and Stacy here for the okay. Show uh, the before before we get started on this review, um, I, I just is anyone here in this table not a fan of this movie that came out? Like, because because I, mean, I know like, hate it. Like, well, no, no, not even hate it. Like, like. Grievances with the movie. I, 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 have, ha- I have I have uh, about three, I have a few quibbles. Three I, I, okay, key okay, like. Okay. What do you want to start off with? What do you want to start off with? Well, no, I just, just, this. Leave now. It'll be good. It'll be well, get out of here. Right? We don't want it to, everybody to be jerking Christopher Nolan off all podcast long, right? I'll jerk. Oh, well, I'm let's not, start it with this. Let's start it with this. Who can name a more a better trilogy? Really, trilogy trilogy of films. Insert cricket noises. It's a hard call. The only one I can Somebody's going to slice on. you with Un- lightsaber. Un- like, uncontinuous written. Uh? Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. Okay, Lord, I'll give you Lord of the Rings. That's the only one I could think of. That's the only one I could think of. Yeah, me too. No. Even, Lord of the Rings, absolutely. Like, what about Godfather? I'm like, Godfather 3 fucking sucked whether you like it. No, you're right. You're so right. It's true. It's true. I'd like to think, because I think one of the prowess about this trilogy that deserves to nod the hat is that he wrote these three scripts with the help of three different people, actually, separately. And I think that's the kind of nod where he made this tie-in separately. Lord of the Rings was... Continuously written. Based. Star Wars yeah, yeah. was filmed all at once too. Filmed Star Wars, quote unquote, was continuously written. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, was holy shit. Lord the first... of the Rings had to take over a whole goddamn country yeah. to be that good. <laughs> well, no, no, <laughs> I know uh, I was there. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Pirates three of the Caribbean, was continuously Pirates written. Pirates of the Caribbean was Pirates of the Caribbean. Then Pirates of the Caribbean: The Adventures of Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Exactly. I don't really. That was that trilogy. Well, to I me, so to me, where you get like the Matrix trilogy and the Pirates of the Caribbean, that was just like. Fuck these! The, the, this movie did really good. Let's write some more. Okay, I, I don't yeah, care what the Wachowski say. Now, that <laughs> yeah. being said, <laughs> that being said, there is there is of course the big mention that uh, like you've, you you <laughs> mentioned it, it oftentimes. The death of Heath Ledger probably had an effect on, on how the production you of this movie. Absolutely. I, it, well, while I agree, well, every villain was I've mentioned except say, for the Joker. I've huh? heard you say the same thing yeah. over and over and over this weekend, and I can't wait for <laughs> you to say it again because it's like yeah. just being ingrained into my soul. Well, I, think I said something that he's not, he doesn't remember that I want to bring up. Well, well, I agree. My favorite between these movies was actually Batman Begins, and my like my expectation for the Dark Knight Rises was the League of Shadows. Like it has to tie back into the League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. If that's Time. mentioned in any way. That's a good callback, and I have a connection. I'm in for the ride. We have a connection, sir. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's from that point on. From the moment that that got mentioned, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I'm fucking on board. And more importantly, I think like I'm thinking back on like the movie because a lot of people are like they're really complaining about the most more fantastical elements, right? But I've always been a strong believer if. You ground your characters. If those characters are grounded, you can take them wherever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah. Because so long the as you've got those ties, yeah, those ties, it, like, it's why Avengers worked in my opinion. Okay, let me just say something, though, because 
the lead up to him saying he was from the League of Shadows, you were on the edge of your seat oh, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> and the look on your face, like me and Stacey, like tore ourselves away from the screen to I look was, at you because you were just like, you had your you hands on, you were like, wait for it, Mine wait for it. You, and you, then as soon as it came up, you were like, I'm fucking you. <laughs> I know we're, we're jumping around, but uh, I, what I was going to so get at is good. you guys did not, see, you guys have you guys didn't see me when Spider Man the 2002 one came out because literally during high school, like it was like I was in grade ten. I'm like they're making a Spider Man movie, and everyone's like, yeah, whatever. Tito, I'm like they're making like grade eleven. They're making a Spider Man movie. Grade twelve, they're making a fucking Spider Man. And then it finally came out, and like this is the fucking nerdiest thing. Like my girlfriend at the time, she knows if she's listening. I fucking cried during Spider Man. I was so fucking excited because it was so like it was my hero was like finally giddy. come to life. You are you are. Big I was Parker fucking fan. giddy as well. I could not get enough of Spider Man. Okay, you want to talk nerdy? Okay. And we fucking go. we roll we roll into uh, yeah, the yeah, What? It's funny I think I think you need to explain a little bit more of the trip let's, okay, before, we, before get we get in into movies here. Like we had a plan. I, the plan goes as Leatherface over the, here. <laughs> the plan goes as far back as as uh, I can't even remember. Uh, but I months remember months and months ago. But months. no, even before that, I remember I created the Facebook uh, event like in November or something. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I was sitting when the there, full trailer. Came I was out, I watching. Think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Because yeah. that's what me and you got. That was the ver- you're looking at the very first fucking cinephiles was direct uh, a, a, a direct of result the Dark of Rises. the Dark Knight Rises uh, a teaser trailer because we went on for an hour about it. And I'm like, yeah. I can't throw this into the wine podcast. This is Fucking a full hour. Of just I had no idea shit. about that Genesis. That's yeah, amazing. There you go. So Cinephiles started from the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. There we go. Full circle. But I remember I created the Facebook uh, the Facebook event page because I was just really excited one day. I think I was just reading some news. And, and Nathan like, even forgot I'm about like, it. I want to I want to set this up. So I, it was just me, Tito, um, I think Steve, Nolan, a couple um, of Edmonton people at the time. Couple of Edmonton people, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, let's do it. I was like, at first I was like, let's see if we can get tickets now. Because yeah. I, I was trying to figure out how we can get tickets like really, really early in advance, and then uh, it just it came into the normal shit. The updates were coming; we were all watching. So then I had the idea. Uh, then the, the group turned into some people backed away, and the group turned into myself, Tito, Steve, Ashley. Stacey. You call me a liar before then. Yeah, Stacey was like, "Fucker!" I, I remember. I remember it was. I can't remember how I got the van idea. I, I can't remember how that came into place. But I was just like, let's rent a van. I was like, let's all go down together instead of separate vehicles yeah. and rent a fucking van. And I put this big update on the event page. And then Ashley and Stacey were like, I was, I was excited to text everyone. I was like, got the update on the page because everyone keeps asking me. They'll be like, plan it, plan it, fucking plan it. I'm like, figure it <laughs> out. Anyone else can plan it. By all means, no fucking you plan it. And so yeah, then after, I heard all this stuff. And then after, Facebook yeah, and, and then Ashley was just like, I'm not part of the group, but I'm like, shut up. You're part of everything. Shut up. You're part of everything. I, I invite like, you to everything. You're a part of every group. It. I was like, I do not understand why. I would create this and not invite you because it was it was almost a year ago that I actually right. created you that fucking page. invited my boyfriend and you didn't invite me, which makes no sense. I know. <laughs> so I think I, personally, I think you fucking came out of the group. So I'm going to still hold no that. No way. No way. Why would I say no? Ever? I, no I say yes yeah, to anything. That's valid logic. You, okay. So anyway, we got the group together and, and uh, three quarters of a beer in. Cut that out. You. Actually, I had pre-bears. Pre-bears. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so the plan was in place. I was like, let's rent mm-hmm. a fucking van. And something that I've always loved, and I said it on the Avengers podcast, and so I'll say it right now, is I love midnight premieres. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a streak oh, yeah. going with Batman that's ended right now until the next flick comes well, out. We, we, you and I, night. one of our first bonding experiences outside of work was The Dark Knight. Yeah, actually, I think that's one of the, probably the first movies that me and Tito went to. Our origins are fucking threaded to Batman, through yeah. fucking Batman. 
The uh, yeah, we went, we went and seen Dark Knight IMAX release, yeah, midnight showing. Ben Edmonton. for the first time too. Ben, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because he's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm sitting up here." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all I heard was his laugh when it's like, "I'll show you a magic trick." Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I've, I've, I love movie releases. I love movies. I love movie releases. I love midnight showings. I love getting immersed in the characters. And one thing I loved about uh, uh, midnight releases, as we've said already when we were talking about the shooting, is that midnight releases are special because you get everyone of kind of your same mindset. People are cheering. There's hooting. There's hollering. It's just like Fox and the dog pound. Oh, oh, when it oh, starts, it's people fucking, clap. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's. I love awesome. that. I love crowd reactions, and you really get that with midnight premieres. Yeah. So one of the things I really loved about Avengers, people were dressing up, and I'm like, that's just yeah. fucking cool. I think I had my Iron Man or I had the Captain America shield. Yeah. But I was like, fuck it. I really want to do something a bit more for Batman. Let's rent a van. I was like, fuck it. And you know what? Let's deck this van out as much as we possibly can. I feel can. like I was the champion. Every time you were like coming to me with a text or like a comment, you're like, I don't know about this van idea. Maybe we could just take two vehicles. I was like, no. Yeah, you were <laughs> if you can call it the bat van. That's Batman. the plan. Well, just because I had this great fear of doing everything. And the last morning, I just had this text of like three people. Yeah, we left two hours ago. We're in my truck. I'll just be like, we didn't let you down. <laughs> no, you didn't. No you guys way. did. I had a really bad down. fucking morning that morning, too. And you guys really came through. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll start off with the Batman Adventures. We'll go through the... We want to just go through the timeline of the weekend, or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, so... We um, can fill Zach in on the way. A, a lot, yeah, I guess... A lot hey, of Zach's here, everybody! Hey, he already said he followed us on Twitter <laughs> along the whole journey, so... A lot of us, a lot of us really, of like, took a lot of time off to make <laughs> this happen, right? The days off was incurred. <laughs> vacation hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, right off the bat, we were already, like, going out of our way. It wasn't something that, like, we're going to adjust or whatever. Yeah, this we was decided planned. we're going to leave the day of. So... Right off, right in the morning, everyone's everyone's already raring to go. I believe you guys were already downtown buying materials for the bad van itself. Well, I right? spent the, the week before, grabbing like yeah. the yeah. window yeah. paint and the and yeah. the obnoxious you, balloons. You almost <laughs> didn't get the actual van, right? Okay, wait to guys hear this story. Actually, this is part of the more Batman decals that came in. The uh, okay, so we're this. <laughs> suffice to say, of what this ten minutes of commentary means is, we we're really excited for this. Um, so the plan was, uh, I went and actually reserved a van online. On I'm fuck I'm gonna say because they pissed me off. Coming black on Enterprise. On, yeah, I went on the it. Enterprise website and said I want a van. Like, and they said it's like the first thing I told them when he got. I'm like, did you even ask them if it came in black? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of had to. Does it come in black? Yes, thoughts it comes like, in black. To be fair, yeah. classic gray still kind of works. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, like I, so I, I, the plan was I was working night shift Wednesday night. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go up. Get the van, because it's already reserved. I should just be able to get it within a couple minutes, head back, sleep for a couple hours. We come in, decorate, we hit the road. That was the plan. So I literally drive up, work 12 hours, uh, night shift, drive up to Enterprise, the Starbridge Hotel, uh, park there, and uh, walk in. And they're like, can I help you, sir? I'm like, yeah, I got a van uh, reserved, uh, ready to go. And they're like, oh, okay, you're, you're Todd, right? I'm like, yep. Yeah, so do you really need a van? I was like, yeah, that's why I ordered one. Okay, you really need one. Like, how many people do you got? I'm like, seven. I need seven people that fits in a van. And they're like, okay, um, we don't have that. Just so everyone's aware, like, that's listening, Todd's forehead's kind of twitching. <laughs> well, and everyone's like, terrified. I think this they totally, totally bait and switch you, though. Well, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it was the most... <laughs> it was the Batman. There's it no the, van? It was I the, swear, sir. Swear to me! <laughs> it was the stupidest fucking thing, because he's just like, okay, we don't have one. I'm like, okay, but I reserved it on your website. I said they were available. And I quote, well, the website is only, like, 50% accurate. 
<laughs> I was just saying, have show. we named the company already? Did you say? <laughs> oh, yeah, Enterprise Rentals and Storage. Everyone, no, 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 since you said Enterprise that, Enterprise Rentals and Storage is now boycotted. They redeemed by themselves the somewhat. Podcast. I'm going to let me keep going. They did redeem themselves <laughs> somewhat. But oh, quite okay. literally, that's how Buddy ended the conversation. He's like, "Well, he's like, I'm sorry to tell you, like, we we don't have a van." And I'm like, I don't understand why the website's only 50% accurate. And he's just like, well, it's just, we got lots of vehicles moving back and forth. I'm like, but that, it, it's not the point of the fucking website, right? You're supposed to have the goddamn vehicle I ordered. So, uh, like I said, uh, I'll name them. That did piss me off royally, but they did kind of redeem themselves. Like, I'm definitely the last on my list to go to now. So, Buddy's like, well, how about two cars? I'm like, no. I'm like, how about a cargo van? I'm like, I'll take a cargo van. Give me something that seats five people in one vehicle. I'll take it. I don't care if it's a fucking van, truck. Give me something that seats that many. But because we had so many, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it, right? So finally, after ten minutes, buddy, he's like, "I think we might have it at the airport." He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "I can't." They're not answering their phones. He's like, "So he's like, I don't know what to tell you." He's like, "I can keep going, or you can try to find something else." He's like, "I don't want to hold you up." So I was like, "If you find something, call me." I uh, start calling the other rental companies. I got to budget. Budget's like, "Yeah, we got a." Black, I'll say I didn't really say black minivan ready to go. I was just like, sweet. No, a minivan ready to go here. And uh, they're like, okay, so how much is your rate? 300 bucks a day. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Uh, I was like, I'll be right there. Wow. I'm like, so I walk up to Buddy. I'm like, I, I was, I was going to go try to talk him down, but I was ready to go get it. Because I'm like, I'm leaving out here to van. Meanwhile, after all this is going on, Jerry Neville keeps bugging me to come on the fucking uh, uh, 93.3 radio show in the morning. Mm. So With your reaction to the he, film, right? He didn't tell me. No, he wanted me just to talk about the trip. Right? Oh, okay. And he didn't tell me we were going live. So he told me right before, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going live, right? So I had to filter my swearing. But uh, actually, I went on air, and I told him about this. I didn't tell him where, but I was like, yeah, the Batman Avengers aren't starting off well because I reserved one, and it's not even available. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, come hide her hair. I'm leaving this town with a van, and it might be stolen if it has to be. Which is a bad thing to say on the radio because chances are everybody's like, my van's stolen? Can you please blame this Todd guy? Todd Skihilly. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, especially if it was black, three hundred bucks, uh, three hundred bucks a day. I was like, okay, I'll have to go. I'll have to go up to the airport to negotiate with them. But at least I got something. I got a starting point. So I walked back in, and I'm like, last chance, man. I was like, I'm, I'm going up to the airport if you don't have one. And he's like, I think I got something. And he's like, just give me two seconds. Click, click, text, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Got one for you. He's like, at the airport. I'm like. Fucking thank God, right? So we hop up to the airport and we got the the gray van. So it turned out, like I said, it was a pretty piss off because I'll never forget that quote the way he said the website is only fifty percent accurate. I'm like, that's that's not how you run business, especially when it comes shit. to fucking rental vehicles. But they did come through in the end, so I'll give them maybe fucking half points or quarter points. So by the time I got home, it, we were supposed to leave at mid or at noon. Probably got home at ten. <laughs> Yeah. And, I, yeah, and I still work twelve hours. And David good thing and I the rest of us were like, and we were like, we're basically playing the waiting game at that point. We're like, da, 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 da. they were called me at like fucking pay- five in the morning, and just be like, we're leaving at noon, right? I'm like, are you still awake from the, <laughs> well, the, 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 the night before? <laughs> literally was. was. The, the, the night before, I did, I did uh, the, the, I, the I, well, fuck, I did four Batman movies. I did Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Begins, and uh, oh my god, the Dark I didn't Knight. know you did oh, the other two as well. Yeah, the only four that existed. We don't talk about Joel Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> jump in bed. So, uh, we uh, we dropped off uh, Stace around four, and then like uh, I got a few hours of sleep. Then was I was up at ten because I was in the expectation of like twelve noon, right? So well, well, we were there till three. Yeah. The um, yeah. So just as I was trying house. to, ca- I, I was sitting there. I'm like, so not to mention, I, I, the plan was I get home at ten. I got the van. I'm like, okay, hey, I'm going to decal this thing out a little bit here before uh, before everyone comes over because I actually had the the peel on decals. 
pouring fucking rain. Starts piss pouring rain. So I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. So off to a bad start. I'm like, okay, so I get home. I'm like, I'll catch an hour's sleep. So I turn on 60s Batman Marathon was on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched, heard it. I watched a bit of that, and um, I just started drifting off to sleep. And I'm not going to go into too many details, but I'll tell you guys exactly what happened. Just as I was waking up, just before as you guys were coming over, I get a call uh, and more bullshit about my ex. So yeah. already fucking piss poor bad fucking mood to a point where I, I, I thought they said my uh, bank accounts and credit cards were going to get closed off right before we're going to Edmonton oh, so man. I'm like it was like this Murphy's Law a bad yeah. fucking start right and just as I get off the phone with that I, I, I hear the <laughs> Tito comes in, right? And I thought it was just you, and then I seen everyone piling out yeah. of Steve's truck. I'm like, well, okay, the guys are here. And I still haven't packed yet, but that only took me a couple minutes. Well, we, we, yeah, we all packed up while long. you were getting ready yeah. and all that stuff. And So, bad start, but it very, very quickly turned around, and... Thank the you very trip much, guys. For, down was for, awesome. For turning my mood into a very yeah. positive one. Well, it was yeah. funny because I'm like, you were pecking. I'm like, hi. You're like, hi. Like, um, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> probably, probably not the best. You want to go in the bat bed? Right now. <laughs> Especially yeah, since so we couldn't grumpy, decorate like, it yet. We're all couldn't decorate. I got no oh, sleep. Apparently, no money, and I got uh, nothing going on. Well, you know, right. you know what? You, you did a complete a complete 180 when. Uh, the first song leaving your driveway was the yeah. <laughs> 1960s Batman theme. Yeah. That's why I downloaded it right quick. Yeah. Like, Todd, let's go. I was like, hang on, it's got to download something. This quick. is important. <laughs> I'm so glad you did too because it, it, it made the trip. So Tito started off the so trip. Awesome. Uh, it was fucking great. So it was, it was We Tito. drove and we started talking about uh, basically awesome. how excited we were and, and everyone was bringing out their little costumes and what we were planning on doing that evening because the whole thing was after the movie we were going to go to Denny's and talk about it, right? Uh, we make it to about the... Which technically we should have podcasted. Yeah, we made it to one Wandering River? Yeah, yeah. Wandering, yeah. Sun yeah. came out. It was like a rejuvenation. Yeah. It was like we hit the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we hit the Lazarus Pit, which we'll talk about more later. <laughs> and uh, and then from there, uh, you guys wanted to get a st- uh, uh, shots of uh, you guys on hay bales well, and actually, the canola field. take it away, girl. That, that was all you. Awesome. Well, well, I was supposed to make a list, but anytime I was making the list, I was at work, and my boss was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not making a list of things we should take <laughs> not photos of photo while hunt at we're all. on, uh, while we're working and shit. Okay. But I remember, <laughs> I remember you said you wanted specific, I I spe- say specific Specifically specific wanted a photo of us hanging out with a hay bale. Because I always, always, always see them. And um, a buddy of mine and um, my ex now ended up going to Jasper like a couple of years ago. And that was like, we had a photo scavenger hunt list, and it was long, and we got them all, but the main one was a hay bale, because my buddy, like, I don't know, he was kind of weird. Anyway, so... <laughs> kind of weird, like, hay bales are so yeah. easy to Like, drive it into a canola field. That, that, <laughs> I mean, for us, in New Zealand, now hay bales are like, they only come up to, like, your waist, and they're normally wrapped up in, like, green plastic, because it rains all the time, right? Mm. So, there's, like, these big hay bales like everything I've seen in the movies before so I'm like okay we're gonna jump on one of those and I've, I've, I've still got the cuts all over my legs to prove it like, first we stop into a canola field and, and yeah the my, canola field was so good oh my god well, it's, it's funny because everyone's like do we just go in it do we just go in it and I had joker mask on and I just went and in just it like, <laughs> and you had your, you some had the best your arms up and you were like frolicking it was so yeah, like awesome. trying not to there's trip some and... really fucking creepy <laughs> leather cause like that joker Jesus. mask man you got fucking ripped off it's literally a leather face mask that's been painted to look like the Joker. So, 
So whenever you put it on, it's just really oh, fucking creepy. It's so creepy. There's one picture What's of you it? in the passenger seat looking back. This. Oh, okay. It's so it's creepy. creepy. Painted the eyes in though, like it looked a lot. Okay, better, so so the the last leg of the trip, Todd's driving, and I'm and, and I'm his navigator. I'm right there on on, on the, the passenger side. As soon as we enter this Edmonton city limits, I start noticing like every car that's passing by. Everyone's staring at us. I'm like, why are they staring? I'm like, oh yeah, the fucking decals, right? Yeah. Then I look to my left, and this guy's fucking wearing that Joker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy just shit. Just like waving at people, especially well, hot girls. He was yeah, yeah, and I'm like, girls. it's not going to well, well, I'll give, I'll give Dave Smith credit. He'd and get, you are he, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome when you get to her. You so got a little fight. In the elevator, oh my God, I, I was almost nervous. crying. You look nervous. <laughs> and you would not you stop beautiful. fucking quoting the Joker <laughs> the entire way. Beautiful. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so, supposed to kill yeah, the we, bus truck. If I could it, it accumulate it with us pulling into Fantasyland Hotel with me and the Joker mask, Steve's got the fucking uh, Batman, Batman mask on, yelling out the window, my parents are dead! Fucking Toronto goes, Batman. My parents are dead. My yelling out the window, dead. and then I to, to top it off, I fucking crank, uh, I crank the 1960s. I crank the six, Ben rolls out of the and Ben sits there, yeah, and so you literally all, all I know. We're getting John, valet parking. Oh, wow. We pull up, so we pull up to the front, and it's funny because like, we got this uh, 60s Batman on bust. All I can see in the corner of my eyes, I'm still trying to drive, is Tito laughing and trying to duck. Oh my god, I was so embarrassed. And then at the very last part, I was like, Batman, and I'm just laying on the fucking horn, so loud too. Everybody's watching us. <laughs> the valet looks at us like, are you. Yeah, Are you serious? serious? On the valet yeah. ticket, he wrote make and model with that the Batmobile. Bat- 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 oh, no, make and model. <laughs> it was actually a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> it was so good. Know, but for this, but for those 36 hours, yes. <laughs> it was more than a Caravan. Yeah. Yeah. It was a legend. Sure. It was the, the man that we needed. Bat- but not the man that we wanted at all, That's priceless. I hope Christopher Nolan's watching this shit or listening to this shit. When they go to the valley, she'll be like, Steve should have gone to the valley and be like, can you drive stick? So we check in and it's just perfect. Just enough time to grab supper, right? It's just enough time to walk fucking 45 miles. Jesus Christ. That was my fault, guys. I'm sorry. It was worth it. It was worth it. Well, we were trying to find a place to eat, and then like uh, Steve brought up the Cactus Club because uh, well, it's good. I started I started with the Rob Feeney a- angle because he's Canada's top she- or Iron Chef, right? But yeah, then I ended shit. off with also all the hostesses and the servers movies. and bartenders are all absolutely fucking gorgeous, which is true. So we <laughs> tried to get down we there. Let's go. But 45-minute wait, we're standing around there until Bensky. Bensky was hilarious because he kept so going, like, funny. group by group because uh, we're kind of waiting around the, like, waiting area for the Cactus Club. And he's just like, so uh, maybe we'll go to Bourbon Street. What's that? Maybe, we'll, uh, <laughs> maybe we can we'll go get, uh, Maybe, like, we'll go get a beer. Anybody? Anybody? I'm, I'm thinking about a pint right about now. And, um... And like he went to me, and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Like I'm, I don't have my heart set on this place, whatever. And then he AKA, goes over to. I already got what I was looking. No for. wait, that's coming up. That's coming up. <laughs> and then he comes over to Tito and makes it, <laughs> makes it seem like everybody in the group has already decided to go to Bourbon Street. Yeah. He's just letting Tito yeah, and yeah, Dave like, know. Yeah. 
yeah, so I get up to leave with David, and you're like, everyone's like, what's going on? And then we start to stop and think about it. I'm like, dude, did we really come here to eat anyway? Yeah, and I was like, we got what we came for. <laughs> We've already seen the scenery, and Meanwhile, now we go get some off, fucking food. Yeah. Well, you're fucking the tortoise over there. Yeah. It's like halfway oh, in. Well, you were looking for a Bane mask, right? I went to one spot to try to find a Bane mask, and then they kept steering me in directions. So I ended up in four fucking spots. So They were so pretty. They're like, were they that pretty? They like, were, were so pretty. Gorgeous. As always. So pretty. Uh, what was it? So, so you were, you were like looking top for the Bane mask? For some yeah, reason, at the last kick, I was like, fuck it. You know what? I can actually wear a Bane mask and yeah. be more comfortable than in a fucking Joker mask, right? And then I was like, I'm going to get one. I must have So, so the lady at the store was like, if you put this on, will you be able to breathe? And you were like, it will be extremely painful. <laughs> yeah, guy. Maybe for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> for you. Yeah. Awesome. So anyway, we, so we end up going deciding on purple. Before we get into the movie show, i got to attend to my four-year-old. Keep, oh, keep this going. Is like, this is like the best thing ever. Is this, okay, so now we've we finished dinner. Yeah, we, we, we well, it was a, an awesome good meal, by the way. It was yeah. Because uh, we were also like really kind of like <laughs> I, we were having a lot of fun, but we were really fatigued from the trip, and it was just so tasty. It was a shawarma yeah, moment. Like, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. It was. It was a really shawarma <laughs> moment. We're all, we're all just sitting there. Three thirty milliliters. And 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 we like that was some. Uh, it was somewhat of a pre shawarma moment, and then after the movie, we really had serious oh. shawarma moment. Yeah, and literally, and then, like Captain America was asleep. At the there's, yeah. there's pictures of me on Instagram, <laughs> out on the table. Yeah, the shawarma moments. So uh, so yeah. we we have our meal. We we have some ice cream, and we go up to oh, yeah, go up to so the uh, to the Dave. hotel room to like kind of prepare mentally for the movie, right? And and I had to blog too. I had to which <laughs> yeah. kudos to fucking IMAX nowadays with the whole assigned seating. Assign- yeah, oh, yes. that's that saved our ass. Just, yes. We could literally go there five minutes to midnight and just be like, Skloosh! and fucking we're if, in. Like, if it had not been assigned seating, we would have come from the highway to, to West there, Ed to Scotiabank Theater and we would have sat there for six hours. Yeah, and we would have been. So Steve would have still wouldn't have gotten good seats. So oh. Steve throws up a blog and then we're sitting there waiting. Uh, Ashley and Stacy volunteered to go get drinks. Thank you very much. What? We're in the theater. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, no. Before that, the oh. theater, you, you guys take, got. You it, before there was the like movie. there was a big Batcave moment up in that hotel room. Uh, hotel room. It's like literally, uh, Steve's putting on black eyeshadow. You're yeah. getting a black eyeshadow applied by the girls. So good. We were ha- you and I were arguing whether or not you uh, what you were wearing constituted pants or not. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That was actually a very valid. I didn't wear uh, pants to the theater. Yeah. All I had on was underpants, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Which means that they were able to do whatever they wanted in line, pretty much, her and Stacey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so we, we get there, we got our seats, they were phenomenal seats. Perfect. As we're sitting there waiting. Hands, uh, high five to Tito for yes, the seats. Fuck yeah. it. Yes, Tito. Well, I'll never forget the day at work. It's funny, because uh, uh, I'll probably cut this part out, or if not, if I'll, I'll let you make the call, but Tito and I work together, obviously, we said that before, mm-hmm. and it's funny, because we each have personal sales, we each have work sales, mm-hmm. so I kind of know when Tito calls me, I know what it's about. If it's work sell... Something's going on with EBI. Yeah. <laughs> if it's his personal sell, something cool is happening. Yeah, yeah. And that day you called me, uh, but the tickets went on sale. You called me from your personal sell, and that's what was in that meeting. I'm like, ignore the It's personal sell. Something's but up. But that's right? what I was wearing on the bottom. Oh, the smooth underwear. Yeah, yeah. It was great. So now I understand. Tidy whiteies or tidy blackies. I had Superman <laughs> on tidy black and yellowies to like prove my real allegiance. Tidy baddies. 
proven mm-hmm. allegiance. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that morning, I think it was what this May is. When did they go on sale? No, it was like June, June, June fourth or something. Yeah, I was in a meeting and Tito calls me from his personal cell, and you didn't answer. No, because in the meeting, but I knew yeah. it was important. That's and why I'm I texted like, right away. I'm because like, it was the personal cell, not the work cell. All I needed was I wouldn't have fucking answered. All I needed was all I needed was like numbers, a, a number, right? You're yeah. like tickets are on sale. I need numbers. So no, well done, sir. Uh, Prime prime seats, in my opinion. Yep. You thought they were kind of two rows back, but I don't. The, dude, we were in the center and fucking. Yeah, I made a mental like, note for amazing. Superman next year. Yeah. I know where I know where we're gonna sit. We're gonna sit Hell right yeah. behind the bar. Yeah, the bar behind the, the bar section, would be yeah. awesome. The uh, but the funniest yeah. part came. That's what we sat when we saw on Sunday. Yeah. But the funniest part came is when uh, it's literally it's Steve, Tito, or Steve, me, Tito, and Dave, and. He's good. He's, he's occupied. Good. He's singing okay. No, I know. I thought yeah, it's like it's, he's coming right in this ear, but it shouldn't be too bad. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's Steve, me, Tito, and Dave, and there's four people that actually walk up right beside us, and oh, like, yeah. very loudly oh, was just I like. About this. Uh, we're supposed to be in D eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Oh it yeah, like, it was, it was oh, like half overlap with our group and then the next us. group. And then yeah. I'm and I caught wind of it, and I, I think that's when you see me yeah. look, and, and I'm like, and then because he said it louder the second time, trying to get our attention, right? Instead see, this is like, this hey. is when you guys have to be grateful that you you have someone like me that's so fucking anal with this shit. Because totally, I had I been that, because I could have been that totally. guy that, that that misbooked it, right? Well, because I always double check shit. I knew for <laughs> well, sure those not only tickets. with the double checking before you even right. press. By, but also the double checking on the tickets while well, we were in the theater because yeah, yeah. you yeah. caught the, the discrepancy. Well, no, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's yeah, because I'm like, we've got 12 a.m. and he's like, 12 1 I said, like, what's your time? He's like, 12 p.m. Friday. That's noon oh, tomorrow. But it had like had the best burden. They're walking out of the theater. Everyone's like, ooh, because everyone's everyone's in here because we came in with kind of a scene. You yeah, know? And, yeah, and David's like, have a good night, boys. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for coming out, boys. The best part was there was two guys in there, but he was talking about five different seats so guaranteed he has to go out to somebody that's it's in the concession oh, line and be like listen guys I really fucked take tomorrow off work whatever you're doing tomorrow you're skipping out you're were getting they, sick right now you're they, calling your boss were they dressed up? no, no. okay but yeah, we deserved them you were like been amazing. <laughs> and right then, if they had been dressed up it would have been, been really bad we would have like fisticuffs well, we Tito was just, Tito, you were getting out your seat you were trying to get out of your, your back pocket I think and yeah. then you pulled it out and you're like ours says 12 12.01am uh, 12.01am what does your say? And it's like 12 p.m. Friday. That's tomorrow Boom. afternoon, man. <laughs> Same seats. Thanks for coming show. out, boys. Sail <laughs> between legs. And like I said, everyone was just kind of looking. There's a few On people that note, like, to avoid this problem in the future, I think maybe perhaps the Scotiabank Theater should avoid a noon show when they have a midnight well, release. Yeah, maybe, yeah, like, yeah, maybe like 12 1220. With that said, offset it just a tiny bit. With that, a good point. But with that said, that they do label it pretty fucking good on the ticket, where it actually gives you the wrong date. It says Thursday. 12.01 a.m. and then in brackets it says Friday. It's true. So yeah. they label it pretty fucking clearly. No, no, no. It, it, it's just the devil's in the details sometimes and yeah. you have to pay attention. Maybe they were in such a rush to get the tickets. Yeah, that's true. Because like, I, I knew, I'm like, yeah. these are going to sell fucking yeah. fast. Like the same afternoon after I bought those tickets, Done. Yeah, it was like everything was yeah. sold out. Yeah, oh, it's funny because when Tito and I were getting actual numbers of who's coming, we did our numbers in our head and we we did get a good amount, mm. but we still ended up missing a few people because a few people are humming and hawing, yeah. <laughs> i.e., mostly our brothers, yeah. humming and hawing about going, and it's just finally like, okay, we want to go, and then we look at it. And it's Next sold year we're out. just gonna buy their tickets, and if we have to well, scalp them, we'll scalp them. And that's the fucking <laughs> that's the thing these days with movie tickets. There are people that scalping them. I know. People well, it's assigned seating. Movies. I know. I saw so many people out, like outside when we were in the concession line. Be like, "Who needs tickets?" Well, and we were like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah, get your tickets normally, stupid people." But think about it though. Like, if 
we f- somehow fucked up or if we missed the ball yeah. and we all went down, how much would you have paid to go to that midnight screening? Everything. Oh, yeah, I, I would have I easily dropped like $100. Bingo. Oh, yeah, fucking bingo. I, so close. I would have yeah. done it myself. Yep. I would have too. I would have been like, nah, all I have yep. in my pockets is... Like two hundred dollars, and you can't have it. If I'm there, twelve on one screen, dressed up, no pockets in my underpants. So you heard it here first, folks. I mean, I I don't want to like make any association with the violence of Aurora, but like I, I, not knowing that that had happened until after the movie, in that mind state, I probably would have taken it to like a violent state to get into that. Taken out an usher and put on that uniform and been like, I'll watch standing. I'll watch standing. I'm looking at Steve, Dave, and Todd, and already like you can see like the body language is just getting really fucking accurate, right? Pumping out their chest. We're defending our honor for the seats. Oh my god, I wish I had to be here. Yeah, I don't because because clearly if they had the same number, I'm like they have the fake tickets because I fucking bought these. He didn't even skip a beat. You like didn't even take a second breath. I was sweating bullets because I'm like, well, I don't know. What's gonna yeah, go? They, what's gonna happen? That's, I guess I was just going knowing you for so long. I was just like, Tito got the tickets, man. This is <laughs> fucking right. Yeah, yeah, look at your fucking tickets, man. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I, so, so I, the the ladies were. Thank you so much for going yes, to get that. Thank you. Well, the only reason that we managed to just get it on time because we Perfect sat down timing. and like. 30 seconds after we sat down the movie started playing was yeah. because I wasn't wearing pants I'm pretty sure <laughs> and, and I'm like they got to skip the line. and I'm like I'm like hey to a guy and he's like hey and I'm like so are you excited for the movie he's like yeah I'm like I really fucking like your glasses you should let me wear them so then I'm like wearing his glasses and yeah. Stacy's like Boy. in the background <laughs> I sure would love this to this is how we get this. far in life yeah. Yeah. And, and we did we got like three large popcorns and like two large pops and I don't know how many bottles of water, but everyone Tons was candy. happy, oh. and then we're sitting there, and it was on, and it was yeah. Awesome. This is okay. I want to go to a midnight screening. Bring sure to bring you and with me, yeah. me with no pants on. <laughs> so, so no pants on. Yeah. Now, Superman's just going to be the tight. Now, the, 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 the IMAX, the IMAX screening did not show the Superman yes. trailer. No trailers. But that being said, it was pretty. Like this is one thing I really like about the Nolan movies of the Batman ones. It's like like they start. So like immersive, it's it's just like Absolutely. there's no credits, and it's just like you just get the bat signal in some in, in some, some way, some form. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's so funny because people were talking as like the movie was starting to start, and then I hear someone in the front, and they're like, "Shut the fuck up, it's on!" Yeah, and just everyone as soon as you saw Syncope, and then DC comics, legendary, yeah. legendary yeah. pictures, the new DC comics logo. logo there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, are they gonna so- show the Superman? Like, because I was waiting, waiting, yeah. waiting, waiting. Well, we were all talking about that beforehand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When I saw it in IMAX with my parents, I was like, yeah, I saw it opening night. The, the, the So they, they still aren't showing it in IMAX then. IMAX yeah, no, running no preview. It, no. So I was like, yeah, yeah, it, it was on 35mm, oh, cool. that's why. Yeah, it's just they not didn't have a 70mm cut oh, of the trailer. Oh. Yeah, some IMAX screens did, we just didn't have it. Oh. Yeah. So they probably could only print so many in time. Edmonton just didn't bother getting it. Okay, a question, because there was two of them. They're the identical video, but they each have a voiceover. Did One's Russell Crowe as uh, as Jor-El. Jor-El, and then Kevin Costner is uh, Thomas John- Kent. John- oh, Jonathan Kent. Sorry, yeah. I'm mixing up the. Yeah. They both have a Martha mother, but the yeah. Jonathan Thomas is always flipped around in my brain. But um, yeah, we were expecting it, but they're almost identical. Uh, did they just randomly select theaters for like the different? I don't know. I, yeah, the one that I went and seen yesterday in Fort Mac, it, it's it's the uh, Jonathan Kent. Jonathan Kent. Yeah, it's yeah. So I miss I, I missed the previous. I, I I'm guessing know. they had like if they I don't got, know. I was just like squealing in my seat. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I saw it, plus they're all over YouTube. Yeah. When I saw the label for the trailers on YouTube, it's like the here is the Superman trailer, Man of Steel trailer. 
John Kent. And if it's the Superman or it's the Man of Steel international trailer, you got Jor-El. So I mean, that's it. That that I've, I've seen North America is probably. Well, I've, I've seen yeah. I've seen it designated just like the trailer and then the alternate trailer. Yeah, when they uh, posted them online, they were like just both of them were posted. Yeah, I just yeah. heard version same A, footage, version B. Though, same footage in both. Exact same footage, and I think oh, it's so such a couple key of great fucking quotes, scheme. man. Oh yeah. yeah, Oh man, it's like usually I like the Jor-El quotes from the Superman movies. Yeah. They've always done such a good job with like wording it just so great, and they get great voice actors and yeah. everything. Um, uh, Marlon Brando, uh, but uh, then the, the Kevin Costner, um, Jonathan Kent was way better in my yeah. opinion than the Jor-El. Well, it, words. you know, it humanizes like, them, oh, right? so it, good. It, because like the Your thing character, is, character, good or bad, yeah, will change, will change the world. world. And they show like a dog, maybe crypto, and oh, yeah. they show him being like a crap fisherman and everything, with the cape as a kid yeah. playing around. Cool oh my god, it got me so excited. Uh, yeah. So that we're already good. planning uh, super van. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been Just coming red and blue. Is it coming crystalline? So we gotta go fast because my house is gonna explode. So right, right away, credits start. Right, these very dark. Oh yeah, Batman. Yes, these very dark blue credits. Right, everyone's dead quiet in the theater. Right, and it's oh like you're seeing. You're, you see the legendary logo. That was such a good. Opening. You see the DC logo. You see the Syncopy uh, logo. Yep. And and finally, we just see this ice, and the ice is breaking. And you know, already an allusion to what's going to happen in the movie. And within the cracks of the ice, the, bat the logo fire is being yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we cut to a fucking field on seventy millimeter, just IMAX. Oh my and god! Right off the bat, you got that like, that that kind of like that little beat. It's like da na 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 na, right? And it's just oh, yeah. this sweeping scene, and you just see this truck pull up to a plane. Right? It's well, the very first scene was actually Gordon talking about was it dent. eulogy. Yes. Oh, is it? it was, oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In eulogy. Yes, you're right. That monologue about right. Okay, okay, okay. So sorry, sorry. That's why you're so yeah. low. You're yes. Speak here. Good call. Eyes, t- eyes turn. No front. So, <laughs> so yeah. So right off the bat, they're, they're letting us know what's happened since the Dark Knight. It's been eight years, right? Yeah, and a Commissioner Gordon is talking about uh, the it's talking at uh, at the eulogy, right? Basically, kind of like. No, he's not talking about the. No, no, no. That's not. Oh, right. No, that was no, a, that was at the Harvey Dent Day at Wayne Manor. That's right. Sorry. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It literally, it Harvey Dent died. Literally, it's the exact same. It's scene. That, it's the exact yes. same scene that they cut to the end. And and the quote, of course, being "I believe in Harvey Dent." Yeah. Yeah. No one else that will change. What is it? We have no one else that impacted this place. No one else will ever will. Something yeah, like yeah. And and there's a, a bit of remorse in Gordon's voice. Yeah, and yeah. Then he, that, he, 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 he specifically says, "I believed." Past tense, yeah. Yeah. and it, yeah. there's a weight on that. Oh, good call! Yeah. Good call. I believe because yeah. 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 he's dead, and yeah. that's what the audience realizes. But, but we all know. So, so but the big yeah. piece of information is I'm eight so years since the Dark Knight, right? No, so. not yet. Huh? The, that's that's the, the, the it, it then went we to cut the, uh, to Bane. The Harvey okay. or talk about Harvey Dent with Gordon eight years okay. ago. Then you cut to Bane. Then it cuts to the eulogy eight years later at the Wayne. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, so at the Wayne. With at the Wayne. Do it in yeah. chronological right. order. Right? Okay, so, so then what happens is we we cut into that sweeping seventy millimeter uh, sequence where where we don't even know where in the world this is. It's just a plane it's in, in the, the air. Yeah, uh, and, and, and a truck. Where it was. And I fucking love this line. So so what happens is. This this kind of like this the cocky kind of like guy, rough rough looking guy comes out of a truck and, and with a mercenary and three men that are that hooded. are covered in, are, are hooded, and um, the guy the, wait no the, a scientist. 
I'm, I'm getting to that. The guy's kind of mousy and he's kind of like unshaven. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you're, and, and, and okay. you know, there's like Dr. Pavel, right? So immediately he's he's somewhat of importance, right? Because he, he's being extradited out of the country or wherever they are, right? Uh, and then and then uh, the mercenary steps up and he says, the, uh, these guys were trying to grab your prize. So essentially they were trying to grab the sign. And he's like, and he's like why, the, why the fuck do I care? He's like, they work for the masked man, the, the mercenary. Bane? And, and he's like, Bane? Bane? So already very much like the scene from The Dark Knight, there's there's, a, there's word yeah. word that's growing around this character very much like the Joker is like they say he wears a war paint etc yeah. right so they already know this masked area so they they bring him on the plane because of this fact right mm-hmm. yeah. Back, all, all of them, the three mercenaries. Yeah, the yeah. three mercenaries, right? Yeah. And in, interestingly enough, the mercenary that was unmasked, the guy that it gives him, he is one of Bane's men. Yeah. And actually, I thought he did a really good job, especially on that bridge where he's like, where the where the the the, the army guys are like basically, yeah, I don't think yeah, you're yeah. gonna keep yeah, yeah. twelve million people from escaping. Oh, he, he lasts yeah. longer he's than Bane does. So yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, he's got a couple right. of juicy lines. And so what happens is kind of like a number two. He talks to the military on the bridge yeah, and everything. Yeah, he's, he's a great yeah, character. He's, he's, he's essentially Bob to the Joker from. <laughs> The 1989 yeah. Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so what happens is, uh, uh, we cut to the plane, and uh, the CIA guys have the three guys lined up, right? And they, they, the, the, the this was quite a pivotal scene that I picked up on the second watch. Yeah, and so they, he he draws attention to them to open the the door. Of well, the first plane. he says, "I just filed the flight plan, but it only registers one of you guys, yeah. not three. Yeah, and then the door yeah. opens, and of of course everyone hears the way he's like. He's like that means only one of you, right? And so he grabs one of them, and he's and and he, and he and says, the "One that'll talk." Yeah, he's like, "Tell me about Bane. Why does he wear that mask?" Right? And shoots in the no air answer. For some reason he shoots out the out the plane window, and that he pulls gives him off him, to the side. That I gives guess everything he didn't away. Fly too well. What? That gives everything away when he shoots that gun. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. even before Fire Bane starts right. speaking, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, like, you're already threatening. And then he faked himself. Yeah, well, he fakes. He just pulls him off to the side. That guy didn't fly very well. Yeah, and then he grabs the second guy. And he's like, he's like, why do you have a loyalty to him, right? He's like, uh, no, I wonder why you have such a loyalty to for him. For a hired gun. For a hired gun. And then the third guy says, he's probably wondering why you would fire a gun. Uh, kill him. Kill him. Shoot, shoot a man shoot before a man throwing him, out of, him out of a plane. And yeah. suddenly everyone just stops, right? Because like you can tell that whoever's speaking under there, his voice is muff- muffled. And sure enough, they unmask him, and it's this amazing reveal where it's very shot at a very low angle. Because this is a very, a very predominant theme throughout the movie. Bane is constantly shot in a very wide, sweeping uh, way to be, power make him, make him bigger than life. Big, life. Yeah, yeah. large, mm-hmm. and it shows him wide the time. shots, fucking intense fucking eyes. Right? Yeah. He's like he's staring. He's like staring into his soul. Right? And, his eyes are pretty amazing. Yeah, and, and and the CIA guys <laughs> immediately intimidated. Right? And so what, what? I'm trying to remember the order of what he's saying there. So he takes off the mask, and then what? Do, what does the guy say? Uh, basically, um, does he cut right to? No, he if cuts, I take that mask off, yeah, he cuts into. If I take that mask off, will it hurt? Yeah, he's yeah, like, no, will it, it kill you? Painful. Will it kill you? Yeah, will it kill you? Yeah, yeah. it will be extremely painful. And you're a big guy. You're a big guy for you. Yeah, and then he yeah. says, "What? For what you. is your? Or what is your for plan?" You. No. The plan doesn't matter, or no? He's a, who are you guys, or something? Yeah, like that. we don't matter. Doesn't matter who we are. What's what, what matters, matters is, is that we're plan- What matters is our plan. Yeah. What we're well, planning, yeah. Well, you got yourself captured. What's the next step of your master plan? Oh yeah, yeah. Captured. Was that yeah. part of your master yeah. plan? Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then that's when everybody starts shitting themselves. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, so what's, and then, and then what's, what's your the plan? Next step? He's like crashing this plane, and all of a sudden, with no survivors, cuts outside. Before that. 
and you see another larger plane flying over their plane. And then I thought it, it was such a nice touch when they showed the captain and the co-pilot in, or the pilot and the co-pilot in the in the lower plane, yeah. and the plane was banging on it. Kind of, it was shuttering, like yeah. they were getting this turbulence. They didn't know where it was coming from. It's yeah. the wake yeah. of that bigger plane above yeah. them, slightly yeah. ahead. And also, so good. guys using a very similar device, like the skyhook in the Dark Knight, yeah. start ascending on the plane, and then he finishes his line with no survivors, and all of a sudden, just bullets start a riddle. <laughs> so if you guys if you don't notice plane. men like. Okay. I walking outside yeah. the plane really through the windows on the second watch as soon like you hear kind of like Hans Zimmer is by far one of the fucking greatest uh, scores Dear composers Jesus. like there's soft there's kind of soft score going on in the background during this whole thing but as soon as he says uh, you're, you're you've got caught was that part of your plan of course was was your next part of your plan and then as you kind of see it and there's still soft score soft score but as soon as he says with no survivors it's the fire right like, boom boom boom, yeah. boom yeah. and then we start hearing and a chant that keeps good. getting Heard throughout the What's the chance? That was part of the viral uh, yep. campaign before Dark Knight. No, everyone ever had a teaser. Master, 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 So everyone gets shot, and instinctively, instinctively, Bane and his mind. Oddly enough, I do jerk off. Start grabbing onto the seats. As the plane starts, like it's losing its flight path. Big, yeah, the big, the big, big plane, plane pulls up, up yes. and then it, it's, it knocks yeah, off. And the all, all the CIA guys fall to one side of the plane, and boom, the tail of the plane gets blown right off. Oh, I know what we missed in that. Uh, I know what we missed in that dialogue. Basically, um, it was something to the effect of, uh, "What?" Like as, after he said that it'll be very hurtful, he was just like, "Why are you guys here? What's going on?" He's like, uh, "We're trying to find out what Doctor Pavel told yeah. you." Oh yeah, and the doctor. I didn't tell like, him nothing. Tell anything. The whole, the whole yeah. idea of and the he just gave him that look to of see if the doctor say anything. Yeah. Oh, and end up fake the doctor's death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that was the weird because a lot of people saw the six minute preview beforehand on uh, Ghost Protocol because yeah. it was part of the the. It was like the same way they showed the Joker yeah. sequence for the Dark Knight. On, a reveal uh, of the villain. I am because I am he's like, already established. Yeah, and so and so what happens is they blow the top and they're bringing in a body bag that has a dead body and they're fucking pumping Doctor Pavel's blood into this. Which I didn't get at the start until you guys explained it to me. I didn't until yeah. until the plane I didn't, and went yeah. down. All of a sudden, all of them start shackling themselves to these ropes, and one of the guys is shackling himself, and Bane just grabs his chest because of what the CIA guys. Yeah, and he says, "Hold on." He's like, one of us. He's like, no brother. They'll be expecting. They'll be expecting a body, and he's like, one of us. But he calls him brother. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then he says, he's like, oh, the question he asks is, we have started the fire. We have started the fire. Have we lit the fire? Yes, the fire rises, right? And he grabs you guys in your vain impressions. Oh my god, we've been doing them all week long. Jesus, we're only like. What's funny? A friend of mine made a funny comment. Sounds like Sean Connery wearing a mask. <laughs> well, that's what Tom Bane. Uh, that's what Tom, Tom Bane. <laughs> Tom, Tom Bane is his name. I want Tom Bane. That's what Hardy is. Hardy's English. Yeah, yeah, that's I know. True. I know. Yeah. So, so he Just grabs. You, it, you know, Pavel's fucking screaming his head off because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And then, and he's like, the he's like, "Come, doctor, now is not the time for fear." And, and that comes later. That comes later. And hands in the score and then, stops. Just a dead stop. Fucking plane falls from the ground. We just have Bane hanging in the sky. With Pavel's like fucking Holy head doctor. in his boobs. <laughs> just scared to death. Screaming his ass off. What I love. And then, that whole scene was, was, was they actually did that. Yeah, I saw some of the, the making of footage and it's insane. There weren't helicopters shooting at all. Yeah. There's, um, well, because we went and saw it again yesterday mm. and there's this chick behind us and she's like, 
oh my god I would be so fucking scared if that was me like hanging off the back of that plane and I thought about it and I'm like oh my god that'd be pretty crazy like just chilling on the back of a plane would yeah. you not think that'd be scary what if you took your blood put you down into a bullets everywhere no, I would have like, been passed out and like clockwork too like it just happens so quickly right there right there for for me um, as as looking at the movie as something more than it is I'm I'm already there like okay right now this movie's not going to be the dark knight for starters the joker was very much not a planner bane everything is clockwork right off the bat secondly this wasn't a crime heist this was an act of terrorism. It was it was an, it was an attack. They're they're obviously working towards something bigger. Well, I think that like I think what happened in that plane it wasn't something they planned. Like it's planned. It's something they had to plan afterwards because they I don't think. But they, they were after Pavel exactly. So they're like, fuck, we got to get Pavel back. And we got to find out what he told the CIA, and that was and like, we got to right. make it seem like he's dead. And we got to seem like it because mm-hmm. then they're not going to yeah. look for him anymore. So so, uh, but so I mean, okay, fair enough. It, it, it was all planned, planned yeah. because they needed to make sure the CIA wasn't going to get in the way of their master plan, right? Yeah. So. I feel like with the Joker, he escalates. Like, that's the very line well, that, that, that Gordon gives at the, the very yeah. end of Batman, Batman Begins. Begins. He says, aren't you worried about escalation? He's got a touch for the, or taste for the theatrics, kind of like you. He gives his calling card, the Joker. That scene sets it up perfectly because the Joker, I mean, he even says the line, he's like, what am I going to go back to, like, uh, to ripping uh, off, 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 off my bosses? No. You know, yeah. like, he well, escalates, and it's he just keeps, <laughs> as he's successful, he, he goes as far as like he can go further and further. He goes further. as far as blowing up a fucking hospital. Yeah. He just, he just as soon as he, he how far one like, up that he's oh, testing oh, boundaries oh, that's his yeah. whole plan is testing boundaries so, and he gets to test them so far but then you get to Bane and yeah. it's a completely different story because it like you said it's clockwork yeah but, yeah. but the, the beauty is the groundwork has been put into Everything place the escalation has happened him. Bane is a direct result of the fact that that the Joker has already existed and passed so in other words what's, what, what's happened now is the the world this this Batman mythos has escalated to pro- and this is what I'm getting at like the rise this thing I, is like I mean, what, what, what more of a dangerous threat can Batman face in this universe than the one that he faces in this movie? True. Well, and well, that just let's, let's keep going because what you just said is going to tie into exactly I think why he thought he can take him out in the first yeah. go round, right? So, oh my god! No, you're, and I you're right. Until we get to that part, and, of you're, and you're right, and oh. and and we'll get into Alfred as a narrative for the yeah. viewer in that oh. respect too. So what happens is this uh, obviously there's you know something is rising, right? Yeah. And then we cut to Gotham and City. Right before we cut in, like uh, I'll say uh, to me, what made especially after the second watch, what made that first scene was the score. Like the the fucking those drum beats as soon as he said uh, oh fucking gorgeous very primal man. very much and it's yeah. right there it's in your face oh, it's like fucking weird. heartbeats all oh, it is his and his demeanor his his mannerisms of being completely fearless yeah. are mm. perfectly established in that scene one of my favorite parts is when he drops down like two or three off um, the trailer yeah. off the yeah. trailer and then yeah. stops shot, but it was the most yeah oh so thing. there's so many really key half second well, shots notice, in the movie he's only holding himself up with his hands. he's like one hand and like he's yeah. stabilizing with his foot kind of. Yeah, yeah. Leisurely, like yeah. he's totally casual. Yes. While this plane is like the wrong way up in the air, and then the tail gets blown off, and uh, he's just—he doesn't miss a beat. No. The guy starts shooting at him again. The one surviving guy I with a pistol, and he's like, eh, "One thing no I'm regretting babe. with this movie is I would have loved to see that prologue in the IMAX during Ghost Protocol, because I just would have had that much more. Like, this is the same feeling I got for the Joker. Like to me, what would made Dark Knight fucking awesome is if they didn't release any promo photos of Heath and the first time you actually saw him was you guys want to see what the Joker looks like go see the six minutes attached to, to what doesn't kill you makes and that you stranger. Fucking, first time you ever see him is 
as soon as he rips off that max, stranger, right? That yeah, I think that would have been so fucking good. epic. Amazing. And to me, that would have made it too. If that would have been the Bane reveal as well, it's just like it was. It worked for his voice. Mm. No one expected him to sound like a fucking Englishman behind a mask. Which well, I guess that's essentially what he is. Which is weird when you think about it. But I, I, I miss, <laughs> I miss that whole. I, like I wasn't. I, I would have went out of my way to see it in IMAX because I missed that whole I missed the six minutes beforehand so I just missed that whole like oomph like get excited this is going to be intense this yeah. is bang yeah, I right? certainly hope that this movie was gets the voice new- that different uh, from the IMAX yes yeah. yes definitely so they did in, in the IMAX you like seriously like we were uh, we were in the theater and everyone is dead quiet because they want to like I'm like some words weren't coming across clearly and, and everyone's like we know what he's saying is fucking important but we can't hear it properly so they've they to, to the point in the in there's and one of the little things in the movie not really a big deal you can tell Bane is ADR'd throughout the movie. Like, oh, yeah. He's speaking on a different level oh, volume than everyone else. Well oh, everyone. absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. But I've, I thought it was phenomenal. Like, if that movie doesn't get at least a nod from the Oscars for, like, sound mm. mixing. I, like, the only, I, I found on the second watch it was the ADR was very apparent during yeah. the... Uh, well, during, no, that's, that's that not a bad fight. thing, though. It's not. I'm just saying, though, like, during that first fight scene, like... Oh, his voice was just phenomenal the whole movie through. Yeah. Like, it totally... Yeah. Me but, uh, plus, I mean, uh, yeah, the story itself, like, I think it's it's a solid script, even though a lot of people have. Right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. It. Let's keep going. So, okay, so we cut to Gotham, sweeping shots of Gotham, um, and uh, we we go to Wayne Manor, which is just across the river, which I think is actually a really good thing that they showed because it explains one of the quote unquote plot holes later on too. Yeah. Um. So it, 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 there's there's oh. there's kind of a party happening. I have a clue into it. Okay, like, I got wait, it. Wait. There's a, there's a party <laughs> happening at Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor's been rebuilt right there, right? Rebuilt. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, the the mayor's talking about uh, they're celebrating Harvey Dent Day, and because of Harvey Dent Day, uh, no no city's perfect, but at least uh, Gotham has no more organized crime. Um, Go ahead, no, sorry. Yeah, so so essentially, what's happened is the Harvey Dent Act is, um, in my opinion, has been a parallel to uh, in, uh, akin to uh, the Patriot Act. Basically, it's given the city of Gotham extenu- uh, emergency powers, as it were, in order to ensure that they and can. Did Jar Jar issue these powers? Well, no. So that so that essentially. Uh, criminals that might be involved in organized crime get can, uh, get lo- well it, with basically, no parole. Yeah, they, they can. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, some more severe punishment because a lot of the problem with organized crime is a lot of people just pay the fine and whatnot and get them out that way, right? So very much so. And and to maybe they mention it later on as well, like the fact that it's become too much, too good. Uh, essentially, some some people too that solid. might be locked away might not deserve to be there, right? Which is oddly enough, that's which a is solid comment exactly, from Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt as. Blake. Like he says it kind of jokingly, yeah. but it underscores the, yeah. so, the severity. So they talk. They're, 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 he's there talking. He's like, "Well, we can. I can talk about Harvey Dent, but who better than the person that knew him best, uh, Gordon, right, Commissioner Gordon?" So Gordon gets up. Uh, do we hold on before we go further? Do we all need a break? Okay. So so Gordon goes up. It, it, it goes up on stage, and he can't really find the words to say. And he's even got a speech, but for some reason he doesn't want to talk about the speech because, for all we know, it's well, he's telling like, the truth. And he's and like, we'll tell talking, the truth later. Truth, and as he's truth, talking. Right? As he's talking, he's getting flashbacks to what happened at the end of the Dark Knight, where which is Har- cool. Harvey Dent uh, almost killed his uh, almost killed son. his family, his his son, and uh, yeah. So he's obviously feeling guilt. Um, meanwhile, in Wayne Manor, uh, yep, I see it. One of the uh, one of the maids is. Uh, Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> a little shady. Yeah. Almost, awesome. go ahead, go One on. of the maids is sent uh, uh, over to the east wing 
uh, to basically get, uh, deliver food to uh, Bruce Wayne. Well, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a party going on. Recluse. Well, there's a party going on. Uh, we get like people are chatting. We're, we're they're saying that Miranda no one, Tate wants to talk with Bruce. And no he's one not has around. Seen, no one has seen Bruce in years. Yeah, that's where Daggett comes in, which is also he's also a character in the comics. Hey, is he really? Yeah, he's a he's a rival boy. businessman to Wayne in the comics. In this, they've made him uh, one of the board members, but um. Uh, Daggett basically takes a pot shot at Wayne and says, you know, he's like, oh, he's probably, you know, with long... Mason jars. <laughs> Mason jars, just like the aviator, right? Um, oh, I mentioned was John Mick when he pissed the <laughs> Oh, no, they, well, he was referencing the aviator. Yeah, yeah. He was referencing John, uh, John Hughes. Uh, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about, right? I'm trying that to think guy. of... That one guy, the aviator. <laughs> I just know him as the aviator. But anyway, uh, so we've established he's a recluse. The maid goes to that side of the house. She, It's very barren. Outside of like maybe so some Alfred, yeah, we see Alfred. Anything that is in the house besides the that side of the house besides the uh, table was all covered in white fabric. Well, one other yeah. thing to mention is the east side of Wayne Manor is also where a that secret case. passageway is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so. Alfred kid, uh, tells one of the maids who just looks like a random maid that just says, "Can you bring this food?" Very shy maid, by the way. Here's this food. Can you just leave it on the table and come right back? Yeah, very yeah she want. Of course, she wanders too much. She sees that there's like a, somewhat of an archery target at the end of the, uh, the at this the end weird of the room. Plate, yeah. She's looking at the arrows. All of a sudden, another arrow comes in. She screams, right? She turns around, and there's our first look at Bruce, who's now holding a cane, and he's somewhat bearded. But um, he's still a dead shot with that crossbow. And yeah, he exactly. have six-inch nails, and it doesn't look like Yeah, yeah. So she somewhat compliments him, and he he cuts the chitter-chatter really quickly and draws attention to the fact that she's wearing a necklace that reminds him of a lot of his mother's necklace. But it can't be because his his mother's necklace is in a safe. And right he, next to He opens the cabinet, and the, and the yeah, which, safe is open. Uncrackable. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, she we, tell me we see our first, our first reel. And right off, oh, and, and yeah. fucking so kudos. And one of the things I want to mention, I'll mention oh. it now just Personality switch. Something I got finished and finishes later. Amazing. On this now, Anne Hathaway fucking did a tremendous, tremendous job, oh, especially on the second watch the, through. Well, she yeah. she fucking yeah. like just at that moment she Nailed turned from it. a very mousy, uh, very mousy um, maid maid, and as soon as he said safe as uncrackable, and she, she goes, literally just straight, she just she literally just straightened goes, up and was just like, oh, oops. I'll be got no, coffee, she's like, right? oops. I'll be tr- I'll be sure to tell him that or something. No, no, she's like nobody, nobody told me. Oh, right, there you go. Yeah. Just how she tightened up, stood up straight, like it, she went literally. Yeah. And then, she then Bruce says, I can't let you take that. Like, and she's like, like You're not going to attack yeah. a woman as much as I would attack a cripple. A cripple, and, and she, she, she kicks his cane for, out from under him, he falls on the ground. And Which I feel he let happen. Yeah, yeah I think he's more happen. just like, what the fuck? Well, because he knows about the necklace. Yeah. Yeah, so she immediately goes to the window. Like fucking hot legs, she's oh, hanging there. She's like having and, and she backflips out of the window. <laughs> hot. <laughs> now earlier at the party, a Done. senator Deal. made a pass at her, and she decides to use that to her advantage. So she rips off her, her little escape. maid collar and little yeah, apron. and she escapes with the senator essentially on his way home. Can I get a ride? Yeah. Which is awesome. Like uh, like I said, uh, fucking Anne Hathaway. Oh, she oh. plays every situation so her, well. Her, Scarlett Johansson. Well, she, sexuality as a weapon, women, right? Man. Yeah. Yeah, so very well done. Um, and, uh, okay, so what happens after that? Well, uh, basically, <laughs> we, we've done two scenes out of the movie. Basically, it gets cut. So, so she hops into the cab with the senator. Uh, basically, it cuts to... Oh, then it comes to Blake. Gordon. Yeah, uh, Gordon well, up Gordon's top, left the party. Looking at the fucking uh, bat Broken bat signal. Broken. And, and apparently, it's established where this is where he goes to read his files. Because he's got yeah. a, a Well, files. no, and, and then Blake comes up up the steps and basically mentions that the senator's, senator's wife, wife is keeps called, calling. That the senator didn't come home. The senator that incidentally mm-hmm. picked up Selena Kyle. 
So right off the bat, there's things of uh, things of doing things afoot, and he draws attention to the fact that you know he's like, well, why doesn't she doesn't she call missing persons or whatever? And he's like, call well, the cops. Yeah. yeah, call the cops. He's like, well, really, we've got nothing to do at this point because like the the streets are fucking squeaky clean, right? <laughs> and Cube uh, and Library fucking books. Joseph Gordon Levitt, man, he, he uh, oh, Cube has fucking seen like yep. he played that scene pretty fucking good. Pretty soon we're gonna be uh, chasing down, chasing down books. overdue mm-hmm. library books. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a bit of that Boston added a little Boston bit, fucking yeah. And so then, and so then that cuts to uh, Bruce Wayne. Back to Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah, no, that was only like a two seconds. That's yeah. when he talks to Alfred. Alfred's just like, "Oh right, the next morning." Then the next morning. No, no it's still that night because okay. he's examining Alfred's the, the dust. On. The fingerprint right, dust. Right, right. Yeah, he says uh, he's like it got broken into. You know, uh, uh, maybe uh, you shouldn't. You should stop sending these maids into the East Wing. Well, maybe, maybe you should start to learn bed. to make your own bed, sir. <laughs> Which he does. The uh, yeah, and uh, you get a little interesting plot point. Is this is where it starts picking up because he starts saying he's just like she. Uh, uh, there's. Well, he's dusting for fingerprints. And that's when Alfred. And he's like, "Well, why? Well, why were you dusting fingerprints? He's like, I wasn't. I wasn't. She was. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's so like, she wasn't so after she the wasn't pearls. After the pearls, that was just there in front of her. And she's like, yoink. Mm-hmm. The um, well, it's the it's the red herring, right? She. It, it, why would you crack a safe and then not steal something that's in it? Yeah. Well, no, I think she she uh, she actually liked them because she doesn't sell them afterwards. Well, no, I mean, no, she definitely she has an attachment to, to them. She would have to draw attention away from the fact that she was trying to steal his prints, so she would. Oh, right. I think I think it was lucky happenstance, and I mean, I think she knew. Of being Selena Kyle, what was in that safe? But the something aim, worth something. Stealing. Yeah, the aim. Well, I think she knew it was the pearls. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put anything past her, and well, that's what Bruce keeps no, saying. Like, she nobody just, gets the better the, uh, of you so often, yeah. you know. Yeah, and but so then we cut to that one. It was fortuitous. Then we cut to one of the. No, never mind. Okay, we don't cut to that because the. So they talk that evening. Yeah. This is like the sliver that I think gets into Bruce's mind that maybe he needs to check out the Batcave again. Well, that's yeah. Uh, something happened before. Well, it Alfred. seems like he's he's his life has been on pause since he stopped being Batman, and, and this Rachel has given Dawes him died. somewhat of a purpose because essentially someone came at him this time, right? Yeah, he yeah, has a personal attack. I think what Nolan was going for is he's not doing anything. He doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't do anything. Alfred's line is great. It's, it's like it, yeah, sure, your life kind of was stopped and you lost somebody, but you have to still keep going on living. Yeah, yeah you hung up your like, your. Mat- your That's just it, yeah. Mantle, but you didn't actually move on. Well, yeah. yeah. The um, well, so the thing is, like, uh, something happened before. Referencing begins again. I mean, he never came out of that well, right? It's but the well, damn it, never came back. Well, he never came back. Okay, fine. He never. <laughs> essentially, he's he's Batman, right? When he left after Bruce that Wayne, Carfone scene, Bruce, Bruce Wayne ceased to yeah, exist. Yeah. He never came back. Superhero. It's like the superhero is the alter ego, and you are really the other person. Like Spider Man is the alter ego to Peter Parker. But what it's interesting about Batman is Bruce Wayne is the alter ego. To he Batman. becomes the mask, yeah. especially in yeah. that scene in Batman Begins where he. That's not your ends mask. the party. Yeah. And uh, and, and, and immediately for like forfeits Playboy. his billionaire Playboy role that is his actual persona mm-hmm. in order to save those people and to start his plan to save Gotham from the League of Shadows yeah. in the first place. I think that's why I liked Katie Holmes Rachel so much because that last oh. scene when they were going through the fucking burning rubble in Batman Begins I think is the by far the most powerful fucking it's scene so in good. that whole I wanted to make a comment about that. The fact that where she says she's like you didn't come back uh, you never did come back to Gotham after you left I can't remember exact words but yeah. when he left when he was Maybe going, when when he was going in to shoot Falcone and he didn't and when he left he, Bruce Wayne never came back. And then she's like, then you came back with your mask. And then she's like, but Batman's not the mask. This is. And she starts touching his face. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, Don't fucking touch me. Well, and there's two great <laughs> lines in that ending you scene are that Batman I feel now. You played are not up. Bruce Wayne. They played into Dark Knight Rises really, really well. There's one where she says, 
uh, and that's more addressed in uh, Dark Knight when she says that maybe one day when Gotham doesn't need Bruce or what doesn't need Batman. She doesn't talk about Bruce Wayne. Maybe yeah. when Gotham doesn't need him, maybe we'll get Bruce Wayne back. But he never came back after he left, yeah. after uh, Falcone died. Um, and then the other thing that she says that I thought, thought was very, very key is she says, what are you going to do? And he says, we'll rebuild it brick for brick just the way it was and then she smiles and that's kind of like an illusion and maybe he's going to rebuild their their relationship brick yeah. for brick as well yeah. but then alfred it's very interesting very very different from the alfred the in dark Knight Corner, rises so. he says maybe i thought this would be an opportunity to uh, enhancements on the yeah, southwest corner uh, uh, refurbish the um Backing. that being said the though foundation he had a change of heart during the dark night yeah where he where he's seeing the limits that that he's been having to go to to be batman you know the scene where he's taking off the armor he's got the fucking scars all over his back right yeah so you know alfred's like oh shit like this is really starting to take his toll you're getting hurt like, and fast forward fucking... eight years later i can totally understand why alfred's mindset has completely oh, it's, changed. It's, uh, that's what i was wanting to comment on it's a beautiful die. arc of yeah. well, it's, he's, he's enthusiastic worried. about it and then he's hesitant and now he's full-on against it well he even says to bruce he's not worried that bruce is going to die that was always an option what he's worried about is that bruce wants to die well i mean let's let's go back to harvey dent you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain villain. he is the villain at this point nobody wants Batman because Batman killed a bunch of people he's he's taken the fall for Harvey yeah so essentially he he, he's at the point where he might have wished he had died a hero at that point right so no good good comparison right there seeing that Batman is so again like this is this is what I'm trying to hark back to like the people that complain about about uh, the the Dark Knight Rises doesn't meet expectations and it's not in the same vein on the foundation of the first two movies. No, it does. It does. Yeah. such a great way. The um, we don't, I guess we don't need to go... We don't need to keep going in order of the movie, like, uh, fucking scene for scene. Like, Generalist all we can just talk about, like... To me, uh, once uh, Selena Kyle gets the pearls, uh, some shit happens. Okay, okay, we find out that... Well, that's it, pretty much the establishment for all the main <clears throat> players. Well, we find out Daggett's after the, the fingerprints, right? Uh, because well, before then becomes to me the biggest the plot becomes the biggest plot hole of the fucking whole. St- <laughs> like, to me, Twitter. what no. bugged me most about this movie is what happens. Essentially, I don't know if it's the next scene, but what happens then? Are, no, you're right. Daggett is after the fingerprints because he he's going <laughs> no, to keep forgetting to why fucking Blake goes to see Bruce, but it's because Gordon shot and. Yeah. 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 So hang on. So so yeah. they're 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 getting the fingerprints from Selena Kyle. They're obviously they want to kill Selena Kyle because she knows too much at this point. Um, they they have a big crossfire. Uh, Selena Kyle is she able has to get away using her, her wiles, and he's still in love with her, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> Call me. He's shot in a leg. Senator. Call me. Yeah, which was a really cool uh, a, a really cool double cross where they they had they used the senator's cell phone. I thought that was nice. Okay, so they're chasing after they're chasing after these guys that are seal- that are basically essentially shooting up this bar, and they all they run into a sewer. And Gordon, being the man that he is, he Jumps immediately right goes after the sewer. And then we start seeing a, an interesting side of Blake. Blake wants to go after him. Well, we've already established something yeah. really interesting about uh, Gordon before all that is in, in relation to how everyone else perceives him is that. Because he obviously knows the truth. He knows that everything that they've done is based on a lie. But everyone it's else... away at him. Yeah. It's we know his family him. left him. We know everything left him because of his lie. Everyone's talking about is. peace, but they're talking about how Gordon's always prepared to be at war. I did yeah, like how, how uh, Gordon's family everyone, left him. Yeah. Showing that, yeah. like, the... Because, I mean, honestly... His family shit, left him because was, of this lie. No wonder he hated well, someone. And the experience that they had to go through. Yeah. He did. 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 He
He fucking faked his own death. Remember yeah, how yeah. angry his wife was at him over that? Oh, yes. Like, so you don't just, oh, I forgive you from something like and that. And then the whole family gets kidnapped by the Yeah, man, yeah, no, the, the, that would have been the, the champion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim, he's got the kids. It makes perfect sense yeah. that yeah, the Yeah, Batman wasn't gone. the only one that made sacrifices to make the no. lie work, right? Gordon, so, yeah. Gordon sacrifices his family to make so it work. So, sure right? enough, Gordon goes into the sewer. Immediately, these guys are attacked, the guys that enter the sewer, and Gordon is taken ca- uh, captive by some mercenaries in the sewer. They bring him to Bane. That's and, their mistake. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, Bane, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. No, no. Bane's like, "Why are you here?" And they're like, "He was. It's uh, the commissioner. He's been super around." He's like, "I wasn't talking to him." And you know, he gets up and he's fucking shirtless at this point. He turns around and it's just like, "Oh fucking shit!" He's got scars down yeah. his spine. Yeah, and, and, and he's like, "You panicked," and, and, and in your panic, you've compromised us all, right? And he, and he's like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. doesn't know how to answer. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gordon sees him, and he's like, "Holy well, fucking shit!" No, did you shit. notice that he kills oh. the one oh guy, my God. Yeah. and then he tells the guy too? He's like, "Search him, or I kill you." No, then I'll kill you. Then I'll kill you. Not or I'll kill you. Then I'll kill you. It was funny though. Gordon is watching this unravel, and he's like, "I need to get the fuck out of here." That's one of the best things about Bane is he says every step he's going to take because he knows he's going to be able to fucking take it. Yeah, and so he rolls off the fucking bank. This is a very important part. Because to bring it up later is is the, he wrote a speech about the truth of what that Harvey slips out. Yes, yeah. Ben Bane gets that. Yeah, and he keeps it. And then he that was what, that was the part where I was hooked in the movie. As yeah. soon as Bane Shit. got that, I was like, "Well, holy now shit. he knows." This right? is the whole like basically Gordon's confession about the roll over the eyes is just going to be ripped right off. Yeah, and yeah. so so he's rolling. Out, he's going down the fucking sewer chute. They shoot at him. They're able to clip him, but they don't kill him. And you know, it's like he's down. He fell. He's dead. He's like, "Show me the body." And he's like. Uh, he could be at any uh, number any one. Any one of these outbursts. Yeah, yeah he's follow, like, him. follow him. He's like, and I love the thing he does with that. He's like, follow him. Right? Oh, no, <laughs> he's like, another cool him. thing is that yeah. the, the second in command that we keep kind of talking about, that kind of yeah, yeah. is that, like, he does, he's never named, but he's in key scenes. Like, yeah. He doesn't even skip a beat. He hands Bane a the GPS tra- the trash yeah. before Bane gives him hand the order. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be the next one that yeah. shot you. <laughs> Just immediately, here's a GPS thing. Yeah. Follow him. Yeah, and Bang. he, he shoots him. Gun Bob. Luckily, because because Blake was stopped from going down, he immediately clicked that the dead bodies that are showing up at the drainage Because he right? saw a kid the from his own orphanage. Yeah. 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 So he and knows I guess, where that I guess most likely of, spot is going to be. One of the plot be. points that we uh, passed over was... Well, and, it's, and that's fine. Bla- like, yeah, it's, it's kind of minor, but Blake, uh, beforehand, it, he responds to this dead body. But again, we're seeing hints of deduction skills, right? He's he's putting shit yeah, together. But, he, but he, he doesn't believe in coincidences. But even then, yeah. but even then though, he sees the dead body of his orphanage, so he goes back to his orf- his old orphanage, so he goes back to the orphanage, and it's like, why are these kids... There's work down kid, there. Why are these kids... What kind of work would you find it, in the sewer? Exactly, but why are these kids... More work than there is up Why are these kids getting kicked out? Yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne stopped waste up giving us money. Yeah, because they have to age out, right? Once they're 16, they don't have room for them. I think that's very critical. Well, that doesn't happen until afterwards, because what happens is after Gordon gets shot, then Blake arrives to Gotham Manor because Gordon got shot. Key in the... Fucking to me, the biggest fucking hole in the movie. But no, no. What's what's your hole? So what happens is he goes there and he's like, I need to speak with Wayne. Alfred says he doesn't take guests, even even if they're cops. And he's like, What if I came back with a warrant to investigate the uh, the death of Harvey Dent eight years ago? So right there, we're like, What the fuck? How does he know that uh, Bruce Wayne was involved? So he he uh, Wayne meets him in his study and is like, How can I help you? That's a direct like, I know that he's Batman because the the official statement is Batman killed Harvey Dent. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. even though I think Blake at this point and. He doesn't. Whether he knows or not, he doesn't he did, care. He said he did. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't yeah, care. Well, he does right shortly after. And, and so it's 
essentially yeah. what happens is he's sitting there. Wayne meets him and he says, "Gordon's been shot." And he's like, "And he's like, okay, call the police. Or call your supervisor." He's like, oh, "He's like, he's he was ranting and raving about uh, a, a masked, masked man, man and, a, and an underground army." Mm-hmm. And he, and he's like, "Isn't this something you should be telling your supervisor?" He's like, "He's like, uh, uh, he's like." So he then asked me if there's any alligators. Yeah, giant alligators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is croc. We need <laughs> killer croc. We need, <laughs> we need the we need uh, we need the the Batman right. And he's like, Gordon thinks he's like, no, he doesn't care who you are, right? Yeah. And then he goes into this this monologue where he explains that. He's like, you don't remember me, but I met you. You came to our orphanage once. Well, you know what was funny is I uh, honestly, he when he first mentioned like, it, the first I thought it was the kid, from the, the kid from the Narrows. Yeah, <laughs> that would have made more sense. But he had oh. parents. It doesn't matter. Young. It doesn't matter for starters because that kid has parents. That kid had dysfunctional parents, but he had parents, whereas yeah. Blake has none. The, the monologue is powerful alone in basically explaining that they're kindred spirits. Gambling. He's an orphan. Bruce Wayne's an orphan. He basically, at this point, Bruce Wayne is being made out to be the patron saint of orphans in Gotham because the, he's seen as like the, the orphan that, that, you know, the yeah, billionaire the orphan, orphan that became a billionaire. Yeah, is, yeah, it's true. Well, he fell into it, essentially. Yeah, but, and yeah. they, well, they the used, used to make up stories about him in Legion. How the hell could you make the connection between Bruce Wayne and Batman? Well, that also Here is fucking marriage. Hang on. Well, hey. Com- police commissioners, millions of people that can't put two and two together, and all of a sudden just one guy is just like, no, no, no. It's because he's seen the face. It goes back to comic books. This is one of the biggest plot holes in all of comic books. For these superheroes to operate as long as they they do, it's fucking impossible to keep their identities secret. Like if this is this was an inevitability in the fact that in Nolan's universe, because he's trying to make it real, eventually they're gonna fucking find out. It, like you, we we even know later on that Bane fucking knows he's Batman. He just doesn't give a fuck. Well, Bane knows he's Batman. Yeah, and he's Batman. Even, he's, goddamn commissioner does. Yeah. Right the well, well, commissioner yeah. chooses. Well, Gordon's kind of like yeah, the no, slowest like, turtle of the race. Oh, my God. Uh, he didn't care. Thing. Bruce Wayne, when he was Bruce Wayne, did even when he was uh, gallivanting around in public, was to himself, for the most part, he had a complete different facade. Yeah. And you can imagine when he went to the or- orphanage, he probably would have had a different and image. So it, it, it's kind of like how we're seeing there, like, for let's use the Superman analogy. It's like, how the fuck can you not tell the difference between a guy with glasses and a guy without glasses. That's serious. That's, a little thin, That's right? the magic of yeah. comics. So obviously, if I saw, let, let, let's say uh, you start jumping around with a mask every night, and, and everyone's like, oh my god, there's a superhero. Well, more importantly, to do see people, the same people, a lot. The people who saw him as Bruce Wayne all the time are the people who ended up finding out who he was. Uh, Alfred, uh, Rachel, and uh, Gordon eventually once he told them. But basically, it was Alfred and Rachel were the only people that saw him as Bruce Wayne. But the more frequently they saw him, they could make the connection relatively easy. But I think Gordon no. always wanted Batman to be a symbol, not yeah. more Gordon didn't care. Gordon, Gordon didn't more than anybody else. Yeah. Gordon, yeah. Didn't Gordon never cared. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't want things. to know because he was. He, he mentioned didn't want how to Bruce Wayne him. was a legend amongst these children, and more importantly, how could the how could you not come to that conclusion in the sense of who the how the fuck does Batman have all this equipment and gear? How is it being funded? And why does he care about Gotham so much? The only the only shield that Bruce Wayne has is the fact that he plays up that he's selfish and he's not interested in the in yeah. Gotham in, the as a whole. Timing. If you can take away that facade, he is number one on the list of well, who could be Batman. And take well, a look at in the Dark Knight when Mr. Reese figures it out. Yeah, yeah it, it, it takes him a quick trip down to archives to be like, I'm so excited about that. And I have got another theory for this movie too. I've got another theory for this too. Yeah. 
this movie. This is the, the perfect timing. <gasps> yeah, He's gone for seven years, and Batman right. Begins comes back. Batman arrives. No one makes a connection. Yeah. And he he leaves for eight years. Batman leaves for eight years. No one makes a connection. He suddenly comes back with Selena Kyle. Batman and comes he, back. No oh one makes the connection. Okay. And, and the only thing that he kind of is like thinly putting on the veil. I mean. Even with Selena Kyle, when he doesn't even think that she has any idea that he's Batman, and she doesn't find out until Bane reveals it. Yeah. But yeah. he sa- uh, um, he says to her, he's like, "I've got this powerful friend that deals I've with this kind of stuff friend. for and me." And she's like, "So who are you pretending to be?" And he's like, yeah. "Bruce Wayne." Yeah. <laughs> and then and then <laughs> she sees Batman. And it's like, "Oh, I, he wasn't kidding when he said he had powerful friends." I'm like, "That's like the worst. okay. That's like that's like if somebody anything, walking into a it, therapist what's office. More, being what's like, more hard to believe is that not had more dream, people have figured you know? out he's Batman. It's like the weak, like it's a friend of a friend, no names, but it's really fucking." him okay <laughs> you uh, to me i think it's one of the weaker scenes i, I think no one should have wrote a better job as to how uh, uh uh blake found out he was batman but you will sell me I, i'll buy into it on the fact of like you said if you see someone enough you will be able to put two and two together and i'm hoping he would have went and seen that orphanage on, on a fucking and it does one I, other I, I, which I, he I, hints I, towards i agree that the scene was a little wibbly wobbly for the most part but i that's how that's in order for no, me to I, one other thing the, the reason right? the, the strength of that connection is giving more credence to jo- uh, blake as a detective figuring yeah. things out on his own but yeah like cuz that too well no how how which, you, how you sold me on a direct was, call to tim drake cuz in the comics tim drake the third robin he figures out who batman and robin are just by the fact that he's like, wait a minute, Robin, Robin's an acrobat. Dick Grayson was in a circus. Like he fucking yeah. just put. He's like a natural detective in the comics, right? But so. what sold, what sold me on what you said about the fact that like when you see someone enough, like his monologue was was he was really hyping up Bruce Wayne. Uh, oh yeah, you were a legend. Everyone talked about you. Yeah, not yeah, talking not talking about Batman. The talking about Bruce about Wayne. No, but Bruce they made, they made up stories the of him. Like they, they, it's like what? How cool would it be if if Bruce Wayne were Batman? Yeah, and some yeah, kids, yeah. a lot of kids, for them they were like fancies, flight of fancies. But he was the only one that he's like this fucking makes sense right because he has that great line where he's like he, he recognized he's like yeah when you're in a foster home I recognize a fake smile like yeah they don't understand for a while it, it passes off that you're just that angry kid who doesn't have any parents and you know it makes sense but after a while they stop caring that you're that angry kid and they want you to rehabilitate so and one of my favorite lines from the whole movie is he says so you look in the mirror and you learn how to hide that anger, and you yeah. put on your face, and that yeah, was the that face that I saw there. on you that night, Bruce. Yeah, that was the mask. When and he I was wondered who you really were. Yeah. All right, all right. You, you sold me on that part because so, so he's inquisitive, right? He's I mean, been inquisitive about Bruce Wayne for a long time. It is loose, but there are ways to to, to move well past. And that I feel like structure. They kind of hint at the very end. I mean, we're, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. They hint at the end that he's going to maybe take up the mantle of Batman since Bruce yep. Wayne has ta- has yeah. you know hit the hit the road. But the only person that I feel could be worthy of taking or up that mantle is the, the only range. person to to make the connection without uh, without a lead. Yeah, and that's exactly it. He was going to have to figure out he was Batman at some point in this movie if they were leading to that conclusion. Had Bruce told him, or yeah, had he accidentally found out, he wouldn't have it been wouldn't worthy. have been near. You would have been like, "Why the fuck is this guy Batman?" He stumbled across it. What you were going to make him? We're going to make him the next Batman because he fucking fell into the Batcave. Fair enough. Fair enough. It yeah. makes him earn it. This, this whole scene kind of ties into what something I want to say about the entire movie as a whole at the end of it. So, uh, all right, we'll just make sure you don't forget. Each one of each one of the Whoa, quibbles that a lot of people have. If it, do it any other way, it, it ruins the structure of the movie as a yeah. whole. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, so okay, wh- Blake knows Bruce Wayne's Batman. We'll leave it at that. Okay, so next up, the stock exchange. 
Oh, that was oh, yeah. essentially that pretty good scene. They have they have Bruce Wayne when Bruce Wayne slash Batman really starts cluing in on the plan. Yeah, this is when he finally gets his first. Really, really good line from Bane. I, you know which ones aren't good, mm. but he he essentially. Well, isn't the next scene when he uh, goes to talk to Lucius? Or we're just not going to give yeah. about that. No, part. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But okay, so he talks to Lucius. Yeah, because um, that's, that's when he finds well, out the that's money. Very, that's very important because Lucius exactly says that because they go down to the bottom and there's like four fucking tumblers down there. Well, no, because like, where did all this come from? Because right, hey, Blake makes mention of the fact that they stopped donating to the orphanage. Alfred, so why are we not funding the orphanage ass, anymore? Yeah. We funded it through the profits. That Black pay. Castle storm. <laughs> No but no, the, the, the biggest important part that happens of all this, like, and then he went to the activity to, to slew all this stuff together. So he talks to talks to Gordon, and yeah, okay, that's in the overall grand scheme of everything, it's not really necessarily important. What's important from this whole interconnection is that once you go down to the to R and D where all of Batman's stuff is, there's like four freaking tumblers. Yeah, and you're like it's, what the hell? And the, and the famous last two words. Things. I consolidated everything into one yeah. roof so it wouldn't get into the wrong hands. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. Everything is in one like, location well, now. that works. <laughs> one location now. It's off the books. And, 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 off the books. And, no and, and one number knows. Two, number two, no knows um, the energy project. Basically, they, 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 they confirmed that the fact that this energy project, it could be turned into a weapon by, by the people that well, know. No, they didn't one, of the big things, one of the big themes of it is Batman even says himself, he's like, one man oh, he says it's too dangerous. man's weapon. Yeah, yeah, it's too on, dangerous. They, they says, no, he says it's too dangerous to turn on. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't hint anything about why they they scrapped it. They, everyone no, no. still thinks they scrapped it's it because like, it wasn't because working. Of that Pavel. No, that was after. That was, that was when because, they explained uh, to Miranda why Miranda, they scrapped Miranda's it. Miranda brings like, that up. If it helps, oh, yeah. he's dead now. Like kay. later. Ahead of ourselves. Okay, let's just go back a couple seconds here. First off, a little bit disappointing. That epic, epic scene. Uh, okay, Batman goes. He's like, uh, he's like. This is when we find out right after uh, Alfred. Why aren't we f- uh, funding the orphanage anymore? Well, the funds were coming from the profits of Wayne Enterprises. No profits. We can't fund them. Okay, I want to speak to Fox and also book me an appointment to see doctors about, about my knee. What Wild Hospital? The one Gordon's in. Yeah. Cut to, the, to fun- the hospital. Yeah. Cut, cut and to, then there's cut, that look on. Well, Alfred's cut to the face. funny. Cut to the funny doctor scene. That's kind of hilarious. Well, the doctor explains exactly what's wrong with him. He's like, "Why the fuck broken? are you going to put the Batman no, bit logo what back is he on?" Saying no hella skiing for you. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, couldn't put two, no two together. Car- <laughs> he's got no cartilage in his knees, his elbows, his shoulders, kidneys, problems, scarring. He's also got overall cranial degenerative scarring from all the concussions he's acquired from being hit so many times. So then, so then, cut to one of the epic scenes from the very first fucking teaser, where. Where Gordon is bit, and everyone's just like, "Who's he talking to? Is he talking to Bruce Wayne? Did he tell me he's Batman? Is he talking to Batman? No, he's talking to a guy in a fucking uh, balaclava. I thought that was horrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's Batman, though. He's doing the voice. I know. I'm just, well, that's just when, like, that's fuck. when they first met. I'm on a budget. No, fuck, I just found out I'm broke. That's what I loved about We should have put him in the costume and shit. Gordon's That's exactly how they first. Yeah, Gordon's on fucking morphine. That was a callback to Batman Begins. Yeah, because the first time Bruce Wayne shows up with Gordon and tells him about the story, notice he's holding a Batman. He's got the he's, he's got got the suit with the stapler to the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, but he didn't see him, so like Gordon wouldn't reference. No, he that. saw him when he was around the roof. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay. So Either way, it harks back to that. It, it goes to an epic. He's the only person that knows that. Wait, you want him to fucking man. get in costume just to go down and talk to Gordon? Yes, he did it. <laughs> well, first. He was all hawked up on drugs. Like how's, he wouldn't how's even he notice. Get from his hospital room as uh, room as Bruce Wayne to Gordon's room without with the Batman costume. Carry the cowl on the suitcase, man. Would you not think that? Wow, there's a fucking guy in a three piece suit that just fucking zipped. But we also fucking, one other thing we also noted is uh, he knows that Gordon doesn't care to follow up that lead. There's a self doubt in. Uh, 
Uh, I'm just saying we had high expectations for that scene from there, the teaser. There's a self doubt. <laughs> I don't know what your big grievance is. Like it's still Batman. You are where even if he's not wearing the costume, he's still Batman, right? I put myself. So, if actually, one of the people, a lot of people complain about this online. Like they said that there's not enough Batman in the movie. I'm like. Fucking Bruce what? Wayne is Batman. What the fuck you want? Anyway, okay. So anyway, so we get that scene. I thought that was listen, pretty epic. Scene. One of the one of the one of the things that this this scene kind of shows is he do, he's not sure he still is Batman at this point. He, what he, if he's gone? Yeah. What if he doesn't? The only thing I hated about the whole weekend. What what was that? I didn't know what the fuck happened in the whole movie until I watched it again last night because you guys psychoanalyzed everything. So and I'm much, like, we were I probably don't so awful understand. at Denny's. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> so it, we, we're, there's self doubt. There's self doubt in Bruce Wayne. Yeah, what if he doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, and and, ba- and basically Gordon's pleading with them that they must. need a Batman. He must. Sure enough, what happens is uh, the, the, these prints are being stock used as a, as a heist at the stock exchange. Excellent jaw. Excellent line from Bane where he's uh, he's. Like there, this is a stock exchange. There's no money here for you to steal. He's so like, why are really? you here? Yeah, exactly. Then why are all you people here? <laughs> Dad and I left our ass. And he fucking just tosses the guy against the desk. Knocks him right there. Bam! Bam! Yeah. So okay, go fuck yourself. I am curious about this part. It's a technicality, and that's why I didn't really focus on it. it didn't really ruin the movie for me. But they cut the fiber line. They were doing it over a cell cell network. So why didn't they just do it? From where we're selling that work, wherever the hell they were at the start. Well, they, they were fiber octave, fiber octave, uh, fiber optics. Give them like a bigger chunk done before they cut. The like, yeah, remember they, they were in the office like, like five minutes. They, he's like, they cut the fi- fiber line. How much time do we have left? Eight minutes. Because yeah. because they cut the fiber line. And I also answered like, my own question. To go mobile. I also answered my own questions because actually they needed Buddy's key card too. If you remember, he shoved him against the thing and oh, put yeah. his key card yeah. in. So that's he looks at his key card before he even says, yeah. "Oh really? Why are you?" And then there? he's got this really nice exchange with that courier guy. He fucking takes the helmet. He's, he's like, "Thank you." I wanted to ask you: Do you recognize any significance with the courier? Your outfit that Bane's wearing on the back, they have a really good close up of him, and it says DCS. I saw that, I don't know. And I thought DC Comics, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's the connection. I mean, it's kind of reaching, but like. Yeah, I, know, I, was, I was reading on my. Is that going to be a reference? I, was trying, it's I, 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 I googled it and everything, and nobody quite had like a solid lead on it. Yeah, so I was wondering what the reference was there. Nolan maybe knows, but so big, big bike escape. <laughs> this time we're drinking with him. We'll have to ask. Yeah. It. Sure enough, the the police force can't chase because there's all these fucking construction trucks that are in the way, which play out a little bit later. Well, and even Plus when they hostages. do start following, the the bikes have hostages attached to them. Yeah, they're like yes. fucking like. Well, then cues one of guys. my fucking favorite scenes when the the it starts. The Batman go, it comes. It's going black. Oh, yeah, and all Buddy says is the old ass one. fat cop. He was from one. Batman Begins, too. You're in for a wild ride tonight. No, no, he's like, what's happening to the lights? Yeah. Like, yeah. So and then he hears oh, the sound. He doesn't even see the bat. He hears the pod bike yeah. or the bat pod or whatever you call it. Yeah. To me, that's, ex- that's exciting. Like, oh. Yeah, and immediately Batman's like right into action, just disabling these guys one after the Such other. Such a funny thing when he uses his like targeted the EMP gun. And that guy shoots it. He just gives him a look. The rookie cop. We missed a big chunk. Sorry, Put though. that thing away before you kill yourself. We missed a huge, <laughs> sorry, so we missed a huge chunk before this all happens. Uh, as Batman f- uh, finally figures out he needs to get on the cowl and go find out what's going on, he puts on the little magic fucking knee brace that, that heals up his knee. 
we get the big fucking speech from Alfred. If oh, you don yeah. this costume again, you are. I'm worried you're gonna die. Well, there's that moment when he's ultra impressed with himself when he kicks some of the brick and it like yeah. disappears into powder. And this, he's like, oh, this I'm, black this worked really what well. What is that? There's a black strap he puts on his knee. He, he removes it, the knee for the to, cane that, one. That's to me, a, to it's me, like a plot device. <laughs> to me, I think it's just <laughs> a, a brick. brick wall. Well, and and it's, 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 it's one directly from the comic books. Like once you get into it. Well, here's one thing. Kingdom Come. He's wearing like a body brace. If everybody, um, if everybody say one little thing Frank here, Miller he's got yeah. the little black strap that puts his knee together. Okay, so let's use it as a plot device to fix your knee together. What I don't understand is they went so far as to imply that with this strap on, he, he can, can kick a brick wall. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't he kick Bane? <laughs> well, he never kicks him. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I don't get that. No, no, that's the point that Alfred makes because he's like, look at Bane. Like he's like practically putting Bruce Wayne's head into the monitor, being, look at this how guy. Fast look at how fast he is. But that's, to be he's fair, that's the after the heist, though. No, he's. That's the before he dons his costume. Before he goes he's out, got the power we missed a big scene. That's him. a big scene. And that brace. Well, it, that it was the gala Bruce where they explained the EMP device in the first place. Cop out. It's not yeah. believe. Because remember, he's he 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 off the uh, photographers. It's all punching, which I'm just like. Oh, and and Miranda Tate actually. That's where Miranda Tate elaborates on the fact that she doesn't think the machine showdown. She doesn't think that the machine is is broken at all. Okay, next. No, we got to keep moving. There's so much. Okay, guys. This is all going to get edited out because. Okay, okay, fucking stay on point then. So sure enough, Batman, uh, what happens is the police get distracted from what they're supposed to be doing and chase Batman instead, which they, allows which was Bane to escape. Because, yeah, they almost had Bane. Yeah. They almost had him. Yeah. Bane was right there within the So Bane the gets away. Meanwhile, we notice that Daggett's watching everything that's happened. Meanwhile, as Daggett's watching everything happening, you know, it's like, oh, Bane was successful because they're chasing Batman. And Batman's able to escape with the fucking... Batman returns. With fucking, so like, the Batman... That was, Batman, the that was bat. written on, right on the thing. I was like, yeah, Batman and, returns. And meanwhile, while all this is happening, Catwoman was breaking into Daggett's because she, she wanted her, her clean prize. Slate. So anyway, what happens is... Um, uh, Daggett's like uh, well should we summarize just really quickly what Catwoman was looking for so we don't have to ever come back to it the whole the c- c- clean slate program I find is the weakest point of the movie well but no it's what's interesting is the second watch it. made it better for me the yeah. second watch made it better no, for it, me I get how it's tied in but I still find but I also it like how, how the guy's like we, that doesn't exist like it's not a real thing I bought thing. the company that was get it, it. Not there. my first my first reference my first reference to that was why did, she, why did he give her a USB stick <laughs> Well, my my first reference to that was like, it's like that doesn't that's not a real thing. And then like later on, he's like, it's not a fucking real thing, you idiot. <laughs> but so, it was a real thing. Yeah, Bruce it, Wayne. He bought it before Daggett got his hands Daggett on it because it was such a dangerous program. He even talks about it throughout the thing. He goes, "One man's tool is another man's weapon." Daggett talks about it. Daggett seems like he was the one that kind of pushed Bruce Wayne to purchase that company. Yeah, and Bruce Wayne Enterprises rather, and Bruce Wayne clandestinely, you know, took the program, took it, and then they bought the company, and then the and then the company's like, "We lied." So what happens? So what happens is Catwoman Catwoman tries to get at Daggett. Uh, it, before she can get at him, there's mercenaries there. They chase her to the roof. Oh. She's surrounded. She's got Daggett by gunpoint. She's like, I'll fucking I kill love him. the knife And then all of a sudden, they Batman, don't care. He's oh like, they know and they don't care. And then they... There's our first we get epic the first time scene. we get a Catwoman fucking... <clears throat> Batman fighting like, hand, side to side. But she's shooting people. She's got a gun and she's shooting. Yeah, she's shooting people. And immediately, Batman <laughs> kicks the gun out of her hand. 
with his super hydraulic leg. Yeah, he says no. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, no guns. No, no guns. Killing. No one dies. No guns. No killing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, the "What's the fun in that?" Yeah. So they barely escape Bane and his men because they were seriously outnumbered. You see the bat for the first time. Yeah, the bat escapes. You know. Well, the second time. The first she time says, thanks for the ride. They have their little exchange yeah. there. And then the great moment where he looks up at the helicopter. She's gone, and he's like, huh. So that's so what that, that feels like. like. Oh, I God. love that every, part. Both times watching it, the theater erupted, erupted. in laughter. It's yeah. pretty funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Smith made yeah. a point where he's like, why did he say that out loud in the Batman voice? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> because he's in character. Yeah, so what happens is uh, Bruce Wayne returns. <laughs> now that he knows... He knows that Daggett's associated to the theft of his fingerprints. He returns to the Batcave. Him and Alfred have an exchange where Alfred is sick of it. He's sick of the uh, uh, of uh, Batman. Be- him being Batman, Cute, probably one of the most heavy. Scenes it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Like I oh. teared up because essentially uh, I didn't want you. To finally. The weight of uh, the weight of the lie has just gone to Alfred, and Alfred admits what happened with Rachel. The note. The note. No, no, no. Hold on. Wait, yeah. Well, we met, once again we even we touched on it with the, the whole magic leg brace, but then uh, Alfred says you are going to get yourself killed doing this. And, and my says, but what worries me is that you're going to is that you want to. And then that's when he goes on to I'm um, Adlibin, of course, where he explains like, yeah, I've tolerated, I put up with it, I've tried to help you so you wouldn't die. Said, but bones, something but is going to be, something's going to happen. Well, he's at his don't. Lip. Do this, and then he said, "Here's what I hoped. And like, I hope you wouldn't come back. You're right, I would it always wasn't in the movie. I would. It wasn't, was it? He's like, I always. Uh, every time that you were you're gone right, for those yeah. seven years before I came back, when I was going on vacation before every year Batman, to Florence, all of this. Yeah. yeah, and I, I would hope you never came back, and you came back. He specifies I love the Bruce Bruce nothing reaction here. on his yeah, face when he hears that line. Yeah. This is before the Rachel. This is before the whole Rachel thing. This is when he was actually talking about his his dream of what he always wanted to happen. I just see you. You see me. You're happy. I'm happy. You're not in Gotham. We he doesn't, talk to he doesn't make up his mind until Bruce Wayne just casually is just like, get this to Gordon. As if Alfred's going to help him as he always has. And yeah. then he's like, well, I will get this to Gordon. But, but, but that's the but last thing. And then I walk out. Do that, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's afterwards. That's when he but makes the ultimatum. And then you know he says, you know, it's like, we know I Alfred, wanted you to be happy. He's like, I had my plan. It was with Rachel. She's it's, dead. Yeah. Right? And then he explains exactly why yeah, he is where he's at. And he's like, well, the reason why I'm here is because uh, the reason why I haven't moved on eight years is because Rachel didn't move on and she's dead now. And then Alfred's like, oh shit, I oh, put him God. in this eight year stint. I'm gonna tear up again. Well, no, and yeah. and Alfred plays a very like to me there wasn't enough Alfred in this fucking movie. No, but, but here this purpose. is important though. This what happens is at this point. Keep in mind, we just had a, 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 a stock exchange heist, right? At this point, this movie stops being the Dark Knight. This is this Alfred. Is Alfred is the, the audience rises. at this point, and this is where shit gets real. He's the at this thematic point. character. Right? What happens is, well, he's th- done his background. He's researched Bane. He's Batman told. is going to start getting disarmed from this. Uh, he's this a member point of League on. of Shadows. So what, what ends up happening is falls the movie. Yeah, everything will fall apart to lead to uh, the the huge third act. We're Alfred in this narrative. We leave because what everyone was expecting is crime drama, Dark Knight. He's stopping some sort of fucking huge financial heist or some sort of plot to demise uh, some sort of government. That's what he's doing, right? He's got a plan. But that's not the case in the movie. Yeah, and so because that's the Batman we know. Batman plans. But not the Batman we deserve. (laughs) But the thing is, that's the price price that's paid to, to have that lie, right? And so, you know, they have this exchange where, you know, Alfred tells him that he kept the 
the note from him, and and Bruce simply just tells him that you know it's like how could you destroy my world and expect well, us to shake you? hands? How dare, how dare you? Dare you? Right yeah. And and Alfred knows he's like I know what this means. He's like be mad at me all you want. <laughs> no, no, I know what this means. It means that you you hate me if this stops you oh, from going out. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the best lines, in but the it movie also is means what Alfred says he's like why can't we let the truth have its day? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and he says he's like, it, it, but it also means this. Like, this is my this was my ace in the hole. This is my last chance to. I, I can't. I, obviously, my words aren't working. This action this might stop hopefully you from stop going you out. from being Batman. Yep. And, and it doesn't. Then maybe and, my lead. And Bruce will. simply says and goodbye, really Alfred. Important. Yeah, yeah, and then immediately after, wakes up the next morning. Alfred, I love to make the joke how like he Lucius uh, Lucius opens the door. He goes. You're answering your own door? Yeah. yeah I was I like, ah. And I love how, like, hey, so right there we see the first discernment of Bruce Wayne. The heist went through, Bruce Wayne's broke. And that's when Lucius even said, he's like, dead broke. We might be able to get him for fraud, but in a couple of years. What happened for now? Underneath the surface was they used his fingerprints, which Catwoman lifted from his safe, to. Confirmed. Verify yeah. that he bought a bunch of options that, that fell through yeah. in the night, and literally, they, they have that great caption where Miranda comes over to the house fortuitously, and uh, there's the um, well, Miranda comes over after the show of the reactor. Yeah, right. The whole thing but was Lucius like Lucius like this is from billionaire to bum. Yeah, well, Lucius. That's when you show him the paper, and Lucius gets like, kicked out of the board. Need, but they they yeah, have to. We get need on we side. need to have someone other than Daggett take over the company because Lucius is going to be gone because the company's gone. And Bruce Wayne yeah. is, doesn't have his control of his own company. But then have someone else. Very soon is revealed as a pawn by Bane. Yeah. Uh, that's there is. Shortly after that, yeah. You think Daggett's a big player, and Fuck Bane. No. He's oh, not. that scene is so great when he lays his hand gently on Daggett's uh, shoulder. It's like, do you think your money matters to me? You have power. No, no. Do you feel in control? I'm in control. Do you feel in control? And then he like pays you a small fortune. And this gives you power? Does this? This gives you power over me. He puts his hand on Buddy's shoulder, right? He tells the assistant to leave. He puts his hand on Dagger's shoulder and he goes, Do you feel like you're in control? And the Dagger looks at him and says, Not even grabbing him, he's just touching him. And Dagger looks at him and says, But I've paid you a small fortune. And Bane looks confused and goes, and this gives you power over me. Yeah, and he's like, oh, "You're evil." He's like, so "I am a necessary good. evil." You, you are, your I'm fortune, necessary. No, your, was it your resources here to your, end the borrowed infrastructure yeah. have been very useful to yeah. us? And then fucking squishes his face. Yeah, and then no, no, he says like, "Here and, to, here to end the borrowed uh, Gotham's borrowed time or something." No, something? I'm, I'm here. Uh, uh, what I'm are Gotham, you? A necessary evil. No, no, I'm, I'm a necessary evil. Yeah, I'm a necessary evil. I am Gotham's reckoning. I am here to uh, live off the bar. No. I'm here to take back the borrowed time you've all been living on. Mm-hmm. Did like, anyone else think that was Bruce Wayne in the trailer, though? When he's like, what I thought that was Bruce Wayne, you? too, in the trailer, yeah. No, no. I knew it was someone else. I thought it was Bruce Wayne. I thought, was, I thought it was Bruce Wayne. I wasn't yeah. sure it was Bane. So sure enough, Mar- Miranda sleeps with Bane. We're skipping over shit Which is now. another moment where yeah. the walls of Bruce Wayne slash Batman are Wait. Well, keep in mind, Wait, everyone, no, everyone says that happens. she with him after she figures out the fusion thingy? Yes. Yeah. Because after she shows... It's important that the fusion reaction, because it's a Important. Well, they tell her. They, she's they, like, she's like that. Doctor guy's dead now. That's when they bring her down. They bring her down to the fusion reactor. She like, said, "This was your investment. Your investment didn't fail. We yeah, turned we it off because as soon as, 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 as soon as we as soon as we see in the Pavel report that he can turn this machine into a weapon, we shut it down well, because they know because where they were going. Even to. if he's dead, it's only a matter of time. Someone figures does. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fusion yeah, works. This is, this Their is clean a, energy fusion works. Fusion reactor. Remember Spider-Man Two. Fusion is not exactly the power the of the sun thing. in the palm of my hand. <laughs> and, totally. uh, and and Doc and, and, cuts and, the Doc Ock just man. down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing here? 
Lawsuit. <laughs> so, what happens is... She's Miranda Rambo. Hey, 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 get out. Get out of here. Mix of universes. Get out of here. Good so, so, what happens is Miranda goes back and everyone... Uh, a lot, one of the other gripes is, oh, they fucking sleep together so quickly. Like, literally early... That was the, Jen's the, biggest issue. But the night earlier... Fucking uh, Alfred t- broke his entire life knowing that the woman that he had saved himself, he'd loved all this whole time, t- chose Harvey. It's like, yeah. of course he's going to fucking well, sleep with the next girl that I gives him interest. Yeah, what I found was interesting, and I wonder, I, uh, like, if I ever had Nolan he's in a room a with no microphones, I'd ask yeah. him a bunch of questions. And one is maybe if it was on purpose. Let me touch that, it. That was a little <laughs> bit more, well, that was a little bit more in the vein of the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher. Let me see your boobies. Uh, Batmans, where he seems a little bit more James Bond, right? They gave him that, like, he's got yep. a pretty girl on his arm every new, every movie he's got a new pretty girl. And yep. this one, like, I mean, he's, he's hooked on Rachel for the first two yep. movies. And then in this one... He suddenly sleeps with Miranda. I think it's it's totally like a desperation moment. Yeah, and again, it's showing well, the disarmament of the character. How I, yeah. how I put it in my And it serves two purposes. Nothing. Again, Alfred's like, gone. Like he's got every no money. Scene, like, it's, like, it's every like an unworthy Batman. I, right? I wanted to kind of yeah. touch on this one because I watched it with a bunch of people who never read the comics, and then I watched it with the people who have read the comics, and I feel like the, the, the importance of them sleeping together so quickly, kind of within 45 seconds, you've then, bam, summed up. That's, and how else are you going to sum up a relationship as close as you need them to feel like they are for the twist at the end to actually yeah. Yeah. So I, I was just going to say, I was like, you want, to know, take, you want to know my scene. take on it? Is they had the fucking script written and they're like, oh, we got to make that scene where she stabs her at the end more powerful. She fucks her. Yeah, there no, you go. No, no. Uh, the best no, part? No, 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 they do there. two no, different no. things. No, they do the two sex things is, at the same The sex time. is secondary. You know what number one is? The scar we, on we, the back. We fi- yeah, we figure yeah. out that Miranda Tate was not always rich. Yeah, because which she sets says, up she says, the reveal. Yeah, she wasn't well, always yeah. rich. So when I was watching it with when I was yeah. watching it with the comic book friends, they were like, "Oh my god, there's Internet. fucking Talia!" Right? And I was like, yeah. "Sweet!" I kind of <laughs> call it from the trailers because who the fuck's gonna be a random female with well, who's an yeah, actress? It's Talia Al Ghul. That's what I was gonna bring up. Is they give her a red herring to make her potentially poison Ivy because she's so obsessed with this clean energy. Honestly, though. That is actually more of a tie into Ra's al Ghul because Ra's al Ghul, when he appeared in the comics, was an eco terrorist. He was like, the planet has to be returned to its natural state. True, oh, true. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, so balance in order, right? I think, I think, I think we were all in our group, and I <laughs> yeah. think you as well, before going into the movie, we thought it was the Now, before that, Alfred did that make have... a mention about Bane. He said that, that the rumors about Bane are that he was raised in a pit in the middle of fuck hell, knows hell where. Yeah, and secondly, that once he left that pit, he was trained by Ra's al Ghul, but then he was excommunicated. And any man who's too... Uh, any man who is raised al Ghul is not someone to be trifled with, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, so, this, this so right there, I'm like, like, I'm starting to get excited, right? Trifled with anyone? God damn it! So I'm Charlie getting excited because I'm like, okay, this that means that cool. he's been he's been trained the same way as Batman, right? So so he fucks uh, Tate. Yep, yeah. and literally just fucking rubs, al Ghul. R- rubs it off and, and, and rubs that, it off in her ass, and then decides to go fight some fucking. We missed the scene where he spoke. I was just trying to add that little thing in there because it's also a big gripe about these movies is like well there's there's certain gripes about how well it's not enough like the comics or it's not enough it's not far enough away from the comics we were trying to accommodate both the comic audience and the non-comic readers right so my parents were did not read the comics they did not know any of these characters besides the fact that besides like the Tim Burton movies right so this scene happens and that actually leads to the reveal near the end my mom was like holy shit that's the son of that's the kid of Raz al Ghul I was like fuck yes, yes. It well, gives yeah. my friend, my friend yes, and I was, yeah. my friend and I who watched the scene we saw the scar we're like 
That's Talia. Mm. So yeah, that scene did two things all in one. Very quick, yeah. Because he's got scars too, right? Well, it was huge for me because I had no idea, right? Like, I've never read the comics. I don't read the comics either. I'm just a movie nerd, right? Well, if anything, I was... I got irked at the fact that they're like when they started referencing Bane as as Rage's son. I'm like, they're compromising, they're yeah. compromising, and then that's why I felt so satisfying at the end, right? Yeah. When they reveal, yeah. Even well, though they've shown, and that's the kid, that's another element. They've shown the child, the comic readers, the and the viewers. Right? It's just yeah. we told just you his short hair and, and all. Watching yeah. it the second time, her guardian is big and beefy. Yeah, yeah. And his face is covered. Yeah. I'm like, it's so obvious, but it's yeah. like a sixth sense moment where you're like, uh... yeah, yeah. Once <laughs> once it's laid out, it's all there. My parents clued into it the second before. She stabbed him. She goes, "Wait a second. So if he's, who the fuck is the protect? Bane's the protect. I mean, she has to be stabbed. Ha! There. <laughs> so they have. Like, so, nice. So they have sex. <laughs> and she's like, "Let's just go away together. Let's let's you know. Let, I can't. I, I gotta, can. do, I gotta go do something tonight. You can uh, you ever. can call yourself a cow home, right? He makes it sound. I'm kind of broken. By yourself. He makes it sound though like he's just gonna be like, "I'll be back in a I'll be back in a couple hours, baby." I forgot what I was gonna say. Like he literally makes it like this is where. Why does this happen every time? I like the fucking cockiness of Bruce. Like this point, where it's, uh, this is what Alvar was warning him about. Well, honestly, I don't he, think it's cockiness. I think it, it's it's a it's a fear reaction, desperation. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like he made it sound like he was just going to go destroy Bane, be back home in time for some fucking sloppy seconds. Well, I like, think that's exactly. No, I, don't, what, I don't feel that. I feel that he's just like, well, what does everybody fucking want from me? They don't want Bruce Wayne to be a shut in. They don't want Batman around. But yet, Gordon wants Batman because he's talking about this yeah. evil. He's like, what does everybody fucking want well, from me? At least this yeah. chick wants my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try and be the Batman. Yeah. Well, no, to, do, to right? me, I got yes. the impression that he, like, that's why he oh, went to Catwoman after, and he's like, oh, my powerful friend, if you can guide him to Bane, my powerful friend would give you his, give you what you always wanted, give you your clean slate. And, and like, to me, just the way he made, well, it, I got the impression that he's like, oh, I'm just going to go beat Bane, and everyone, good script, everyone says, like, I can't, I'm fucking, I'm out of the game, I can't do yeah. this, I'm going to show Alfred, I'm just going to go beat Bane. Yeah, I'm good good before, well, two movies now. There's a great line that Catwoman says, yeah. too, in the subway, when he says, like, take me to Bane. She's like, you asked? Yeah, yeah you asked for it. Yeah. yeah. Asked. So then they go to this really cool montage where they're it taking is. down all these mercenaries oh, that on the way down. that was fucking He's behind you. Behind you. Oh. Who is? Me. Call back to begins <laughs> yeah. again. Uh, so, so good. So the, he, she, he goes into one of the, 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 the big fucking chasm in the middle of the fucking sewer. Fucking gate closes on him. Yeah, you can see. Like, I remember Wait, the second watch. You can see your head. Once again, button. the Hans Zimmer score stops. Yeah, and, dead and, and Catwoman silent. basically explains oh, that. What are you doing? Or no, you've made a big the, mistake. The League, My favorite part. The League wants to kill her, so she's giving them Batman so, so they that they'll her. get her off her back. You made a terrible mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when she said she's like, I had to do what I had to do what I could to for them not to kill her. No, Bane actually yeah, not interrupts. Not as big them. as the mistake yeah. you've made. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Wayne. And then uh Bane. Yeah. And he's like, We don't need to stand on ceremony here. Bruce Wayne Mr. and then it shows Mr. and Catwoman's like oh Wayne. fuck oh and, it shows and then Catwoman's just like oh that's his friend yeah. he's talking about himself she goes oh <laughs> man I just fucked up now so what? It was, she stays it, to watch. I, I love how she stays to watch. It's when I was watching, she, watch. she punishes herself by watching. Yeah, punished. Yeah. 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 Well, she's kind of. I think she was kind of rooting for him. She was hoping him. that he'd be yeah. able to pull it off, right? But she doesn't. So she doesn't. Brutal. She doesn't flinch. She doesn't turn away until like so they literally drag. We get the first scene. It's fucking. It's Bane versus oh. Batman. It's when the, I was watching. It's, the scene. it's the ones from the trailer that I remember. I'll never forget when the trailer, the first teaser got released, and Tito was just like, "Who's that guy watching? Who's that guy watching? Gonna be broken? What's gonna happen? Yeah, and because music. Music stops. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, what what ensues is Batman defending himself from the beating of his life from Bane. Well, no, he gets well, Bane went to the upper hand a few times. Well, and one line went through my head as I watched this scene, and it was from The Dark Knight when the Joker says, uh, "What happens when an unstoppable force meets, meets an, an immovable object?" object. Oh, and I've, just, yeah. and I, and I've described this fight scene as like, trying to watch oh. a man punch a, a mountain in half. Yeah. It just doesn't fucking happen. But he doesn't stop. Yeah. And Bane has a great line there too because at first he says that line where he's just like, "Well, peace is weak." You. Victory has defeated you. Yeah. Yeah. But then afterwards, right before he's about to win, he tells me he's just like, "You fight like a young man with nothing held back." Well, he's like, "I appreciate that, yeah, but it's all for nothing." You yeah, know? and then he sees the thing about well, I was wondering what I, what was going to break. You fight. First. No, 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 hang on, hang on. Before that, he no, oh, my fucking line. My favorite fucking line in the entire movie. Batman is on the ropes, and he decides to do the Batman thing. Which is, he throws his smoke immediately. I was like, what are you doing? And this is me at the edge of my seat. He's like, theatricality and deception. Powerful agents against the uninitiated. But we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? Members of the League of Shadows. And then he grabs him, and he's like... And like you betrayed us, right? I love how well the entire time yeah. you Yeah, and then he's like, "I am the League of Shadows," and then he does this fucking brilliant move where where he drops Batman and Bat- he's like, "I am the League of Shadows," and then he like opens his arms and he's like, "Here to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny," and I'm just, fu- oh my god, I was yeah. just like. Holy fucking shit! This is this was the moment <laughs> I wanted to happen. But did you not clue in when well, Alfred said he was? No, I know. Oh. But all, from at that point, all he, I knew he was says, he's like, he was you trained hear the rumors by Rachel Cool. Rain, of, about that was cool. Reference it. That was uh, that would have been enough. But then we, we were real. Not only has was he trained, he's fucking fulfilling. He's there he to finish what Rachel Cool. Yeah. Like he's he's quote unquote yeah. the leader. But the thing is, the, right there, there's one one a uh, one little question that, that later gets answered. He's a believer, but the thing is, why is he? Why is he so such believer in yeah, Rachel no. Gould? That and, needed to be explained. Yeah, no, and it does. If he got kicked out, then like, why is he back, so back, determined? Back, 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 back. When when he's sitting in the cave and he's trying to find out who the heck Selena Kyle is, mm-hmm. Alfred goes, "Well, who's controlling Bang? Like, exactly. who's doing it?" And, and he I never pulls picked it. that yeah, up yeah, until yeah. the second time, and I'm like, "Yeah, you motherfucker!" And you he pulls another time. like Joker because in the in Batman uh, or not Batman, but uh, in the Dark Knight, when he says Joker can wait, one man or the whole mob. You know, yep. he kind of pulls out with Bane again too. He's because like, Alfred's like, well, what happens when you've got to fight Bane? He's like, well, I'll fight harder. I always have yeah. to fight harder. That's, yeah. Yeah. And he just takes it for granted. He's like, I'll just beat him. This that's what, that's what I do. This comes in. Here's right? something like, awesome. There's two. Alfred saying, uh, honestly, "You will not win against I don't, Bane." I don't think that's cockiness. Yeah. I think that's fear. I think right. it, it's honestly like it's fear of what? If he huh? was fear, he wouldn't fight him. Fear of succeeding. Well, Batman Bru- uh, jumps well, into yeah, fear yeah, face Alfred first. That's his whole thing. That's his whole thing. Like the bats, he's he's wearing his fear. He's like, I. I have to. I'm so either going to fight Bane and die trying. Or I think I'm he jumps in because at well. first he conquered his right. fears, but yeah, now he's just giving into them. But no, that's no, that's good too because that's the whole reason why the death scene. Like you are not afraid of death, so that's the whole thing too. Was well, so, okay. Well, I'm going to go fight yeah, Bane and if I Batman die. Was fully. He doesn't fear fight. death. He fears failing. Well, yeah. yeah, he was what, fully what, prepared to die. What and I, while Alfred even says that, he's like, "I'm afraid he'd that rather die than fail." Die. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What I and found so very interesting makes is, the worst happen. It was on, it was a YouTube comment that actually brought my attention to this, uh, and I kind of wish that I'd figured it out for myself. These three themes are, are prevalent in all three of these in the trilogy, but the prevalent theme for the first one is fear. Yep. Second one is chaos, and the third one is pain. 
Although yeah. fear and chaos are still involved in all three of them, pain the is like movies, the yeah. and it's, all three it's movies have physical the elements, pain. But one is more yeah, more, physical yeah, pain for prominent. Bane's mask, plus yeah. also emotional pain for Batman and Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. and yeah. for Alfred. So right, right before, essentially after the after basically the big reveal about Rachel Ghoul, Batman tries another thing. He's got a belt EMP where Turns he off shuts off all the lights. Oh, and this part's so good. Yeah, oh, and he, he basically man. I don't the remember this one exactly, but he basically oh, I remember what he says. You think that the shadows are your ally? Doing a Bane voice, oh. so I want to do one here. Yeah. Okay. All right, give okay. me the Todd's okay. special. It's just it's like <laughs> you think the darkness is your ally, but I you was merely born. adopted it. Oh, yeah. I was born yeah. in it. You wouldn't even let me have the full thing. <laughs> <laughs> you messed it up. You fucked it up, God. <laughs> I watched the movie good. No, you guys know how I paid so much attention in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> I was raised by the darkness, molded by it. I did not see the and light he, until, until I was, I was a man. Uh, until I was a man. By then, it was. He says blight because blight is is what's it called? Um, a painful light, right? Right. So it's like so essentially for him as he grabs b- yeah. Batman out of the shadow, blight yes, directly yeah. out of the. Which shadow. oddly enough, and the way he delivers like, blight, is standing there. <laughs> What I fucking love is the entire time you hear Bane talk up until this point, he sounds slightly comedic in a way. Like, even when he says, mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm going to crash the plane with no survivors. I'm like, why is that hilarious? That just sounds The funny. way he said that is the way he made, like, a it's, fucking it's, little cigarette. I think it's just the juxtaposition. He high points in his voice. Even when he says, this conversation. Of course. Do you think you're in charge? No. If I was the CIA agent, I'd be like, really? Why are you doing that But then, where are drugs going? Yeah. I, I, I thought he was on a kind of slightly on, on, the, on the verge of, you know, insanity. <laughs> Comedic <future>. performance. <laughs> yeah. And Until I was like, why scene, is this funny? Right? And then this scene where he's like, and then I am a part of the League of Shadows. Oh. And then he like goes Shadows. fucking ape shit. I was like, yeah. and <laughs> then he pulls his classic Bane <laughs> move where he's just like, I will show you. I will show you what our plan is. And, and then, then I will break you. Yeah. And, and then. Yeah. And then pops boom, the boom, pops the bomb. Go off. He does so many. A tumbler like, falls oh, down. He has so many ultimatum moments too. He's like, yeah. he's like, and then I'm gonna break you. Your precious armor, generously. What is it? Generously. He tells him the plan. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then so I will break good. you. And then the tumbler falls and down. That's and that's like, precious armor. He starts fucking trying blindly and screaming. And then Bane simply says, "I was wondering what would break after he's broke his mask." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that happened with the 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 blight. Yeah. Yeah. And then he starts smashing his head in. But Batman comes up with the broken yeah. mask. And yeah, and then, and then he's and he's like, I was wondering what would break first, oh, your spirit, and then he or your grabs him or your, or your body. body. Boom! Oh, just fucking just breaks oh. his back. Batman. And then so good. Direct. Extreme close-up to Selena Kyle's eyes at the last moment that yeah. you see her in that scene, re- the realizing the full like extent of what she's just going, done. Like yeah, the and, and the, the cut, interesting enough, the cut after that so moment is Selena Kyle getting the fuck out of Gotham. <laughs> she's yeah. like, yeah, I am done with this shit, to. dear Jesus Christ. Yeah, and she's and stopped she by John caught. Blake. I was looking for a friend of mine. That was actually Wayne. that was actually a good fucking that was a good scene know. too, right? It's just she's not looking at him. She's like staring off to the side, right? And she's like, "If you would be, uh, you would run too. If you were, if you knew what I saw, or you, you like, we, be we can protect of him. you." And she's see what I saw last night. Perfect eye roll when yeah. he's like, "We can protect you." Yeah. She's like, uh, "Yeah, fuck off." He just looks at her He asks, "What do you know?" And she says, "I know you should be afraid of him as I am." Yeah, and Blake actually agrees with her, which shows he. He's losing confidence in the police force, right? Cause, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she eye rolls and he's like, well, well the entire okay. time, he loses a lot of faith throughout the movie. Foley. 
who is not a corrupt cop. He is now, the cop. The police force used to be cop. corrupt. Now they're lazy. Well, he's part of the new guard. He's he's ne- he was yeah, never they, part they of what happened with the Joker, so he doesn't understand the, the shit he, that's... Yeah. His busy day is chasing down library books. Uh, exactly. not, not boats of hostages. Yeah, he, so was, then, he was always, this is peacetime. Right? So sure enough, yeah, he wanted, oh, Bruce Wayne is being dropped in a pit. Oddly enough, this pit... What happened to him, I don't know, right? I don't know if he's dead. Yeah, but what something else goes on, isn't it? Like, uh, how does Blake become detective again? He, oh no, he he comes in with the plant because Daggett He's is killed. Gordon shit. No, Daggett is killed by right. Bane, and yeah. then after Daggett's killed, he comes in to Tells Gordon. to Gordon. Daggett's he's like, Gordon by Daggett. the way, Daggett's dead, and I was looking into all these permits, and he's got a lot of underground sewer. And that's when Gordon was and, just like, uh, why, subway he construction. Looks like Buddy, and the second the commander, where did like, you why, get? Why aren't yeah. you doing anything? Like this guy's giving me updates. He asks right? him, how far did you get with the su- subways? <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh, uh, well, we don't. Oh, need they still don't believe. We don't need that many hotheads in this. Oh, the, 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 the masked man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Gordon's just like, well, you can lose your. And that's when he's like, you, you can lose your uniform. You're one of mine now. And you're one of mine now. We need more hotheads. Yeah. And, and uh, he's like, don't you don't don't believe, in believe in coincidences anymore? anymore. Yeah. So, so then we we uh, after the scene in the airport, we cut to uh, Bruce Wayne is being dragged across the desert, dropped into a pit. Pit. Yeah, and which is actually Bane's there. Yeah, and so basically, Bane. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and interesting enough, like uh, I was talking with this uh, with Zach earlier, like the pit is is an analogy for the well, uh, the well that a young Bruce Wayne. Found. And they show that direct Big cut time. too, which I'm glad they showed yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce and then, Thomas Bruce. Oh, that great voice over too of the. Why do we fall? And yeah, then and he wakes up from his nightmare. Wait, yeah. but so, the whole time Bruce is in there, it's light in there and. But Bane's lying out his fucking ass. That's the thing. Is Bane's like I was born in darkness, and it feeds into the it feeds into the rumors, right? It feeds into the theatricality and deception. Yeah, but, but at the end, he's just like, "How did you get out of there?" Because I never did. I don't think you know? he was lying. Yeah. I just think it was all metaphorically, right? Like, well, no, I think it's because he. Never, I was born in a fucking their, their prison. Their source of light was so high up, right? Like they never really got sunshine, right? Because what yeah. Bane was said was one hundred percent true. Like he's like, "What gives you hope?" Like literally, it looks like it's a fucking little oh, John when, up to climb up. That's so great. What he gives says, you hope? How you break a person. Is because you give them hope. The concept of escape is so simple. Like he says, yeah. many climb men have dreamed. Leave. It's just so simple. You just climb. Yeah. But yeah. like the semen, the semen with uncontrollable thirst, looking to seawater to quench. Yeah. yeah. Many people have died. Trying. So he goes into that, that was a good name. Yeah, that was one of my favorites in that prison. When he's and, then, and then he does the big quote from the trailer, yeah. where where he when basically says he's, go- he's going to give the people of Gotham hope. Right. False yeah. hope. And False he, hope. Yeah, Tell him this he, is a liberation when it's a fucking execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he said, and he's like, and then when Gotham is in ashes, you have my permission to. Well, die. that's because Bruce wakes up, or Bruce, and then he does a, the biggest dick move in the movie to on. get up. He like grabs Bruce by the chest, yeah, pushes on him, and just fucking crushes his <laughs> spine further. The back. And then there's Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good monologue, right? Because like for those that are following along with us, and if you are, fucking kudos. kudos. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you have to have seen the movie. The, uh, oh but no, like for the first thing is he snaps out of it, right? He sees Bane. He's like, "Why didn't you just kill me? Uh, you crave or no? You welcome death. It's yeah. not a begging moment, but it's close. It's, it's not it, far yeah. off. I don't think he was. I think he was just asking because we all." 
a fuck like well he was expecting it yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Why didn't he, to like, die. I can't believe he just broke my back like I was almost dead why didn't what's wrong why and then he's, he's like then what torture he's like yes but, but not, not of the body, body but of the, of the soul of the soul yeah. his body's already tortured why the fuck do yeah. I torture more that's yeah. yeah no he he know he knows right and like yeah. and the thing is that's like, a good monologue I think that's gonna go down as one of my favorite big monologues well I mean essentially he's he's it's a big come at me bro moment where he's just like what are you gonna do fucking I've just I've done what no other person no other villain in Gotham could do I I could kill you but I choose not to right so I've broken you physically now I'm gonna but no that's the thing though I could kill you but that's something you want expect and wouldn't affect you you don't fear death you welcome it your punishment must be more more severe you must watch as your city burns so he leaves so he leaves leaving him with TV and prison cell this is the second with a guy being paid to keep him alive instead of killing himself because he even asks he's like uh, how much much to kill me or no the the prison how much would you pay me to kill you they're paying me a lot more to keep you alive yeah Yeah. I already told you and then we start learning about Bane's origin the child in the pit the only one to escape yeah Um, essentially and and the one key you know interesting enough we're making we're making Batman into a Christ figure how many times did Christ fall bearing the cross on his way to his crucifixion three Three. times right so we got you got you got he got it on the third so he only fell twice but his three attempts right he's able to get out of the well on the third attempt but it's the whole you know what and and oddly enough as as much as I knew that was gonna happen I was fucking I welled up in the moment where he fucking caught it no me too me too because it was like the chance the chance of them cheering yeah it wasn't, it wasn't well, Batman who caught that ledge. It was time? Bruce. Yeah. He yeah. makes the leap the last time, and then they all just stop. Yeah. And the blind Bam. doctor is just yeah. listening. Yeah. Like, so good. I'm like, just take the rope off, like, every time. Because I'm like, yeah, you watch it catch. Every yeah. time. You watch it catch. Yeah. In the meantime, fucking <laughs> part two of, of Bane's plan goes into effect, is which is shit really the most the bold. Bold. Let's touch on the fucking broken back, though, because that was kind of a fucked up scene. What? Where he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. how you fix your eyes protruding? Yeah, well, how, why did he put him up there? Did he, did he want? What, you want to check that guy's doctor's doctorate? I do. I want to <laughs> see some credentials. <laughs> okay, oh, I kind of just answered my own question. I was like, why did he help him fix his back? All oh, right, he he's paid, he to, paid keep him, to keep him alive, alive yeah. right? So he's like, he, and that's another thing too is did he, did he break it? If he's he broke keeping himself alive, clothes, the guy's right? earning free yep. money, right? Okay, and this one he just busted up. Same thing happened actually. The disc. The, the, oh, yeah. so he didn't. Tell he me was breaking. Well, he was a paraplegic essentially, right? Like he couldn't walk unless that disc was back in its back in place. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. That's true. So, well, no, yeah, so anyway, and, and so, they have this really great moment where Ray's. I, I wanted right? to see it. I really wanted to see a whole, as part I, of the story where I wanted where, to see the camera pan. They tell the him how the child ended up there. Basically, the child was the child of a, of a, a, a basically a prince, so we a warlord's right? daughter. Who fell in love with the mercenary? We were right though. Liam Neeson was in the movie. It yeah. was a flash. Oh, uh, and and so sure enough, the the mercenary fell in love with her. Tried to get away with her. He was uh, he was going to be condemned to the pit, but at the last minute, he is allowed to leave. Ne- just told to leave and without any explanation. So he, he he's oh I've been exiled. So he leaves, but without knowing his love. If, because she loved him so much, she put herself in the pit in his place where she was with child. And I, I, I really that that line kind of irks me because I think the guy fucked up the line where he's like, he's like, she was with child, and he's like, the, the mercenary's child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one's just like, okay, come on, come on, come on. So the, there's no confusing. She was locked up by someone else. The, um, and so, well, no, it's kind of interesting. Like I was reading online about the whole Liam Neeson thing and how he made the appearance. Yeah. Apparently, he filmed that separately and they just inputted him into the scene. Yeah. And so, oddly enough, what happens is Liam ne- uh, as Batman's fucking dangling from the rope he's in excruciating pain, yeah. he hallucinates and he sees Rajal Ghul, and and that's why he assumes that, that he makes the association that immortality is is more than just yeah, being yeah. alive. Well. Yeah, Beautiful. I'm immortal because you're alive. And right there, I'm uh, right there. I'm like, this well is not. This pit is not just the analogy for the well. It's an adaptation for the, the Lazarus, Lazarus pit. pit. Yep. Yeah. It's it, uh, uh, the 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 That's heir of Rajal Ghul is reborn through the pit, which would make sense because they are in the desert and there's a bunch of water in the bottom. Yeah, every of it. single person who ever leaves that pit is a different person and reborn than when they went in. Yeah. But notice that too. There's a bunch of water at the bottom of it. It makes sense because like. They're in the desert. Why is there a bunch of water in the bottom of the pit? Well, that's probably why it you existed dig, in the first place. Yeah, you dig, uh, There's you probably dig a well for, for, water well for water in the right. first place that became a prison. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, beautifully done right before, right at, before he makes the leap for, for the thing. Just fucking bats come out of the fucking... Uh, yeah, that was awesome, actually. But in yeah. the meantime, what's given him the strength to fight and given him the anger to fix himself is, the is crazy what he's been watching. Going through yeah, Gotham. we haven't even touched but also, on the like, Gotham they're, rogues. They're explaining, they're explaining shit, too. The doctor's going through the, you must fear yeah. death. And you must fear death, right? This like, is a callback. Call and he says, he's like, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of dying yeah. here while my city burns. It's, the yeah. rope, Alfred. That's that's exactly why Alfred. Oh to man, be. yeah. It was supposed what? to be Bruce Wayne needed. His father helped him out of the well. Alfred's been helping him this whole time. Mm-hmm. He's always had someone he there to for cut him. Off the rope. This is the first time that <laughs> he's done it on his own. Fucking shit! This is the first. What the hell happened here? This is the first time that Batman is completely on his own, and Bruce Wayne is the one that makes it out of the well. Oh right. <laughs> Batman with none of his resources okay. and none of his money. I can't believe I'm fucking. Sorry, I'm trying not to like tear up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the vein in your forehead. It's such a fucking beautiful moment. The it's so that, good like, that it's well, like well, fucking and and that's oh why that's why I wish that he, Bruce Wayne wasn't told to do it without the rope. I wish he'd come up with. He, that yeah, that's that's yeah. my only qualm with the yeah. whole movie is I wish he'd well, been offered the I rope and declined. Doc, I wish yeah. the doctor had said just along the lines of you need to because do it as the child did it as the child did it and then and then it clicks for him there right. Yeah. Well, that's that's exactly it. The connection is that you know you have to. He keeps saying you have fear, and Bruce Wayne's like, I don't have fucking fear. And up until that point, you honestly believe Batman is not afraid of anything. Yeah. Because right? that's what he keeps but, saying. But because he keeps tying the rope around the his waist, you is, know he's cause afraid. Because you, you know, yeah. I'm, everyone yeah. Yeah. it's painfully obvious when you watch it again, right? Yeah. yeah. But like, it, but you've, you, I'm sure you've had a conversation with someone where you're just like, I'm not afraid of anything, and then you do something instinctually that is seatbelt. Yeah. 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 Your seatbelt in your car is based out of fear. Yeah. Yeah, and then you quit and, so, and that'll that, that, and oddly enough, they're himself. they're one and the same though. The fear of death gives you the will to live, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. which will make you fight harder. Yeah, and okay, so meanwhile, we're, we're skipping over the fact that meanwhile in Gotham, five months shit has hit the fucking. Yeah. Well, what happens is as soon as he's gotten rid of Batman, there's this beautiful moment where essentially they've decided to emerge from the sewers. They go to the Gotham Stadium. And <sighs> like as soon as the kid's done singing, oh, yeah, the kid, he's like, "What a lovely, lovely, lovely voice, so, lovely, yeah. lovely voice." Yeah, and then 
you know, he comes he comes out. He doesn't get it. Well, he, he fucking, <laughs> he just hits the trigger. Not a, And we all thought, okay, he's going to blow up a, fo- a football field. Because that's point. in the trailer. He fucking uh, destroys Gotham. Like, all of the bridges are blown apart. After trapping 3,000 cops in, yeah. that, in the it, sewer system where he was originally. Perfectly timed, yeah. Where so, he was originally located and, and doing the operation out of. But that's why they're all searching. Yeah. He's not there anymore. The plan's already in motion. Yeah, exactly. Trapped, in one move, he traps 3,000 3, 3, 3, cops, cops and a, a blow loaded police force, right? Because of the Arden Act. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking crashes. He got the entire city trapped in this circle of just... And only Heinz cavern. Ward is alive after the, the yeah. um, Gotham rogues now, and now we, we Rapid got, City we, Now, we got to remember one monuments. other thing that we left out was the fact that before this, they've already weaponized the uh, yeah. the, the unit, right? They, they, they show Pavel, it to the world at this point. They took Pavel and they're dragging the bomb out there and he basically goes on this spiel about basically giving the people false hope. He's like, yeah. how this is the instrument of their liberation. Take back this your city. Yeah. 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 And then he's like, this is the only guy that can disarm the bomb, crack. And then just and kills the trigger him. Man. Not even with a fucking gun. He's just like, I'm going to snap necks yeah. up in this bitch. <laughs> and so identify yourself. And he also uh, tells them that the trigger to the bomb isn't even in his hands. It's a, a citizen of a Gotham. Random citizen. So they're like, killing me is not going to do you any fucking good at this point. So yeah. one unsung hero. Yeah, and random of course Gotham Batman's Heights. watching all this happen yeah. at the same time. Uh, in in five months, uh, and this is uh, one. Uh, a lot of people say, well, things get a little hokey. But the thing is, this is right out of the comics. There's a plot called No Man's Land where uh, an earthquake destroys most of Gotham and the gangs and all these supervillains. T- like they carve out Gotham, and Batman literally has to like it, it, Gotham is descended to chaos, and Batman has to basically like bring everything back in order. It gets so serious in the comics. Superman shows up and realizes that he's doing more harm than good being there because of the fact that yeah what ends up happening is him being there like everyone has has fallen to such a criminal society at that point where where they're they don't want superman to save them at that point right so it's really well done the uh, no man's land uh, comic book arc that parallels the the fall of gotham because yeah. the, the two there's the two there's the no man's land and then there's the nightfall where nightfall, he comes which is back the after 10 yeah. years yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, sorry the, the two the of them are fused into this movie. it's kind of cute uh, I was I'm just like hey daddy's going to come in bed soon here you just lie down and go to sleep and daddy join you after but I want to come out and talk Batman with you guys. (laughs) We sound so excited. Which I never talked to him. I never mentioned Batman, so he can't come up to it on himself. Once again, a little heart back to the start of the podcast. Aren't you pissed off that he figured it out on his own and you didn't have to tell him? (laughs) (laughs) So, well done. uh, Bane's Bane's plan is unfolding. His his plan is that the bomb's going to go off in five months anyway. People are getting false hope. But and no one knows, knows that. that. Everyone thinks that as long as they yeah. behave or it's martial Second law. Second part, then. he frees the prisoners of Blackgate Prison. <laughs> with the Harvey Dent speech. Yeah, with uh, revealing the, 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 the note that he kept from uh, basically revealing the lie of Harvey Dent. And, yeah. uh, but, but Which is interesting because Blake kind of uh, scolds Gordon for that one, right? Well, yeah, because the, the thing is... Gordon's like, wouldn't you try to keep What would you have done? We're in a moment of crisis, and if you ever your find yourself in crisis... Well, here's the thing. Batman is his hero, and from his standpoint, Gordon, you know, he... 
he basically put the, all the blame on Batman, right? Even though Batman took it on his, himself, yeah. right? But the thing is, Gordon here's something I found interesting about the whole Gordon thing. When, and I, when we're talking about him scolding Gordon for this for the lie, in Batman Begins, every cop except for Gordon was corrupt. Yeah. Now, technically speaking, Gordon's the only Gordon's one. The only Gordon's corrupt. the only corrupt one. Even though it's a you die the hero, you live long enough to. Well, corrupt in a way. It's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, well, Dark Knight doesn't good. play a lot into this movie." Thematically, all everything that oh, came before the message. Yeah, <laughs> the message. It's not the Joker. It just doesn't talk oh, about the Joker. Yeah. But the whole theme of, of everything that happens in Dark Knight carries over. Yep. And so he is now the only corrupt because John Blake is the entire time is trying to fight the idea that cops shouldn't be corrupt. Yep. His idol, one of his idols, Jim Gordon, is the only corrupt cop in all of fucking Gotham. And did we already discuss? Your hands like, look plenty filthy to me, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. Eh? That's yeah. such a good Bam. line. So we already see lots so, of stuff. But he still Blake. Sure enough, Blake he still leads him in command. Blake, Blake, follows his command. Yeah, Blake yeah. loses his faith in cops, like just yeah. like that. And he starts putting the and bat the symbols across the city too, which yeah. is you know. Oh, but, but he, him he no also, way. There's, there's that, them marking the, where the transport. No, but it's Blake. Wait, wait, Every wait, single time it's Blake on the mark, right? Because Foley. I'm lost because there was a very important important part that about what. Because everything's blown up, right? Yeah. Well, Blake confronts the concrete guys and oh, right. he yeah. shoots him. And yep. then he's like... In self-defense. Yeah. It ricocheted. He actually didn't like, shoot him. He just what ricocheted. Are you What's going on? And then he's like... Ugh. Yeah, throws the gun very away. important too. And I'm like, you motherfucker. The no guns, the yeah. no guns, no, no guns, no killing. Like, but then again, did you not see him going to that fucking hospital over yeah, Jim Gordon with that he, fucking shotgun? He, was he gonna yeah. shoot oh, that was so. Good. Oh, he was gonna shoot. <laughs> he was but gonna you know, kill everybody. Like, he had a fucking heart on. He was ready to go. <laughs> I think he had more faith in Gordon than he. No, he did. Know, I, he he was just going in with a weapon. He was bumped into the detective racket really quick. I just thought it was kind of funny when he threw away the gun and then like a couple seconds later, he's got a shotgun. Yeah, upgrade. No, but you didn't no, wish you threw that, in that handgun, now, did you? That, that was one of my favorite parts, was when he threw the gun away. He's like, Ugh. No, that was good. And well, he, he didn't mean to kill people. Guaranteed, oh, off camera, he, <laughs> I mean, I in Batman, I, I kill people. Just the yeah. procedure yeah, of, like, a police exactly. officer slash detective, huh. off camera, guaranteed, he collected his weapon again and holstered it, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, like, no, it's, he it's, hasn't completely dis, like yeah. thrown away guns no, at this he point just, yet. It's he just doesn't like killing for their use. exactly. It's his own private little moment to, like, because he, Batman, he couldn't get any more information out of these yeah. guys, right? That's the thing. Where are you working for? Dead. Like, and so basically, luckily he he. I forget what together. I forget himself. what movie that puts it in. It might even be Batman, but it's just like you can't get any information out of a dead witness or a dead witness. I can't remember what movie that was, but Batman oh, that's uh, that's the Dark Knight. Oh, Harvey Dent is Knight he's he's psychopath. playing roulette with the guy. That oh kinda yeah, looks like the schizophrenic the, the, guy. The, the guy from Arkham, essentially one of the Arkham. Is Batman said you can't get any information? Yeah, because he's dead. flipping the coin and he's sh- and he's but it's you know he's like let's let's keep gambling as on the coin right yeah. and then he's like and he and he's like you're gambling with his life. He's like not exactly. He's like you can't get information out of a dead man. Yeah, I think it's in some no, video he, he some said, video no, games too. Says, where it's like you can't keep bragging about body count because you can't get any information. Bad boys. Too. Uh, he's, he's from There's a good scene he's, about he's that. Crazy. He's one of the minds the Joker attracts. You really yeah. think you're going to get info out of him? Yeah. 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 So they're talking um, dead people. Oh, yeah. So, hey, oddly, yeah. so they release so Black enough, Gate. Yeah, so it ends up happening is they start having public trials, and here comes a beautiful cameo. No longer with the mask, but he's got the ripped up shoulders. Okay, so this is the part that I mentioned right at the beginning that Tito mentioned, like, I don't even know how many times over the weekend, and you're like, in in the graphic novel series, in 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 the animated series as well as one of the graphic novels, they 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 basically did do that. They oh, had public Judge trials. Jerry they even had a trial of Batman, 
And the judge was the Joker. Yes. The prosecutor was Two Face, and the defense was the Scarecrow. <laughs> so oddly enough, they kind of they hark back on that. Had Heath Ledger lived, this would have been a, 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 a like a lot of people argue me on a this point, but I thought moment. this would have been a great cameo. One because oh, everyone's like, well, the Joker, what the Joker would be a threat to Bane. I'm like, I don't think so. The ba- uh, the, the the Joker we we saw in the Dark Knight. He wants to watch the world burn. He would revel in this environment. He would not get in, in their way. Why would he? He's like, yeah, he, but he wouldn't Joker, join them, but he wouldn't. No, but Joker, and, and again, that been being horrible. able to judge people, like, I mean, I think he would, like, no. he would, like, he's like, let's take a page from my old friend Harvey Dent, right? Flip yeah. a coin. Like, seriously, yeah, playing maybe, with lies. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I just think. It, I he's think a man of simple taste. What people are talking <laughs> What people are talking about, though, is you go from a like grand that. character. Like, to me, what was one of the more uh, downer points, uh, hang on, one of the more downer points of The Dark Knight was when they turned the fucking scarecrow into just a little low-level better. thug. Not better. better no. Better you know why? No, no. Leave him. You know what it tells you? You know what it tells you? Everything that happens and be- happened and begins is nothing compared to what you're about to watch. Had that the judgment the Joker, everything you saw in the Dark Knight is going to be nothing compared to the third act of this movie. Yeah, so you put it as a metaphor. Because it was, <laughs> it is. it's the same same kind of well, think, uh, tool as Batman using. Begins. He spends um, the entire movie trying to catch of, Scarecrow and doesn't succeed. And, and doesn't then in the first two minutes, minutes into in two minutes in the Dark Knight, uh, he, he gets Scarecrow. Yeah, fair enough. If you look at it like that, yeah, maybe totally. It's it's just like we're gonna up the ante. It works for Scarecrow. I just does I, show I, that I, things I, are continuing. I mean, on to be fair, I'm glad that I'm glad Joker wasn't even mentioned. I think a lot of people like. I mean, I enjoyed Heath Ledger's Joker, but I out of all the villains, I think Bane was probably okay. We'll touch on that after the interior. On, on maybe an hour we're four. Close, we're maybe close. an hour four. The, uh, <laughs> this is podcast. The Where are we at right now? Three hours. Holy fucking Strap yourselves in. Yeah, it's frog. Yeah. <laughs> might be a part this. A and B. So what happens is, so the, there's the trials, blah, blah, blah. Batman gets out of the cave. Uh, and, you know, I mean. The trials are funny. That was a, a very good comedic moment, especially in the IMAX. Oh, Everyone yeah. was enjoying that. Exiled. Man <laughs> in the cold sweat. Man in the cold sweat. <laughs> Sold. Like Sold. They're exiled. You think we're going to go there on our own? There's, no death then. Yeah, they're ex- exiled. They're ex- exiled. It's funny because someone was like commenting how it's like, Jonathan Love Crane it. is so different from all three movies. I'm like, he took like a lethal dose of his own. And uh, a fucking. Yeah. Uh, and, a, and a stun gun to the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With and he's fucking, doing all right, yeah. considering. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so what happens is, uh, sure enough, there, there's. there's <laughs> I, love, I love what Gordon called them too. He's just like Crane. No, this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so it okay, happens. Just like the fuck are you talking sure about. Sure enough, in the background, Miranda Tate and and uh, Wayne oh, Enterprise. Yeah, a telltale moment there mm-hmm. when all of the people collected from Wayne Enterprises, including Gordon and Lucius and all that, um, and uh, Gordon's team are all told, you know, you well, you choose death, you choose death by exile. Bane's like, bring her to me. Yeah, he he takes That's her out of that. Telltale right? if you like, oh, know the ending, yeah. but if you don't, you're just like, what's going on? Because he knows yeah. that she's close to Bruce Wayne slash. Batman. Yeah. Plus, so it could either be str- it, it could be strategic. Like, for those, you come for her. And for yeah. exactly for those the, for those that are following the standard formula in a movie that don't know the comic book references. Yeah. Everyone's okay. This is leading he's to still the third wants, act where yeah. it's he's got to he's got to save the girl. In he's he's got to save the girl, which is setting everyone up to the for the big twist, right? Call my parents. Um, yeah. So before let's just qu- before we get into this epic third act here, which uh, oh my god, uh, finish oh, off man. a few fucking things. Um, so obviously the Bane's taking over the town. Military, there is usually the military their advantage because they're saying if you don't 
Well, the, the military lady. infiltrates at one point, but then they, they get killed too. And Bane says, show, uh, uh, prove him to the Fucking world. president shows up on TV. Like, honestly, if I president, movie. like, the fuck is wrong with that city, man? Every fucking couple of years. <laughs> couple, couple shots, too, where it's clearly New York. I thought that was kind of interesting. Or Chicago, see, yeah. yeah. Clearly see it was the, yeah, it's clearly see it was New York. Uh, basically, so Bane's army's using military uh, with them, basically That's saying that. That's a great moment if, when that second if you don't command. Fuck, if you don't stop people from leaving, this we're like, blowing this. You don't have enough men to keep 12 No, but you think, like, no, 12 million. You or whatever. Do. Yeah, he's but smiling. you do. Yeah. So and and clearly everyone's just like, well, how are they surviving? They they clearly label. You see disaster services going in with trucks every day. To, yeah, disaster to keep, relief. To keep feeding the keep feeding people the, lined up people with lined like up. food stamps. Yeah. So it's 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 martial it's, law. It's very clear. Uh, it's down the 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 bomb is mobile. So there's three there's three tumblers, three armored trucks that carry the bomb just to keep it moving around. One so of, one of them has the bomb. one of them has the bomb and no and, and basically Gordon and all slides, them are yeah. trying to figure out which is one and that's why they're using the little bat chalk. Yeah, pa- keeping patterns of what the movements. Yeah, Blake, of the Blake is really showing true leadership there during this occupation. He's too. keeping tabs on the three thousand. On everyone, really, yeah. he's he's trying to help everyone any way he can, and he's realized. I think like he's realized he's, he's the like, one the, that's sending notes down to the trap. Yeah, police. and the police force yeah. he, essentially he's he's like the system's broken, right? And yeah. like you still have to try to do good things despite the system being broken, right? Which is really setting him up really well, I think. Which no, is, it is. It ties it's, to a line that Gordon has when he realizes that Foley's the shackles. Gone. Yeah, the shackles of bureaucracy, right? So. Well, and he's, he notices that Foley's gone when he's like, well, "There's so few." Where's Foley? He goes right to Foley's house, and he's just like, "Are you going to let your wife answer the door, the door like, for you out here?" Yeah. And he's just like, "It's just a fucking job." Think about <laughs> think about when we. We had gangbangers looking to put one in our backs every time we turned around. Like, how is that any different? He's like, well, this is completely different. It's like, no, your city's under occupation. Yeah, it's different, but it's more important yeah. that yeah, you're a cop and that you defend the people. And like, yeah, and and did, to me, he proved himself at the end. I like there's that line where he's just like, I'm not asking you to walk through the square with your dress uniform on. <laughs> Which and then he after he sees the burning bad symbol when yeah, Batman well, okay, returns. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get into it. So, yeah. so, it all leads me, to the trial of Jim Gordon. Yeah, let me set it up. Let me set it up. Okay, it all leads to the trial of Jim Gordon. They got all the Wayne Foundation, or all the Wayne Enterprises there, the whole works. And basically, it's Scarecrow doing his, or it's Crane doing his thing. It's like, do you want death? Or are you are sentenced? On like a mountain of death. You, you, are, you are sentenced. This is just a awesome. sentencing. This isn't your, you've already been proven guilty. Uh, do you want uh, exile or do you want death? And it's like, Crane! Shut the fuck up! You're bullshitting. So I'm yeah. like, this is proven. There's no this way I'm true. walking on that ice willingly. Yeah. So I he's take like, it. So death. Then he's Call like, death. It, 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 it appears so. He's like, all right then, death. 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 <laughs> See, no, I think that would have been just as beautifully done, if not a, maybe a little bit better, had Heath. The Heath Ledger as the Joker, right? That Fair been, enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you could have had a good heart back, too, where he's like, he'd be like, good evening, co- commissioner. <laughs> like, I mean, it would have been kind of beautiful to have that, but, no, you know, unfortunate. You sold me on that one. I respect that they they left him out completely out of respect to the death of Heath Ledger, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what happens is, you know, he's walking on the ice. And oh, wait, no, before even then, yeah. so he gets sentenced to death by exile, so all of a sudden we cut to some kids, uh, and it's a couple of, one kid and a couple of Bane's uh, army there mm-hmm. uh, pushing him around, and because uh, he stole an apple, which I thought of all things was interesting, because that's the first thing that Bruce Wayne stole when he lived the life of uh, mm-hmm. Brian as well. Nice, uh, good catch. So, and then, good. Uh, out of nowhere, you see the good side of Selena Kyle, where she basically, t- uh, not in my city, I well, think she I, said. It, it, what's uh, what's happened district. is, Selena's... Not in my district, district that's right, yeah. Yep, you got it. Selena's realized, despite being adaptable, 
This isn't the, this isn't not what she right. wanted. Well, it's this not is right. not exactly an adaptation. So anyway, she Wait. takes out the thugs. Uh, basically, takes a bite of the apple. Because if, if I was a kid, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Can't run a, a, <laughs> well, she's always an opportunist, though, yeah. right? Never I think that was a nice to touch. Yeah, I thought it was a really nice touch too. She's starving too, right? That's so. no good point. Yeah. So okay, she takes a bite of the apple, gives the kid back, so she saves the kid from getting what, beat what up did, by the what guys. What does she say to him? Oh, don't, don't, don't steal. You can't outrun. You can't outrun. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she hears the generous voice for a thief. Yeah. Awfully generous for a cat. Now, a lot of people have the grievance. How did Bruce Wayne get back to Gotham? He's yeah. Batman. That's my theory on that. And <laughs> it's just a theory <laughs> simply because, because of, I'm of, Batman. Of the other I thought movies. that was awesome. Well, that it's like no, the last right. time he saw him was in the, cave, or in the pit. And next, he's in yeah. Gotham well, in a suit here's looking my theory pretty cleaned up. So it, outside of Gotham City, uh, City Limits, is Bruce like Wayne Manor where it's got the Batcave, Correct. right? However, they've also established in the Dark Knight that there's a secondary Batcave underneath a storage container in the City Limits. Yep. Yeah. My Which theory they go would be that maybe the two are linked by some underground tunnel so we can go from the Batcave no, to the Batcave. Very possible. More importantly, how, how he gets back is, like you said, he's Batman. Let's go back to the Dark Knight. The smugglers that he paid to to operate the Skyhook, that couldn't have been Wayne money. Otherwise, it would have been tied back to Batman. He has money outside yeah. of Wayne Enterprises. I think everyone thinks One. he was flat two, broke. He, he wasn't. lived as a criminal for seven years, which means he has ties to the underworld. Mm. Yeah. He could have used any one of his resources at that point to be, to find to his way home. Yeah. So I think you know I think people were like, they panned away as soon as he left the fucking the pit and then he threw the rope back down. They did a wide shot and you can see like the, the this hell on earth prison or whatever. Yeah. Is it only a couple feet no, there's or like miles a kingdom outside right behind of the fucking it. town? Yeah. So it's clear as like give me your phone, give me a flight, fucking I'm fucking Bruce Wayne here. Yeah, but. He had, he I lost all my fu- foundation money, but I still got a couple million to throw around here. Yeah, yeah. So what, buy me a suit, give me a shave. Yeah. So he's returned. And he, he basically says, "I need to get Lucius Fox," which was the <laughs> other the other plot hole that everyone's like, "How did Lucius Fox get out of the trial?" The reason was he was waiting to be tried in that kind of like that waiting area they had. Yeah. And that's when they Catwoman was like, "Bane wants these says, two. Like, yeah. Wants yeah. These well, ba- Bruce Wayne lets himself get captured though yeah. to that end, yeah. so that they could get in. By Catwoman, yeah, by Catwoman, yeah. yeah. In quotation, like, but he was just yeah. in a he was just in a hood though, so they didn't know who he was. He was just like, I got this guy. But they, no, no, they, they say like, it's not every day you bag Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Oh, they pull it off, fair enough. And that's when Miranda so he's like, I'm here, I'm here Lucius for C. Lucius Fox. I have to leave you. And they have kind of like a little bit of a tender moment where she's like, I understand, and she's like, Well, do what is necessary. Lucius, Lucius says, Can you get Miranda out? Yeah. And he's like, Not tonight. Sorry, yeah. But she says, Do what is necessary. Again, those paying attention. That's what Rachel's exact words. Are you ready to? do what is necessary and even earlier she says uh what is it um the uh restore balance is uh the whole thing about the the energy project yeah. a way to restore balance and i'm like they're fucking they're Mimicking. they're leading to something there right they're dropping the seeds well it's, it's, it's essentially it's exactly <laughs> what raj wanted to do right <laughs> yeah so, so, okay we're, we're so he goes back we're to wound up into the, 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 fucking... the facility in the dark night the one that he had in near the the bays of yeah Gotham. into and he's got an armor there he's got a backup armor there Q exile. So Gordon and some other people of the Wayne of the Wayne uh, uh, enterprises or corporation yeah, whatever or whatever uh, technologies. I think it was said at one point too. Uh, start dipping on the ice. And this is one thing I did notice about the movie. Now, hopefully, people other people notice this too. Do you guys notice that it's really light at one point? And it gets dark really fucking fast. 
That happened several times. <laughs> like, it I mean, like, it's all broad night. daylight. Like, oh, when no, they stepped no. out on that ice, all it was three pretty fucking they bright. Do that. And all of a sudden, he's soon as, like, lighted no, up. It's it like, has why to be, is it so no, dark? Because it's fucking Batman, and Batman only comes out at nighttime until he has to face Bane. Bane, I was going to say, until he was fighting Bane. Yeah, daylight, until he's yeah. fighting Bane, and he's like, fuck this shit. But, uh, okay, so Jim Gordon and all them are yeah, tiptoeing across, and all of a sudden, Jim Gordon sees a flare. So he picks up the flare, and then all of a sudden, in the background, all of a sudden, the background, you hear the... And all these other oh, yeah. ones, people start fucking going down. Little poison darts. And then it's like lighted up. Poison and bat sure as shit, there's the fire that's rising in my eyes. That was because it yeah. literally burns. And then, and then um, you see the fucking Batman right there. Bane's the first, first time, line that is shaken up. Yeah. When he says, the first time impossible. we see a kink in Bane's armor. He looks and his eyes say it all. And he's like, impossible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then and, um, grab her because like, she'll oh be God, for her. Exactly. He'll, He'll come, come for her. So everyone, everyone sees the fucking symbol, and like I think they said it. I can't remember if it was the first or second one where they called it the symbol of hope, the bat signal. Yep. Except they couldn't do it this time. They burned it into a fucking bridge, so everyone's kind of sees the symbol of hope fully. Which is interesting because yeah. that was the teaser poster for Bat or for the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. Was he standing there with a Watch building the with the bat burn. symbol burning yeah, behind yeah. him, and you almost think that that was the Joker well, turning me, Gotham against to him. To me, right? I think this might be because Batman said it too because he's going to war. So this is him saying. Joker caused jo- well. Joker made Joker made a fucking mockery of the city by by turning it to ashes. Like getting the only way to make the city go down is to make it burn to the ground. The only way for me to beat Bane is well, I got to fucking. And burn there's fire. and there's a great another moment too when he's in the bat at the very end. I'm getting ahead of myself again, but when he explodes the that building just to be able to clear with the bomb, yeah. and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt Blake thinks that's it, and he's like, bomb, this is it. And the kid's like, no, it's Batman. Yeah. That is a moment right there where it's just like that's when I Phoenix rising up. from the fire. That's when again. I started yeah. choking up. Okay, we'll that keep going. Comes back. Oh, keep going. So fuck it. So it's on. So sure Shit, enough, shit's on. No, what happens is Blake is trying to get his friends out through a manhole, right? right. And what happens yeah. is the mercenaries intercept Catches him. Yeah. And fucking cold ass moment. Fucking throws the grenade. Big ass shit guy, right? Black guy. Christopher Judge. <laughs> Guys, Just fucking you guys know pull the trigger. Is it Christopher Judge? It's Christopher looking? Judge. Teal from SG1. That's the big black guy. Is it? That's, really? That's I thought it was him Judge. too, yeah. The oh, shit, it is. Oh, it is. Look, I knew he looked familiar, couple, but I Where's your staff, you son of a bitch? Yeah, man. No, like, a couple of months ago, he stated, man, I'm so happy I'm on this certain project, but I can't talk about yeah, it. And then his, uh, later, his, the, so I'm in the Batman movie. His partner gets shot in the back. And and I'm sure countless others die from that grenade blast down in the bay. In the sewer, yeah. And then... Blake is basically being walked out to get shot, right? Executed. Yeah, and, and sure enough, Batman, Batman comes and just fucking d- takes out all these guys. You know, he, there's a little joke where he's like, you missed you a missed spot, a right? Spot. And they have this little kind of brief moment where it's almost a Batman and Robin thing where they're fighting together. Yeah, yeah. for a split second. And, yeah, for a split second. You know, he's like, you missed a spot, kicks the guy. And, and he's like, if you're going to work, work alone, wear a mask. Wear a mask. And he's like, I'm not afraid to show my face to criminals. And he's like, the mask isn't for you. It's for, to protect those you People love. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there's that great moment, too. I also felt it was really uh, Batman and Robin-esque because especially when whenever you see Batman and Robin and Robin's like a newer that character M1 and he's like... It, well, he always tries to give him just a little yeah. taste of humility, right? Yeah. Like, he's just like, I'm going to give you some tools, but I'm still going to keep some cards to myself. Yeah. He gives him one of those little bombs little, that helps little Batman little. out of Arkham and it's just a little prison. <laughs> and it like makes a little pop in the, br- the, the, the rubble that's keeping the police locked inside. But it's also the, the, the explosion sound is getting them away from the blast true, zone. True, right? true. So yeah. there's a purpose to it. Yeah, and then I love he turns around. Got anything a little bigger? Yeah. No offense. Yep. But and that's yeah. what so obviously like and that's funny too because he fucking got into the bat shot it and then so 
the cops, cops get let out, and all of a sudden Batman's there again. I'm like, fuck, they're well, pretty tired. Batman has fucking. Batman has his army. And sure well, enough, he gives Blake some very specific instructions, yeah. right? He basically try to get people out of the city. You need to lead an exodus out of the city, yeah. which leads to uh, Blake's third act uh, actions, which yeah. basically def- put the final nail in the coffin for him deciding out. who he's going to be, yeah. right? So, and, and meanwhile, the, there's an army of, of, of yeah. cops it, it led by... Oddly enough, what's his name? Foley. But hang on, okay, but goes, okay, but, uh, wait, then he, before that, so the cops get let out, Batman's trying to rally them, goes to Catwoman's being like, okay, I got a little surprise for you two, brings them to the pod. Yeah, well, the so back like, pod. I, he, basically, he's like, here's the instrument of your escape. After, no, he, after he didn't say that, he's just like, thing. well, no, he doesn't say that, but he's just like, here's the motorcycle, I need you to clear a hole. He gave him the USB, th- she gave him the USB. The, he it, gave her the USB, the clean slate. Yeah, yeah, the clean slate, yeah. That, that was, was basically like the peace offering, like, That's when she's like, this doesn't exist. Yeah. It did, I just made sure no one else got my hand, or yeah. wait, but no then one else got their hand. He shows her the, the bad pod hands, and, and tells her, yeah. open up this one passageway, and we're going to start leading people there. Get people out. And then try getting people out, she's like, I'm As soon as I open that, I'm leaving. Yeah. And he says, okay, fine, but I... So she's left with the choice. Well, it's a very... I think he levels it out really good, too, because she's like, you will never win against these people. And he basically said, you're right. I need you to help me. And then the second time with that, you, some, that a girl asks him to run away with him. Yeah, yeah, come with and me. Then he, oh, that's one of the greatest this is lines. Where I and it's, choked it's in that it's in that trilogy trailer, the, the trilogy trailer. It's like you yeah. don't know that you've given them everything. Yeah, not everything. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's that, that gets me emotional in the trailers. Like I said, trailers do wonders for me. That, right now. I don't know the, the that one trailer for the Dark Knight Rises. In my opinion is probably my favorite trailer ever. Man, when I saw the new great. trailer for the full trilogy, the fan made trailer. Yeah, that, that was really footage footage from the other trailers with really? new score well what I liked Hansen about that trailer oh. is the progression of essentially Batman's presence causes these these other men to, to exist but that being said had there been no Batman Gotham would have been destroyed by the, against yeah. by the League of Shadows yeah. right so they it's, were coming to yeah. it's, it's, it's a necessary, I'm a nece- a necessary evil right yeah, yeah. so the, uh, so what happens is of course army of, of police officers this was a good moment for me they start marching yeah and they start marching and all of a Fucking sudden a bunch of tumblers show oh, up wait, yeah I'm just like this is, we, they're we outnumbered missed, uh, and Bane said shoot him Bane's like don't even fight and, him just shoot him and once I, again I after I the, the bathroom when we talked about this I just wanted to make a really funny point that somebody brought up to me when uh, the, the criminals break out of the black gate and they're, they're terrorizing all the rich folk and pulling them out of their, their place a couple of people have Tried saying that this is a connection or alliteration to uh, the the uh, Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. It is, yeah. but here's the funny thing: this was shot before Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so true. they're actually strictly saying it's not actually based off of the event. It just so happened. to I think it's still zeitgeist. It. Like it's the there was brewings of that kind of thing before. I, just I think, think it has a lot to do with the yeah. fact that before the Occupy movement Everyone happened, hated the race. it was a recession. Right yeah, and, and, and 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 everyone and, hates and I think Nolan. I mean, I'm kind of like sucking his dick at this point, but I think Nolan is a talented <laughs> enough writer to see, like, to have the foresight. Because, like, even the Dark Knight, man, like, it's got such good foresight as to like cr- how crime escalates, right? How like basically how our legal system leaves us debilitated in the to stop something like a terrorist, and that's why we had stuff like quote unquote the Patriot Act, Harvey Dent Act, yeah. right? So. This fight. This is where I start getting goosebumps. Is like, okay, the, is, is a shitload of cops. All three thousand cops are marching towards three thousand fucking Bane army, and all of a sudden tumblers show up and they lock their cannons on there. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And the way this Bane is going to be fair, and then Bane's just like, shoot him. I'm like, what a it's fucking kinda, pussy. Kind of defeated. Yeah. Well, he turns his back too, right? Yeah, he's just like, well, shoot them all. It's like, and then all of a sudden the fucking the bat, bat shows up, comes in, does the whole EMP the thing, guns. and then as soon as, and then that's when you see the cops. Really, 
They were chasing him, trying to hunt him down. Act one. And as soon as that happens and he flew away, it was fucking, they're all like, yeah, and yeah. then fucking shit. Well, also on. because they know the truth about Harvey now, right? Yeah. yeah. So what happens is there's a big fucking battle in the middle of downtown Gotham. So once again, Batman back. parks the unit and comes into the thing. Yeah. Now, to, one thing we, we left out was, one, uh, the autopilot hasn't been working on that thing, oh, which was fuck. mentioned earlier. Yeah, I suppose it Not is a big deal, role. but whatever. And number two, the EMP, the EMP transmitter has been taken out of the the bat and given to Gordon too, because his task right now is it's finding block the bomb. The remote trigger. Block the trigger. Yeah. 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 So what happens is, sure enough, Batman and Bane finally have their their broad daylight too. This is what I like yeah. about it too. You're, You've you're come looking to at die with bat, your city. Your Batman. F- bat- <laughs> Come to stop you. Come to stop you. <laughs> Fuck you, babe. Such epic lines in this movie, and all of a sudden it's just like, you've come to die with your city. It's like, no. Come to kick your fucking no. ass. Now, keep in I- mind, now stop he, you. he knows the purpose of the mask now, though, right? Yeah. He's been told that, and right away you you can see He's Batman's aiming for the fucking mask. But, yeah, but yeah. would you not, fu- if there's someone beating you up with a mask, like even in the fucking sewers, would you not pinpoint that kind of... I would assume it was armor. Maybe okay. the same way yeah. Batman's uh, okay, no, helmet point, is his armor, right? right? Right enough. Like, why would I punch his armor? Right? Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You Unless I'm Bane, they can just crack it. I was gonna say Bane focused on that grapple. Sure enough, lucky shot. You hear just one, one of, the, of them goes. Yeah. Yeah, and and immediately you see Bane panic. Like well, he he keeps he trying to fix it. He's and, trying to find and it. He only defends himself. And he starts Batman fighting blindly too. Like you you see, a Bane starts oh fighting God, like a I wild animal. Like yeah. Yeah. also the sounds he starts making start getting more growly and yeah, like, yeah. through he, the mask. Bane's obviously that, in that pain. Metallic tinge. It's so good. He does yeah. that one scene that uh, Kevin Smith pointed out there from the fighter where what? he gets him in the corner. Yeah. The oh yeah. When he's just fucking feeding him shots. The body shots and then Batman just dodges it. Then he fucking punches it to the pillar. Yeah. And so Batman's getting the upper hand. Sure enough, to the point where he's he. Catches Bane off guard. Bane goes through the wall of the courthouse. And then notice how he dismembered that fucking guy pretty quick, where he's just like, "Oh yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah, coming up with a gun," and he's just like, <laughs> and throws the gun to Miranda Tate, who's being held captive. Watch, like, watch the second she passes the gun, and he to tells Tate, her to like, watch bam. the doors. Yeah, he, he, tells the doors. Doors. And he, he tells Miranda Tate to watch the doors, and he grabs Bane. And he's like, "Where are the drugs?" You know what's pretty telltale? You know what's pretty? Where are the drugs? He must have. Why do you want to kill me? Um, it's, that's, I thought that it was good that he brought that back because it's from each of the movies yeah. um, but there's a telling moment with Miranda Tate moments before that where she's looking down at the chaos that's about to erupt right yeah. when the cops and the criminals yeah. start fighting she's got this like very calm look yeah, yeah. almost she's, angry and look and, and she's looking and, black and she's looking down her nose at yeah, the whole situation the, as the if she's far removed from it and well. it's just it's out of so character for who they've so brought her up so as so far dark. so yeah. so what happens is of course he's trying to get the information about the uh, the trailer from Bane and uh, tr- the tr- for the for the trigger right and <laughs> he basically you know he, you know he, uh, he says like how did you escape right and he's and well, he's, he's like, like I same way he's you like, did. you're not the only he's like I broke you how could you have escaped and he's like and he's like you're, you're not the only one that he's like but I never climbed out he's like but the the ch- the child of Rajal Ghul the heir of Rajal Ghul climbed out of the pit and, and, he's and all of a sudden bitch. a voice from off screen. But he's not the child, the child, the heir of Rajal Ghul. And then, bam! Stab, twist, twist literal it. twist. Stab. I am. Slow knife, slow knife. Yeah, so, yeah. that was actually pretty. Sure funny. enough, the reveal: Talia Al Ghul. <laughs> which, which, which was yeah. which was the uh, reaction to the whole end of the movie for me was that fucking bitch. Well, then, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, this is where we see fucking. Like, what the fuck? 
we've seen Bane get very bitch like, right? Like we've seen. Well, no, oh, no I don't think it's no, bitch like. No, 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 I think no. we finally see his humanity. Right? I think it's. I think it's two things. One is the excruciating pain he talked about yeah. from the and what is brought up twice now from the well, mask being removed. It, and she slowly fixes it, but she's fixing it as she tells this touching story about how he saved her life and in he's broken because he because he, he totally got friend zoned. He wanted to teach the other inmates that her innocence was something to be valued and was their redemption. He views her as his redemption yeah. for being in prison in the first place. Well, fair enough. And, yeah. and surely enough, if, if she is a redemption because she was able to escape and she was the innocent one, what does that make Batman now? Like he, Batman's not what he expected, and that's Batman's that's something more that has psychologically broken him. Yeah. He like he can't like I couldn't have escaped. He couldn't you exactly. Like yeah. he knows he's not as good as Batman at this point, despite the fact that him being a bigger figure, right? Yeah. So well, at that point either, because like I said, the camera's fucking down. He's crying. Finally, he's at that fucking, point, we yeah. finally see Bane from a different angle. And he's, right? He's kind of at first he's on his side, then yeah. he's slumped down and yeah. everything. There's another great moment there too after the reveal when she tries to flick the trigger and mm-hmm. clearly realizes that plant Batman, Batman's got an ace in a hole which he learned from uh, Joker. Yeah. Right? He's got uh, Gordon to stop Always the remote an ace trigger. In the hole, yeah. And um, so she Mine's realizes Gordon. she's like, "Well, you just <laughs> you just bought <laughs> <laughs> just turns out the voice <laughs> Gordon." Um, so uh, there's the reveal that oh, well, you just bought Gotham City 10 minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's still going to blow up anyway. It's inevitable. And she says to Bane, I love that moment. She says to Bane, don't kill him. I want or him the, to feel the, the, heat, f- the heat of 12 and million people lead, he yeah. let down. Or you couldn't Souls save. that you, that you failed. Sure enough, yeah. Bane's like, and and you've seen me cry. Bane, <laughs> no, Bane's like, you understand that I have to kill you, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, like, I get it. If I leave to, you, you're just going to figure something out. You'll just have to imagine. Plus, you've seen me cry. Yeah. The fire. But it's so great. It's like, you know I'm going to have to Sure enough, Deus Ex moment. Catwoman does it for him because Batman can't kill, which yep. is, which I thought like, was no, well I done. Really, I really dig with, the whole with the bat pod. I'm not I'm not strongly for the guns thing as yeah. you are. I I thought th- I wish that Bane had had a little bit more of a romantic exit than yeah. just a there he goes. Well, I mean done. honestly, but but maybe there was his romantic watching, exit. <laughs> watching it for a second time, the way that they show him with the shotgun right to Batman's face, and he's just like. Goodbye, and he's about yeah, to pull the trigger like, instantly and without like, a second, and then and he then gets you, shot. You think it kind that of, it's him pulling the trigger, I, yeah, on Batman, yeah. but it's actually they, they use the light up. to make you th- think. I think, that the gun I made think it what happens good. though is like a lot of us have been programmed with like this Hollywood mentality that villains or ki- villains can only be killed if they're falling off of great heights. Right, right. Yeah. So even Rachel Ghoul in the train, man, he falls not only th- uh, to the bottom of the street, but through the fucking into the and then explosion, yeah. So like, uh, but I, I mean, appreciated it a lot more the second time around. Yeah, plus, uh, plus it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It gives Talia a bit more importance because she's really who they're after. Yeah, and very much like Re- well, Ma- Ma- she drops a couple stories. Very much like Rajal <laughs> Ghul. He, very much uh, an intelligent villain as opposed to a brawn villain, right? So do right. we? Okay. So to quickly touch back, like uh, we heard what Jim Gordon said to Foley, like the the second in command commissioner, yep. and so then who's leading this fucking cop charge through a square? Literally, White gloves and dresses, dress suit. So to me, I think he redeemed himself. Especially well, then he, he gets killed down. by and Talia. Talia kills yeah. him. Well, he was leading the charge, and he was, they were winning. And yep. then Talia's like, "Shoot them all!" And then yep. the fucking bet. Well, the you knew he the had to. The way she sees it is just so like. But he redeemed engaged. himself. Just shoot, shoot him. him. Yeah. Shoot him all. Yeah. You knew he's going to die, even when he was a, as a coward, right? But he yeah. redeems himself. So yeah. at least he got to die. In his dress uniform, there was quite literally through the fucking square. Yeah. Mean. Okay. So meanwhile, Blake is dealing with a situation on the bridge. 
where he's trying to get the the, kids mi- in. the military won't let him cross. the The national cops. guard won't let him cross. It's cops. The cops won't let him cross, and he's trying to get kids across on the bridge. And he starts walking. And he's like, he's he's like, he's your, trying order, to have your orders are out of date. The bomb's yeah. going off anyway. They we shoot need to at get his people feet, up. and sure enough, they blow the bridge, and he fucking loses it. He's like, I couldn't believe they actually did that. You assholes! I thought there was going to be a moment where the cop with the other cop would be like, "All right, go." But they fucking blew the damn bridge, man. Oh, so good too. Fucking assholes. Yeah, and you know he's still he's still trying to like give these kids hope, right? That's right. The even, priest, even the priest the, was like the priest doing the final who fucking leads the orphanage, which is so cool because yeah. like one of the, the main things the is that is how hope was destroying everyone, yeah. but then well, that's the thing in the Blake's, end, it was what was going to save the kids. Well, that's the thing with Blake said. Well, the priest was like, I think he was doing even. I'm not very religious, but he was doing like a last prayer. Yeah. and he even said, the, yeah. the "Be ready rites. for the gates of God" or something like that. And the kids like, "Get on the bus, get on the sure bus." Sure enough, what are you doing, Blake? What you want to give these? Are you want to take away all their hope or something? Yeah, you want to. You want to let them die yeah. without so hope. Meanwhile, cut yeah. back. They're fucking chasing uh, Talia Al Ghul, who has the bomb. And meanwhile, Gordon's fucking getting still walked still around. The the in the, in the I love how they always make him seem so bubbling, but he's still life. so uh, yeah. dead yeah. on. He's, he's still so um, what's the word? He's he's. He's able. Yeah. He's like, yeah. okay, let's do it. Jumps Cat, out. Catwoman and Batman are chasing her. They're able to cut her path. She chooses to fucking crash the thing instead. Crashes it. With well, some, well, with some amazing scenes. Like, uh, like they're trying to force uh, 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 the truck what? to turn. Back she, to the she tells fusion. the guy to. Yeah, because because she tells the driver not to. If they can reinstall it, it can stop from decaying. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's gotten in there and overridden. Well, she's like they let. She's like, you know, they gave me full access. She floods the power core and takes away the only possibility of stopping the bomb. She's won because they 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 flooded the reactor core. Sure enough, fucking Morgan Freeman's hanging from a ladder at that point from the water. I thought Lucius was going to get I, I thought they were going to off him too I'm like I know Freeman's getting old but Jesus yeah, and so Jesus what happens is Batman makes the choice he's like okay well I'm going to have to get rid of this bomb somehow well, okay so then he crashes the truck he has no idea what else to do so the, he crashes the truck down some fucking stories mm. Talia's dead cue a pretty good scene because she's like I'm dead but I won right yeah. so you got Gordon uh, uh, Kyle and uh, Batman. So you got your three central characters. <laughs> the are three right of them there. watching Talia yeah, explain yeah. the last few. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, time's ticking. Fuck, go. Yeah. So sure Son enough, Batman and Catwoman have this really iconic kiss. That was actually, that was yeah. pretty awesome. I guess we're like, both you suckers. Such fan service to the. You came back and so yeah. did you. I, guess, bo- we're I guess we're both suckers. suckers. And, and it's got such fan service to like everyone that has ever wanted Catwoman and Batman to, to get together. Yeah. And sure enough, Batman. Fuck, she looks so hot. Uh, it, 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 probably man. the most one of the most human scenes that goes back to begins uh, as as Batman's getting the bomb ready to take it away through the uh, f- through the bat. Uh, Gordon said he's like uh, he's, I never cared who you were, but the city needs to know who saved who it. their hero was. Yeah. And he's and he says anyone can be a hero, even a man doing something as simple as putting a coat over a young boy. <laughs> To tell, to um, show him that the which world is, has ended. Which is when the tears started. And I fucking cried <laughs> like a bitch. Especially when they when panned back that's to when that the exodus of the whole when it movie back, starts. I was like, oh, it's why he went oh, to Gordon dear. in the first place when he returned to Gotham. Yeah. Because yeah. he knew, recognized I'm only one, one man. good cop. Now we're two. two. Now we're two. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I... I I, I start, cried in the theater. So. I, I was starting to tear up at that point, but to me, what the I don't know why I cry or I get emotional at these parts is like when I started crying was okay. 
so we'll, we'll talk. It, it comes up right next, anyway. So, like, epic scene of Gordon. Uh, as soon as he says those words, uh, the cockpit closes, and it's just Gordon kind of bumbles back, and is like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. So he ties up the bomb to the to the bat. He goes up. You can see him. He's trying to get it up off the ground. He can't he's quite get it above the buildings. So he's like, he can't go around scrapes, it. Scrapes off all kind of things. It. So it's right on the other side is the bridge where Blake is at, and all of a sudden the the building starts exploding, and, and Blake's just like, "This is it. This is it. Hold I mean, on. Hold on." Like I said, and then the kids. To the rise of the phoenix, and the kind kid of, says, yeah. "No, it's Elements. not. It's Batman." And to me, I don't know why I get when it comes to kids. Maybe oh, I have one, no, but I get chills. As, I get emotional. It's the end of that. Captain yeah, America when it shows the kid with the too. painted. The yeah, trash can, the lit. Trash can it yeah. like grips you because you're like that was me when I was a kid yeah. and now there's a whole new generation well it's just the, yeah. it's, they have hope right yeah. Like, and it's like, especially in Batman that's Begins, why we believe in heroes just like, it's just as much don't as worry Batman monsters. will save us and yeah. Rachel's like yeah yeah shut up kid so, you don't know what you're talking about told ya right yeah, like yeah. yeah so like I was saying um, who has an infinity amount of what hope? a child I mean it, yeah. this is Nolan's last this was Nolan's last ride and like uh, everyone complains about how how fantastical the last story elements become, but the thing is, what is what greater challenge to Batman than literally saving the city from getting vaporized by an atomic bomb? Like it, anything Which more than that? Which kind of reminds me of Superman flying things to the sun. Well, yeah, but just casually. Take missile. That's Superman's landfill. That's just. But but this is uh, but this is very much like you, this is the limits of what Batman is capable of doing, and sure enough, it's and it costs him everything. Yeah, and sure enough, you know, you have that last little exposition where he's he he just had this contemplating moment while he's in the bat wing or the the so wing. It looks like he's accepting. Yeah, so he kind of so smirks, and the bomb goes smirks, off. Right? He's like, yeah. yeah, I can die now. And some people were complaining. They're like, well, a bomb like that in the bay would have caused a tsunami, and I'm like, yeah, but they show the bomb for like. Thirty seconds, and then they cut to the future. So, like, maybe it did cause a little ripple of waves. They already said Get it was, over it. They already said like, like Gotham's already half blown up. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. What, what, what they what they meant when they still less damage <laughs> than the Avengers. When they start, yeah. When they started giving the when they started giving the stats on the bomb, like a four megaton bomb is not very big. Six mile radius on a nuke bomb isn't very big. It's a very low level fucking bomb. But main point was he wants to take out Gotham, not the world. He wants to take out Gotham, right? Yeah. So it isn't. It's not a very nuclear. It's not a huge. Nuclear right. bomb. It's just it's enough to take out Gotham. So and that's all that matters. So transition to the funeral, uh, which is so poignant oh, because the only this people, is where I lost the it. only four this, people yeah. presiding over Bruce Wayne's death are the only four people who know his secret. Yeah. 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 Well, because everyone else does everyone else just think Bruce point, Wayne I'm died crying. Yeah. Might have died during the occupation. During the occupation, okay. Because a lot of rich people died during the occupation. No, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And so, well, and so, well, you would have figured if, if when it comes to that whole aspect, a lot aspect, of people might have think he five died months that they were in there and he, he suddenly pictured. disappeared. Most people would have thought that he would have died in the initial occupation because he was never talked about in five months. That's right. During and the uh, so, uh, uh, oddly enough, brief appearance, sec- second time crying, yeah. fucking only to Selena. So every, you know, they, I'm crying the whole time. They, they, you know, they try to comfort Alfred, and Alfred's standing there, and instead of looking at Bruce Wayne's grave yeah. he's looking at Thomas Wayne Martha and Thomas and he's, just, and he's like I, I promised I, you I would protect I him but I failed which is similar to that trailer quote that we never did see but it, it's, it was bad that's probably why that hit the editing room floor is because of that final scene the final one yeah which Ed- editing room the sentiment is so the classic, the classic uh, quote in the trailers was I won't bury you I've buried enough members of the Wayne family ah, never right. says it in the movie that's right? wait no he does say that in I the movie I thought he said it when they confront each other in the he hallway he does he says I've buried enough members of the Wayne family in the movie but he does not talk about protecting Batman like he does in the trailer in the movie 
The quote that's in the trailer is not in the movie. Whatever. <laughs> Which one? Uh, hang on. We'll have to get Hold confirmation. The shit. I'm it doing is. This. So I just watched it. So as they're leaving, <laughs> it's one of my statuses from the last. As week. they're leaving, exactly. in the interest of time, <laughs> as Fair they're enough. leaving, it's midnight. Man, John, let's just ride it out. John Blake. <laughs> John Blake is expressed to Gordon that he's he's given up on on being a police officer. He quit. He threw his the badge. Out. Gordon asks him, right? He, yeah. He I threw, can't well, talk he threw his badge on the on the bridge, and then Gordon's like, "Are you sure?" I, it's the shackles and the structure that I can't, I can't abide I can't by it deal anymore. It. Yeah. Okay, and then we cut to Wayne Enterprises where their lawyer is breaking up Wayne's estates, right? Yeah, where they're selling off all his assets. Uh, and they explain but, that they're like, everything Wayne will get, Manor. A bunch of stuff will get sold to settle the debts. Everything else the content. is left to, to Alfred. Alfred. The estate itself goes to the orphanage. It goes to the city. Um, who will, for, for yeah. the sole reason of the sole purpose, the only purpose of being used as an orphanage for the uh, underprivileged Just pause kids. Ash, we'll go through that. Yeah. The uh, uh, yeah, and that's when Blake. I think what was he? But no, Blake's there because there's something there for him too. Yeah, that's the only. And connection so what happens? They, they they start. They, they say that, and then they say, um, and all of the minor stuff can be dealt with uh, the filing clerk. And so he goes to the filing clerk, and, and he the, gets a the package, filing clerk a says uh, something for John Blake, and she's like, no. And she's no, and he's like, oh, try Maybe my, it's under try my, my real name. Real name. She looks at it, she's like, and she gives him a she's duffel like, bag. You and she's like, I like name. that's a pretty name. And uh, this duffel bag has got a question mark over it. Yeah, and she's like, uh, what, what did she say? Uh, oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? Well, it, it doesn't actually, like, I'm not giving any allusion to the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's got a metaphorical question yeah, mark yeah. over it. Because contained within is a GPS device and coordinates and for coordinates. Blake to Yeah, and so what happens is. Blake's full name is Robin. Right, yeah, first name is Robin. Robin John. Robin John Blake. It would have been because he would have been going by his middle name. Yeah, or, Robin uh, Jonathan or, Blake. Yeah, yeah and, and so again, a lot of people had grievances with this, but uh, my argument is, uh, John Blake is an amalgam- amalgamated character. He's he's equal parts all three Robins. Plus some Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond. Yes. Well, yeah. also, that's, also that's what I think why they're Batman calling Beyond. him Robin as opposed to an actual name. A lot of people are like, just call him fucking Richard, Richard Grayson or whatever. And I'm like, why? He's not. He wasn't he's never in the him. circus. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's see, another thing was that uh, all that was Nolan said that he didn't want Robin in the movie at all. Well, and Bale had said he'd never do a movie yeah. with Robin in it. Yeah. You, you kind of hailed to yeah. the fact that Robin is an he, ideal character that exists, but then it also is someone that can representatively take up the Batman mantle. I think all it was was just Nolan. It was a tip of the hat to acknowledge a pivotal character in Batman. That's all it was. And also to acknowledge that even though Batman believed in in himself and he didn't have the rope anymore, he still had a sidekick. Yeah, there you go. It's true. Or, well, Well, not really a sidekick. But it was more more protege than it was emergency lifeline. Then John Blake helped out more. Yeah. Yeah. So meanwhile, Lucius Fox is he's going over with some of his texts over a new version of the bat, and he's talking about he uh, just wants to know how could I have done uh, for the autopilot. And they're telling him it's obsolete anyway. What are you worried about? Yeah. And he's like, the, what and, could he, I have done? and he's like, it's 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 fixed. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, who's uh, the ID? Six it works. Ago. And he's like, what's the ID on the patent? And he says Bruce Wayne. And he's like, what? Yeah, and and like, that was a good oh. moment though because you see him shaking up and like, well, they foreshadowed it. So he's just well, like, too. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what I could have done to make him survive. To, yeah, yeah. and so him. and so. Uh, meanwhile, uh, John Blake is he's he's found the Batcave, and sure enough, just like in Batman Begins, the bats are surrounding him. He's he's found the main area, right? Mm-hmm. And it's oddly enough under before under the manor before then because that's bef- where the credits kick in. 
Yeah, no, no, I know. I, I, Wayne Manor, which I was going to oh, say is an illusion of the fact that not only will John Blake, can John Blake take on the mantle of Batman, but there can be future Batman out of, out of the, the, the orphanage. The orphanage. Now, yeah. at the same time, Gordon, he sees that the bat signal has been repaired. Some people say Bruce Wayne repaired it before the events. I, I, I would argue Blake repaired it. Yeah. Uh, I think so, too. One I think two. that shot of Gordon was Someone well, was well oh, after. I was surprised. Yeah, we, no, well we, after like, Just Blake. the look. He's just looking look, around, right? He's he like, looks around and the way he like, swipes his hand across it, I'm like, oh. That was repaired. I think I think that was just a future shot. That was re- like that cut of Gordon was well and after I think that confirms, Blake seeing the, 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 the yeah. bat game. I and think I think was, confirms that Blake is going to be Batman, I'm not game. a Robin or yeah, Nightmare. I'm game for this. I'm down. Okay, meanwhile, we see... Meanwhile in Italy. Meanwhile in Italy, Alfred is very much paralleling the the scenes that where he used to take his vacation and he's sitting down and now there's a big argument here should they it's have not an ended? argument it's the dumbest no. statements in the world I heard out of these should, guys should they oh the, you're talking about the other stuff what oh, I'm getting okay. at is could they have ended it simply on his smile? I, I say, think so. I say yes. Yes. Because I would have preferred it because we all would have such been a talented home. actor but, but two but Wholly satisfying seeing Selena with seeing him. Selena and Bruce Wayne. But Selena with the pearls on. Yeah. Right after he said, "How are we going to consolidate?" We can't. We can't. We pearls. can't close this yeah. file without without, without one without thing pearls. missing. Yeah. yeah. So and, and and so sure enough, uh, Bruce Wayne has survived. And um, of course, yeah. But Which, I, I think part part of the reason why they didn't end it on his smile is because of the whole in, Inception thing. Right. Like, Nolan had to actually go out of his way and say the the fucking top fell. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah, but with, with that said, though, I guess that still leaves the thing, the fact that Bruce Wayne still owns everything in his estate because the lawyer said we can't close this off with one missing piece of, of, of oh, asset. Oh, yeah, that's true because they're like, we'll turn everything over to the city, we'll turn everything oh, this. We'll do that so I'm just saying, maybe yeah. fucking, maybe everything's still under Bruce's. Well, way. again, like, the orphanage is there, but maybe it's all like. It just leaves it open. And it yeah, yeah, back, yeah. Hey, I never lost it to begin with. Now, well, hypothetically, you could tie it into well, the Justice League movies the, that they're hopefully yeah. going to try and do, even though they said they just leave Batman. Yeah, yeah. And it just leaves it open. It relates especially to the Frank Miller Batman graphics, where uh, graphic novels, where he he dies in the in the eyes of everybody, mm. both Bruce Wayne and Batman dies, and he, but he sticks around secret. to operate like a an underground uh, army. Yeah, basically an army of Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and sure enough, uh, at this point, uh, John Robin or Robin Robin Jonathan Blake is walking amongst a shallow pool at the base of the East Where Wing. You can see the foundation, and then of you the see the, the the Bat Cave, the the, the platform. platform start rising. Just to, to go into black for the credits, and quite literally, and quite literally, he rose to the sword. Well, and the opening Bang. scene after yeah. they show you the different. Um, you know, distribution and production companies. It shows the ice cracking, right? Yeah. And then the last thing you see before credits is running water. Yep. Melted ice. The fire yeah. has risen. Oh. Thank you, folks. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, opening image very and very closing. Because he's been away. Yeah. He's been no, away for so long. Right. Ice so and freezing cool. water. And they even say he's been in cryo. Right? They, right. they mention that. Why did you get out of cryostasis? It's, everything's been melted by the events of the movie. So, oh. uh, can they? Could they make a sequel? Yes, they could. Should they? I don't think they they could. No, they should. No, They've it. made such a beautiful trilogy. Like, just don't touch it. Just I think do the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. They've already said it. They've already said. I think next time Batman is going to be rebooted for Justice League, and I think. I think that's yeah. it's, this is yeah. and that's what and everyone says oh this Batman could fit seen. Justice League no 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 it's no, its own thing no. no he's like I think the way no one wrote it it was amazing. it's open the only way that I would like it to be I mean they were talking about it before they ever even came out with Superman Returns where they, where, they were going to follow up uh, Batman and Robin with Batman Superman 
Yeah. And maybe that could have, like, they could have tied they Superman into. Uh, I am legend. Yeah. There's a poster for a Batman Superman movie. But just, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. They could, no, uh, they, they potentially. I hope they don't Man tie enough Steel in. is tied. They could tie it into, like, a Batman Christopher Superman Nolan movie. is being asked to grab I hope not. a lot of the DC comics now because of how, <laughs> how yeah. badass the Dark Knight trilogy Yeah, but also in his statement there, his closing statements, uh, not off the shooting, but afterwards, it's, apparently it's a forward in the art of Batman trilogy book. He says it's done. This is it. It's done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's over. He said no it more. Bale I, has I'm happy. I'm, it's that done. That statement that he posted online about about him and the Batman uh, saga, he basically says, he's like, it's been a pleasure working. That's his forward. That's, That's the yeah. forward in the, in yeah. the art of Batman. Christian book. Bale's only comment on the future of it has been, uh, unless I'm incorrect, he said that the only way that he would reprise the role or even come back for an appearance would be if Nolan comes up with a good enough story. Yeah. And if Nolan's not making a story, Bale's not in it. Yeah. Not yeah. It's over. It's it. done. Um, Which is nice. Like, <laughs> he's not like a Approaching hour four, let's just like, again Terry McGinnis and yeah. uh, Batman Beyond. Let's right? get some final yeah. thoughts, Steve. Um, geez, final thoughts. I thought it was. Uh, you know what? I had my reservations during it, and I chalk that up just to like I said in my blog. It was I was uncomfortable in the way that I was meant to be uncomfortable. When Alfred leaves, I was thinking, I was like, that Alfred's always just been the blind follower. Like, yeah. every comic, every movie, every everything. Sus. <laughs> but, but for him to leave is a huge departure for not just, like, it's, I feel it was just as monumental a departure from what we know collectively, pop-culturally, of Batman as Batman Begins was. Yeah. I thought it was in, it was in a completely different vein, but it was just as powerful. Yeah, how would you rate it? Fantastic. I, it, uh, I honestly, I think I like The Dark Knight a little bit more as a standalone movie, but as a trilogy, uh, I don't know. If there's you're hard pressed to find anything better, especially like you said, trilogy that was written in three separate, separate parts. Installments. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. So uh, what would you give Dark Knight Rises then? Uh, out of fucking well, thirty-seven out of ten. <laughs> thirty-seven. <laughs> Ash blew my mind. The only thing I said after it finished was, that fucking dick, because he pretended to be dead, and I'm crying, and it was terrible. And that bitch, because she was all like, yeah, I'm just going to stab you now, and then I'm going to blow up Gotham. It's a slow knife. And I was too slow. I was so angry, but like so fulfilled at the end, so 10. Put it this way, uh, Batman did die. Bruce Wayne didn't. But yeah, Batman's dead. I know Batman. He dead. died in that. He did. Where, but where, I mean, where, where, still, where Bruce like, Wayne didn't come back from that trip he went on Bruce there. Wayne and Batman, Batman died in that atomic yeah. blast. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, Bat- Bruce, and Bruce Batman, Wayne emerged. I, 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 I would take it back further. Batman was broken by Bane. Oh That's yeah. Bane. And Bruce yeah. Wayne came that out of that. Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he just, just wore yeah. the cowl for a little bit there to. Uh, I think yeah, it was it was, it was the symbol. It was the symbolism yeah. that because people didn't know how to connect Bruce Wayne with that. Batman yeah. at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, no, loved it. Okay. Love it. Cried a little. Um, now, the big question that everyone's having is: Is it the Dark Knight Rises or the Avengers this summer? Right, and there was a big topic I was talking with my two brother about two earlier today. Two completely different, different movies. Yeah. Oddly enough, both end in atomic blasts. Yep. <laughs> How do you get much bigger than that besides the sun exploding? Well, it would be the, the first movie to escalate that. to that kind of explosive. Like this. Really. But anyway, Classic so device. here's my thoughts on The Dark Knight Rises as a whole. It's that at the end of, of many movies, I'll sit there and I'll be like, holy shit, that was awesome. And at the end of this one, I was totally speechless. Now, where a lot of my ratings are going to come from is there's a lot of people that have noticed, that have said, and they're, they're right, that there are structural um, problems with it, so like it's not 
the structurally it's not flawless. Whereas there are, there are some movies that are just structurally flawless, right? Mm-hmm. However, um, even those people who have had those qualms about it have come to me and they have said, like we just talked about it, and they'd be like, yeah, when I was first done, I was like, holy shit. And then I thought more about it and I realized, well, there were errors in it. But let's think about what is filmmaking? It's telling a story. If the story is so good that you don't even acknowledge that there are issues with it because you're so enthralled in it until afterwards, you've done a fucking good yeah. job. job. Yeah. But when, good point. when it comes to rating something, you've also got to keep into account all of the things. So I'm going to give it a, a 9 out of 10 simply because it wasn't. It could have been more polished, but the story was so good that I didn't even fucking know that there were structural issues until I got until to think right. about it afterwards. Yeah. I was so immersed. He did a good job telling me what he wanted to tell me. Oh, good point. All right. Uh, like I said, um, it, it, like, it, honestly, it's fucking, it's uh, roll flush in the sense of, like, it all lined up perfectly in my opinion. Um, I, essentially, everything that Batman Begins and The Dark Knight did, this movie built from those origins and made, I mean, everything that, okay, uh, this is what I'll say. It's a thick script. Everything happens very quickly. The action moves quickly. Every scene has a very important role to play. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not paying attention, there's stuff you'll miss. There's things that you might think are plot holes when are, which are actually either explained within the movie itself or referenced in the other movies. So when people say, oh, well, you know, maybe there might be issues with this aspect, this aspect, I'm like, I don't think you're digging deep enough. I think the movie is rewarding to the viewers that are really paying attention. And to that end... I loved it. I, like, I mean, I gave it like a ten out of ten because there's movies. My favorite movies are the movies that merit rewatch, that merit you e- examining it more than just for face value. And and to that end, I mean, I th- I honestly think one, it's it's the best one of the trilogy. But in my in my opinion, the trilogy goes: um, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and The Dark Knight Rises. The reason for it, I mean, I as much as I love the how Heath Ledger portrayed the Joker. A lot of what carried the Dark Knight was as- aspects of the Joker. There's there's very little Batman Bruce. Do you Wayne remember in what it. you told me after Dark Knight Rises? Why? Where you're just like, yep. Nolan just did the Joker for the fans. Yeah, uh, that's the most bullshit statement I've ever heard in my life. Why? He did not. That was a part of an integral story that he wrote. He didn't do it just because the fans demanded it. Clearly, you're not because he put it in the fucking first one. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to see what would have happened if Heath Ledger had. Yeah, and, and, I think it would have had a completely different story. So and and no, I, honestly, it had. Oh, if they had made the I third mean, one without mentioning the League of Shadows, I would have been disappointed. It's like I, 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 sure put the Joker in it, but the League of Shadows is key to his origin, which oh, should yeah. tie into oh, his oh, ending. Big time. Now, yeah. good point. You got to hark back to me. Me saying me saying that order does not take away from the dark knight no, no. I, the dark knight is a phenomenal movie it's it's a it's it's it, it, you know it's a, a it's genre content. changer it's a game changer it yeah. changed the superhero genre of movies i think that batman begins changed the superhero genre mm-hmm. and uh, the dark knight rises or the dark knight rather changed the super villain yeah no you're right you're right you're right it, it, it redefined what what we were expecting cinematically so i mean but with that with that being said the dark knight rises is the best of both those worlds it basically it grabbed those two things that made the it basically these are the two bottom pillars and here's the dark knight rises and and it's satisfying because we've seen those other movies we're getting rewarded for doing that research for paying attention to those yeah. movies i'll agree so, with that no good point yeah. good, Go good point what what'd you what do you rate it 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. The, um, 
I uh, don't get me wrong. I love this movie at all, and I think it, it's absolutely great. But I'm I'm going to put the Dark Knight ahead of it for the sole fact is I'll go by what what Zach was saying. Uh, you judge a movie by how immersed you are into the story, right? And uh, the first watch in IMAX, as soon as Blake was explaining right off the bat that he knew it was Batman, it, that, that perked me up. I caught myself instead of following the story and being immersed in it, I right off the bat as he was saying this, going, "How the fuck does he know he's Batman?" So that fact took me out of the story because I'm like that was way too quick. He, you know what I mean? It Makes wasn't sense. so it wasn't a smooth portion. Uh, on the second watch, it did like I, originally I probably would have rated this a four out of five, but that second watch would have it definitely bumped it up to like a four point eight. It, it's a, it's a tremendous movie. The villains are great. Tom Hardy as Bane, I think, is set, sets the mark for the fact that what. <laughs> Come on, Sharon. That's awesome. <laughs> Tom Hardy as Bane, I think, oh is just God. as good, if not better. Uh, yeah, I'll say it. If, if not as good, or if not as good, if not better than Heath Ledger, I think they just play two separate characters. Um, yeah, they're hard to compare. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, performance wise, like he did really, really good. I think Joker was part of a, a full immersion story. <laughs> which I think made him really, really good. And I think a lot of the times Bane carried this movie for me where I was like, fucking, I'm so enthralled with the Bane character. For the fans. It's not for the fans. It's, we're talking retarded. He wrote that out of, he, he wrote that just out of, that's what he wanted the story to go. You know, they tried to talk him out of using Bane as a bad guy for the yeah. third one. Did they? Yeah, Warner yeah. Brothers, because he said he's not too familiar with the Bane origin story. And so they said, well, if you're not too familiar, then let's just use somebody else. And he but said, he fucking no. crushed he it, though. Because he dem- his demand was, after doing the super... And uh, uh, evil ego of the Joker and the chaotic nature of him. He wanted to have more of a classic Structure. movie monster yeah. with well, a with I, a great brain. I heard yeah. one of the original ideas for the third Batman installment was initially they were going to be having uh, this epic crime boss, the Penguin, being the main villain, and the secondary villain was going to be the Riddler, but not in the sense of him being a villain. It was we established in the Dark Knight that the cops a, were chasing him. A person He's trying a PI to yeah. Tri- yeah, or a forensics investigator. Yeah. I had heard rumors about that in that Guy Pierce even. Interesting, but yeah. I, I prefer where they went. Once again, all stuff that could have been on the main plot line, but Heath Ledger's death might have threw it all for, for a loop, right? Because who knows, right? Um, I like where it ended up. Tremendous movie. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I love the experience that we went down with it, the Bat Van Journeys, yeah. which we haven't finished. Uh, we will Swarm a moment. We, we, will, we will finish the Bat <laughs> Van Journey Chronicles in another Cinephiles. But to me, a, a journey with a great group of friends and a great experience makes a movie that much more, and I think that's what upped it in, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, great movie. Loved it. Uh, a great way to end it. It tied it together, which is... Like I said, I do consider Dark Knight a better all-around story, all-around movie. Uh, Dark Knight Rises is a very, very, very extremely close second. And Batman Begins uh, is a very, very extremely close third. It's a very good trilogy where it's not like, oh, which one should I watch? It's you need to sit down and watch all three. Not one over the other. Don't watch Dark Knight before Batman Begins. You sit down, you watch all three, you watch all three in order, and you fucking like it. Because it is a damn, because it's a damn good trilogy, and it, it's simply amazing. I, I can't, I can't wait to, to watch so, all three frequently. I was going to say yeah. people are going to be having marathon parties and everything like this. Oh, really? yeah. we, you know, we are. <laughs> yeah. It comes out on uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. I want to know what's yeah. going to be yes. that goddamn box set. The absolute so, worst part of this flick is for the very sole fact that no one isn't doing it anymore. 
I think True. he I think he has tons more in him. I think he can keep fucking going and I think the story has more to it. Well that's the mark of a good storyteller, right? Yeah. Go out always on top. leave him wanting more, right? Yeah. And on that note, I and I wanted to do this at the very, very end because I feel like it's very a la uh, Nolan's style of storytelling is uh, always leave a question mark at the end too. And one thing I wanted to bring up that we didn't even touch on just once. What about Jen? Yes, Jen, Jen is Selena Kyle's roommate. Mm-hmm. Now, who is that? I my theory, my preferred theory She's is Jen. that it's Harley Quinn. Holy shit! Yeah, the I did the exact she is, thing. She is somewhat See, bad. bad. So you know what? Yeah. You know what? The podcast is just gonna be like, holy shit! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, think well, I mean, I'll, I'll, cut, it, I'll cut it right she there. She yeah. right into the background. <laughs> yeah. And it was only on the second watch that I was watching her like a hawk. And she seems like, I mean, there's another character I can't remember the name of, but she's actually, oh, yeah. in the comic um, book, she's actually integral to the creation of she, Batman because she stabs she's Bruce Catwoman's. Wayne in the leg um, as he's, uh, before he even takes on the mantle of Batman and uh, is, is part of the reason why he wants to hide his identity. Is that from year one? Uh, I forget if it's year one. I f- and I can't even remember the character's name now, which is killing uh, me. Hailey something? Hang on. Um, <laughs> I can't remember kidding. now. But I mean, th- a lot of people are pointing to that because that fits a lot more closely with like her just being the roommate and kind of being the mm-hmm. semi-sidekick. In fact, she took over the mantle of Catwoman uh, when Selina Kyle has a kid in the canon of the story. Okay. But... Uh, I prefer it better because I think that Nolan never has things that have one layer to them. That no, I think true. that that's Harley Quinn. Guaranteed. It's, it's possible. I mean, the, the idea, I remember at one point when there were the rumor mill, was uh, they were talking about the Dark Knight Rise or the sequel to ba- the, ba- the Dark Knight was, well, maybe if the Joker's gone, there's a copycat, and the copycat would be Harley Quinn, right? Mm. So... Trying to remember where. Okay, this. Oh, all right. Trying to remember the movie. <laughs> no, no. no Trying to remember where. Where was that? Was that when I said final thoughts last time? Did we go rating then final thoughts or final final thoughts? No, no. It's, it's final thoughts and then rating. Okay. Don't worry about. Uh, I my final thoughts of the movie were I was left speechless at the end of it, which is definitely good. That almost never happens to me with the movie. Um, and like, yes, there were like a structural issues and where people can debate certain points of well that didn't make sense or that was too quick but the point of making movies is to tell a story mm-hmm. and if by the end of it even through all those grueling errors you can sit there and still say holy shit mm. even people who have come up like have some of my classmates from Radio College said to me like uh, I, I was really disappointed with it and I was like okay why and they would state why I was like that makes sense but they still said but first off I was blown away and then thought back on it and went oh yeah. there's errors so if you can get your story across to the point where your audience doesn't even acknowledge that there are errors until afterwards you've done a good job yeah now that makes sense right like if if you're still blown away and then like you said it, it takes you looking back at the film to realize shit, like I didn't like this part, and this part, and this part. I think that is the sign of good storytelling, right? Yeah. It's my turn. You can go whenever. Feel, I feel like I've had so much time to think about this, like a week's <laughs> worth of time. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, all I know is some phone is just <clears throat> ringing through the speaker I have system. Uh, Who's mine? No, I think it's Ash. Just I've had some. Uh, sorry. Just put some underneath it. Be I'm trying to take Ben and tell him to get his ass here. No, he's not going to come now. Yeah, no, he late. told me he's on his way. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Um, uh, I think uh, the best way to contextualize what uh, Zach just uh, spoke about is uh, think about Inception. Um, one of the one of the early things that they mentioned in that movie is can you not do that? Thank you. I can't hear you. 
Speak a little bit closer. And so you're on the analog mic. There you go. Talk louder. Yeah. Um, one of my thoughts on is Inception is how the movie, um, script-wise, is is a mess. It's uh, it's basically like reading higher. Hieroglyphics. Um, essentially, um, Christopher Nolan had to explain to each one of the actors before they came on board on the project because um, Leonardo DiCaprio actually had to sit down with him to, for the movie to be explained. But one of the scenes in Inception, which is very interesting, is when he's training Ellen Page about the whole dream sequences and how they work. And uh, the big thing that he draws attention to is they're having the conversation in the French in the French cafe, and and he tells her, "How did we get here?" And she stops and thinks, and he's like, "He's like, you mean you were dreaming right now?" And that's essentially the power of the narrative: is the fact that your 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 mind puts together the missing pieces. Now, a lot of people will say, "Well, that's lazy storytelling." Well, no, there's a, a big argument that. Um, in fact, uh, when I was at the Vegas Cinefest, John Landis did a a really interesting uh, point on this: is uh, movies very much are the language of dreams. And the way that, you know, someone's eating breakfast and then they cut to them at work. How did they get to work? Does it matter? No, it doesn't. Our mind kind of puts together the pieces. To that end, I think that uh, The Dark Knight Rises is actually a really good movie. Um, it's actually very good at possibly the best way they could have ended um, the, the Nolan trilogy. Mainly because what they did is they used the the uh, the the resonance and all the character development that they founded in the first movie as well as the escalation factor and and the world that they had built in the second movie to take that character to, uh, character to its kind of most extreme conclusion you you ha- you don't really have to the movies within themselves are are three are are, are where they work in three acts but the movies as a whole in the c- series work as uh, like giant acts themselves batman begins is very much the first act where it literally ends with the second act of the introduction of the joker the the second act is basically uh, the the Dark Knight, where it kind of introduces uh, how has Batman changed this world, right? And and sure enough, it leads into the big climax and the conclusion where this is the price of, of being Batman, and more importantly, uh, basically like what a bit outside of the comics, what Batman would have to do to not only save Gotham or survive in this kind of narrative, right? So. To that end, uh, I think a lot of the grievances that uh, fans have about oh well nit- nitpick this nitpick that it's it's uh, it's they're very minuscule and they can be very very easily like if you if you stop and think and just break down the structure of the movie it's all explained there. A lot of people I know that in the forums there was a big argument about. Uh, what what did Alfred see him at the end? I was can't that believe that that was an argument. Like, well, no, because the thing is, people have preconceived notions, and when you have a preconceived notion of something, it's very hard to let go of that. And but, again, like that but that mentality though was stuck into one film. How could like no? Because a lot that of that harkens back to Inception too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but that's where it stopped. Like where, no one made where a good your movie. own preconceived notions can destroy that world. You 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 don't remember things the way because you know why? Because a lot of people went into this movie thinking Batman's going to. Die. And for them yeah. to see that ending where he didn't, it, it it felt maybe for them mentally it felt like a betrayal. Is is that you know is that Nolan's fault? No, he told the story he wanted to tell, and I think he told it really well. Given the scale of what he was doing, yeah. it probably like I said, the best way he could have handled that character and that story. It's gripping. At no point, at no moment do you feel bored, even though Batman doesn't even show up until forty minutes into the movie. True. But again, you've got the saving grace of the fact that you've got two movies that were really well done that are leading to this, and all, those forty minutes leading. Uh, for uh, leading to Batman's first appearance are all well justified, setting the groundwork 
for the second and third act to, to that movie. And, and like, yeah, he built a good foundation. I think he really did. Yeah, and, and very much like I was saying, uh, we were talking about the whole well analogy, and very much these three movies work in, in Batman Begins. He is Bruce Wayne. In The Dark Knight, he is Batman. And by the end of the dar- of Dark Knight Rises, he's back to being Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's it's good storytelling. It really is. And, and um, you know, if people don't like it, that's just, it's a personal preference thing, yeah. really. And when you have a you have a bias against something because you didn't like the, like a lot of people, you know, maybe there were people that had the preconceived notion of, we wanted the Joker in the third one, and and my my thought uh, my thought process, even if Heath Ledger had lived, my thought process would be, why would you bring the Joker back? I mean, he, and even if you brought him back, he wouldn't fill the same role. They dealt with that conflict. Yeah, it already, was right? it was over with. Yeah, and, and it, it goes yeah. back to your cameo comparison, right? Like, yeah, if it, anything, it should be scaling up to the progress the progression chart. And I mean, sure enough, Rajal Ghul, who was there at, at the beginning, had to come back at the end because that's how you bring it full circle. His origins are tied to his ending, right? So, do you think it would be better if Roz played a bigger role? Roz himself, yeah. had it been revealed that Roz were alive, yeah. I mean, sure, you could have gone that direction. The whole thing is you have to lay the seeds uh, down to make that happen. And I think to to the end of how... Uh, like for some reason, have Roz stab him in the side, and he'd be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Out, 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 out. <laughs> but no, I mean, I... I, I, I would be I mean, a good jaw dropper, to be honest with you. If, if it was Roz... Just out of nowhere, too, right? <laughs> takes off a word. <laughs> that would be a, that would be a, <laughs> interestingly enough there was a Batman Beyond story that was like that what happened he was, was Talia he, no yeah that's what it was uh, Rajal Ghul took over Talia's brain and he like it's fucked up because what? in the story it's like uh, Bruce Wayne is becoming what? younger because he's older in this, <coughs> in this story and um so he's he's with Talia because now that rage is gone Talia's back to normal etc <coughs> and Talia and Bruce always had this thing together and sure enough they're getting together and then, all of a sudden, Talia is revealed to be Rajal Ghul. See, like, even starts up. talking in Rajal Ghul's voice. And, <coughs> and what's fucked up is he wants to take creepy. over Bruce's body. That's why he's been rejuvenating him in, like, uh, oh, various. through the Lazarus Pit. Mm. But the most fucked up thing about all, uh, all of this is they had sex before this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? I remember watching that episode and thinking, like, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> like it's very fucked up. Roz right? wanted to here. fuck Bruce. I guess that's yeah. essential. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, who's to say that didn't happen in the Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, right? Like big man boners going around in that city. But I mean, um, no, I thought it was beautifully done, and uh, you know, all these grievances that people are having towards uh, towards the movie. I mean, they're all justified in my opinion. People are like, "Oh, Bane cried at the end." I'm like, "Well, I mean, what the fuck did you want him falling off of a building?" Like, would that that would have felt like a cop out as opposed to him them finally revealing who he was and the fact that he's even though he's this larger than life figure, he's not the mastermind. Very much how in Batman Begins, you think that Jonathan Crane's this madman, very much like the old Batman movies where it's like crazy madman tries to take over Gotham. Yeah. When in fact it's like holy shit, it's yeah. like, I remember in Batman Begins. I did not see that twist coming, even though it was so obvious that Ducard was, was Ray Ghul. I yeah. thought it was uh, Ken Watanabe. Because he even was, looked. Uh, yeah, even yeah looked I thought, like I'm like, oh, Ken guy. Watanabe's still alive. He survived the explosion. And then, then when they revealed the twist, it was like, holy well, shit. And it's the the air that he presents with. You know, it's kind of like the energy that that character, when he was playing Ra's Ghul, while Ducard is, you know, standing beside 
Bruce kind of more as a mentor. You yeah, know, it completely yeah. gives you a different impression, not just the different visual, mm-hmm. and, and it well, tricks your brain. And, and, and I mean, uh, uh, that's just good writing. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people like their big their biggest complaint from the Dark Knight to the Dark Knight Rises. While well, they they did the your thing, things have taken such a huge twist from where where they were in the Dark Knight. And I would argue that if anything, you've had time for the events of the Dark Knight to really sink in. Basically, the uh, the fact that Jim Gordon lost his family was – I mean, it makes so much sense. I yeah. mean, his his son was held at gunpoint by a madman. He of faked his, his death and didn't tell his wife. Get the fuck out of there. Like, I mean, you don't – like, as a – you know, you don't just get over that. Especially yeah. if, if you're the wife of a police officer. Like, you're already worried enough as it is and you're you're dreading the day that you get the call that he get that mm. he's dead. Sure enough, you get the call and you're just like, oh, psych. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it, yeah, it, it, it's worst. cost him so much and so much for bad. And I mean, the, the whole death of Rachel Dawson and everyone said, oh, they killed off Rachel Dawson. That's good because it allowed because of the you know changing casting and all that stuff. But at the same time, I mean, the 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 weight like that was Bruce Wayne's love, right? Yeah, no, I don't. If anyone makes the assumption that they killed off uh, Rachel Dawes because of of the actress issue they were having, I think it's full of shit because I think that was an integral part to the story. A, it's what gives Harvey Dent the motivation to become Two Face, mm-hmm. uh, and it gives it foundation for that character. Absolutely. And B, it, it throws Batman into uh, basically what happens in, like in what an well, he, depression. He, he's partly to blame Pretty because much? it's because of him being Batman and being a well, hero that the Joker came and did this. So yes. it's, yeah, it's adds like, the guilt on you know the realism of being a superhero is. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. Regardless of if we wear and a mask also, or not. Also, I mean, every, everyone, everyone, uh, you know, it's an impossibly high standard because, and, and this is what I really, like, this is the whole thing that we were saying about the Dark Knight when we were reviewing Dark Knight. He made the Joker that the fans, you know, he made it for the fans, I, in my opinion. I still think he made the Joker for the fans. Oh, I disagree with he you on that one. Su- he fits such a beautiful purpose to the bigger story because the Dark Knight was not about the Joker. The Joker was the catalyst. The story was about the fall of Harvey Dent, which I thought was so well done. It's mm-hmm. it's what makes yeah. that story a crime yeah, but drama. Who, yeah, but who, who made Harvey Dent fall? It wasn't. It wasn't just the Joker, though. I it, think it was. No, it was. No, it wasn't. He took on the entire mob. Yeah, but he took. Okay, he no, literally arrested no, fair enough, the you're entire right. mob. You're fair enough. But, but this is why Joker's last monologue is so key. All that requires to push someone over the edge is just a little push. Uh, oddly enough, that's actually from the Killing Joke, and he tries to do that to Jim Gordon in the comics, yeah. and it doesn't work. Mm, Jim Gordon almost comic. kills him. And and you know the thing is. Yeah, the beauty of of of, uh, of uh, Batman and the Joker is, it, like you know, in the comics, everyone sees him as kind of like the big baddie, but really they're not. He's more, he's more the catalyst. What that means is he's the response to Batman, and he's not he's he's not his physical match, but he knows what most criminals for some reason don't fucking know about Batman is he won't kill, yep. and because he won't kill. The Joker pushes that to its limit, and you, you see. Well, the that. Joker tries to get him to do it, well, even to himself. No, but he does it to his limit in the, in the sense that I don't have to attack you; I just have to attack your ideals. Yeah. And who were like who were that everyone was fighting for in the Dark Knight was Harvey Dent. Remember, he was going to stop being Batman because he was going. He wanted Harvey, Harvey Dent to be what he couldn't, couldn't be. be. Without yeah. a mask. Yeah, and and the Joker is 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 really a secondary uh, character in that story. Like he 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 uh, his biggest action throughout that entire story is uh, he's got two things. He blows up the hospital and he um, he uh, attacks Harvey Dent when he's being transported. Yeah, and uh, that was all an attempt to basically basically uh, get the whole you know it's all to get to Batman. It has nothing to do with Gotham. Yeah, the whole reason he knew that Harvey Dent wasn't Batman. Yeah, that's why he attacked the whole. Uh 
attacked yeah, and transport, I mean, right? Yeah, and, and what I'm getting at is I, I like him. I like the Joker. It's, he's a good character. He was done so amazing. Have you seen that uh, thing on E-Bombs, by the way? Forget the, the artist's name, the singer. Uh, 1979 interview uh, on a talk show. It's, it was Heath Ledger's, uh, his inspiration for the voice of the Joker. And it's, oh, it's, it's, it's like this really popular sick singer. I forget his name. Oh, fucking Ryan Burns going to kill me for this because he know it's one of his favorite singers. But, you, you know, it's like, how was the flight? He's like, the plane was a bit stuffy. Like, you know, it's like he's really. really? Then I got to the hotel. <laughs> like, it's just like, holy shit, man. I imagine I might have to, put, I might have to input some. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it, you'll, uh, I'll find it. I, I, put, I think I put the link online. But I, I just found it really interesting because the thing is. Um, and the like, stewardess was a bit of a schemer. Well, yeah, exactly. And. and uh, <laughs> And uh, so, so, so the Joker very much fits the same function as um, as uh, the Scarecrow in Batman Begins. Because he's he he's the yeah exactly he's he's the link between Rachel Gould. He's not he's not the guy in charge. And and, and the Joker even made, puts attention to this. He says he's like I'm not the planner. I in like he, like everyone's like it's all part of the plan. That's I know that's, you hate that. It's out, it's of, out context of context because he never had a plan, and that's what's the beautiful thing about the character. He's the catalyst to that. Basically, his his idea uh, his idea was to just basically disrupt the uh, Batman's goal, not to See, take you, over Gotham or anything. But were you? It's funny because <laughs> reviewing the Dark Knight. But when like well, no, I, think, I know I think it's part of the story. It's you just, can't fairly review the Dark Knight Rises without reviewing the trilogy. No, you're right. Like I think they're so tied together. Well, this is where I mean you will disagree with. You say you you take that out of context where you don't think Joker has a plan where I think he does, and the reason why, like it, very clearly, he even does says it in that speech where he's just like a dog chasing cars. Like to me, it's I think that's just what he says. Same thing about his story with, when he talks about his scars. He's he's a wild card. He's a Joker. Like yeah. he he is the X factor. Well, and he I think to me I think he has an ultimate you, scheme. You, his ultimate scheme is you to actually fuck shit up. You you hit the nail on the head. And when you said he's he's the Joker, and I think that's how Christopher Nolan viewed it, the Joker is a wild card, yeah, mm-hmm. and and very much he, Jokers are he wild. took, and that's what I really like about Christopher yeah. Nolan. His writing has many layers. So when he introduced the Joker, well, Jesus Christ, look at Inception. It's very much no, but it's very much. <laughs> well, he's really built up. Did layers. you see the plan? Literal. Yeah, he he is very much the wild card, and then you you see the comparison to Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent and his coin, right? There's two sides, yeah. right? So it's very but interesting. After the, the explosion, good and after bad, the explosion. Right? So, yeah, but but even before then, remember because. Hello. Four years, yeah. But no, did you ever see like the way he? Uh, I think is how he pitched Inception to uh, to the drawing. Yeah, yeah. He like he, the way he pitched Inception he to made the a studio. You I should, haven't seen this. Oh my god! Ever. Like I kid you not. When we say layers, it's actual. Yeah. He, he showed. He shows. He made sketches of the timelines. So like the the main timeline, then the dreams and the sub dreams, and where they connect and wow, how deep they go. We'll send it to you. It's, I, I, it's I fucking, have to look at this. It's it epic cool. for a simple. To me, it, I bet here's you, my I, pitch. That's what I think it is. I think it was him. Like, okay, guys, you went to my pitch, and like four hours later, he finally completes it. You know what so I mean? So again, we, uh, I, I guess. Sorry, I, I got really sidetracked there. But going back, to... <laughs> Dark Knight Rises was a good movie. Well, no, what I'm getting at is, let's go, going back to that Inception thing, a lot of people, and, and you know what, it, it, it rewards the viewers that had the marathons beforehand. Those that, those that, uh, Which have been really fun watch to Batman see. Begins and The Dark Knight before watching Rises, there's a lot of nuances, and the, and, and the movies flow so beautifully together. Yeah. There's definite a feel to each movie, and, you know, it's like, the, this is Batman, Batman's origin, 
it's progressing to the escalation and finally like the ultimate the climax of the story right so yeah. in that respect it's it's a very powerful story and the thing is it, it, the, the the thing that was working so against it was it was not a planned trilogy and not planned trilogy no it was written separately and then yeah, and that's look at the yeah. Matrix look at Ninja Turtles <laughs> look at uh, oh, Ninja Turtles the 3 is such a piece of shit in the first one yeah, yeah oddly enough the Animatrix contrary, yeah. the Animatrix is probably one of the most it's powerful fantastic. entries outside of the first one yeah. but yeah but uh, essentially that was a lot of fan work and, and, but here's the thing here's the thing about the, the Animatrix the storytelling is so compelling yep. that the details the little holes in the story doesn't matter they're all secondary yeah Your just like is, Zach said yeah sorry yeah, it's yeah. exactly what he said about Rises if the yeah, movie yeah. compels if, if, if there's, you, if there's plot holes yeah. and there's like even structural differences, you your mind is filling in those gaps. If, if it's it good enough, matter. then they're, they're, it doesn't matter. They're minute details, and and they're not enough to take you out of the experience, right? Like yeah. I mean, and and the big the big one that everyone I've been reading about is. John Blake, how did he figure? You know, him figuring to me, out. I was going to say that that one took me out of it. Him figuring out Bruce Wayne is Batman. How else would you have done it? Because oh. he was an offing oh, too. I, I was, I, I was I, hoping I, to God. The only reason why I knew this wouldn't work because it was in the first. It, he's too young. But I was hoping he'd be the kid from the first movie. Well, I kind of, I had a moment of like, he's maybe a, that's you know the He's a, he's a King Joffrey. That's what I was. The kid from the first movie is King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Seriously, that's hilarious. From Batman. With that said, how else would you have done it? John Blake knowing that he was Batman is that critical for like the first two acts? It actually is. It really is. It sets up his character. It puts him in a power it position. Really does. It actually sets him up to be the next Batman because it is. It, it makes the audience say, "Oh, this guy's smarter than I thought." And that's the thing. That's what and bother. He, that's yeah. what jars the audience. They're like, "And he understands." Well, did this guy figure it out? I think Plus, that he completely a, understands where Batman's coming from. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, I was just about to say, there's like a flip around because I think that a lot of people had an issue with it because the first time you see Blake, he questions Gordon about it because mm-hmm. he goes up in the roof and is like, hey, what are you doing up here? It's like the guy commented at Wayne Manor earlier. It's like war times. He goes up there and, you know, like, he's, he's ready to go to war. But then afterwards, then they explain why he would have made that connection when he actually has the conversation with Bruce and tells him about being an orphan and knowing about Bruce Wayne and telling the stories and then finally seeing him. And that's what solidifies. Everything. And he it's knows, his training he knows as a what cop it means to, like, that gave him the tools. Be okay. angry How, with his bones. Hold on, let me go. Let me, with his bones! Oh my go, God. Knowing, the end result, knowing the end result, what would you have done? Can I go? Okay, uh, uh, this is fucking Dark Knight Rises Totsky version here. Uh, right now, Uh-oh. Blake... Joker's still alive! <laughs> Blake just sits there and Joker steps. No, I'll tell you right now, fucking uh, Blake doesn't know. He doesn't put two and two together. He do, I'll tell you this. He does the passionate uh, Bruce Wayne orphanage story. Okay. So right there, we understand his passion as an orphanage to Bruce Wayne. Still doesn't make the connection. Okay, yeah. We go through the movie. We st- he still gets established as a powerful character, right? And uh, like he still does the gun thing. So he doesn't. He, he shoots Buddy by accident. He still hates it. Uh, Jim Gordon identifies him as a really good cop. Uh, Wants him in under, yeah, under everything is the same. Everything's the same. He doesn't know. I, and right at the end, I say, "Fucking have a bit more expanded uh, Bruce Wayne last will and testament," because Bruce Wayne picks oh. up on this, and all it is, he gets his letter and says, uh, "Get this bag." Brings him into well, the Batcave, and all well, of a sudden he puts two and two together maybe, at the very end of the fucking so, so movie. Yeah, like, maybe Batman had to tell him that he was Batman. Batman like, showed him that yeah, he was no, Batman. No, no, he basically kinda told like, him that he's Batman. Like, kind of like um, when he's like. Um, like a cop who put like a jacket around a kid who just lost his parents like maybe in the same something kind of similar respect. to that context but but see, it is not critical well, that no, he knows Batman there's two I, there's I, I gotta disagree I, I, I gotta I disagree here's I the problem with integral. your here's two really there's two big 
problem. Here's the yeah. problem. The big problem with what you're saying. I already made five hundred million. <laughs> right there, with every right there, by saying That's that that uh, that Batman, it tells him or he gets shown that he's Batman. You're taking away from the character. Is can he fill Batman's shoes? Right there, I'm saying no. Because I totally no, not agree. If, not if he finds out right at the very Why? end. He had to no. know from the beginning. No, no, well, he needed beginning. he needed to figure it out on his own. Yeah, Bruce really never really talked about it too much in the movies, it, but it Bruce Wayne's supposed to be like the number one detective in the entire world. So it I think whoever replaces him has to be. This is where we're split because I'm not a comic book reader, so I'm doing my judgment based on the movie. But still, but I still think that he needed to know who Batman was from the very beginning for him to go up to go up to the door and be like okay so we're investigating Cause, the cause murder you know what? but it's this conversation that gets a- Batman out of the house and you know yeah exactly because he's true. there he's there to see Batman but it, aside from that you I could write make it the matter is that, that conversation yeah, but, got like into the house but you know what that ends the movie on it ends the movie on this like him like the realization moment as opposed to him embracing it because the the cool shot in that in that last scene would you not be shitting your pants him, though if you fucking got the GPS coordinates in the back is him with the no it, it, well that that one's really yeah, good but, too oh, but my favorite so is him cracking the light open and the bat surrounding him and you see yeah. he's not afraid though he's not afraid well, he's, he's actually smiling and, yeah. and when he when he stands on the platform and it comes up he just he doesn't even have to brace himself he's just yeah. like fuck yeah this is where I need to be and, and at that point I'm like this, this isn't is Robin home. this is the next yeah. bat I w- I'm telling you right now, I got the same amount of fucking heart on that I got that I that I would just by me. It would have been it would have been the same amount of chub either way. Uh, however, it goes. I don't think it was critical that Blake had to know. I, I, I think it was. Name. I think I it was really critical. Think I think it was. as a you know what, fuck it. I'm bringing down my my rating from last time as a, as a compromise. Maybe he could have realized it during the duration of the movie instead of coming right into it knowing. But I think it's he absolutely very early on first act. For sure, he needs to know, well, you, and he you needs know, to display that he knows. I'm the glad beauty that of that he is, right is the follow-up scene that happens with Blake is immediately as when they tell him he can't get at Gordon through the sewers, he goes to the gutter, yeah. where that guy, where the body was. He's putting two and two together, yeah. and he learned yeah. that because he was in the orphanage, and it sets up that the experiences and, and, that, he, and that suddenly, he's had growing up, and that all could have happened without him knowing he was Batman. Suddenly, that scene. Okay, so that scene. No, there's this. No, there's. Suddenly, that scene isn't as stupid because he he was able to figure out Bruce Wayne was Batman right at the beginning so yeah. automatically you're like oh he knows his shit he knows what he's doing like when he's sitting with so the kid people. drawing with the chalk and the, and the kid's like do you ever think he's coming back and he's like I don't know and he's like maybe I should go fucking see Bruce Wayne is exactly what he's thinking yeah. at that very moment because he knows He's known all along ever since he was suspected. like eight. The, he, that's also likely when he found like, out that the money stopped coming in. Yeah. The, the only thing that drew me exactly. into any kind of uh, a piece with that scene was the way Zach described it during the first edit of this podcast when you said the reason why and, and I just hope that Nolan could have done this better is the reason why he figured it out is because they as orphans they idolized they didn't idolize Batman they idolized Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. yeah and, and Nolan did touch on it because he did say oh we made stories about you we, and they put him on a pedestal they that did. was key that'll bring me in 75% of the way you know what you well, need to see there's a Batman episode and also in you've seen uh, Gotham Knight yeah there's there's one a story there called is. Legends of the Dark and, Knight. Uh, and they they make the, they, and, and that, oh he's a giant bat and they make and this giant bat literally oh, yeah. that's the story both in in the the animated series and in the, that movie where it's these orphans 
are there there are orphans in it, and they're just taught they're regaling stories of Batman. Well, Gotham Knight was the connector between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. Yeah, like so actual it's it's universe very, canon connector. No, you know, I'd like to watch that again to see if there's a connection there. There Ooh. is. No, you're no, right. No, if, if it's one of the only parts whatever, of it, right? so really? it's really, I got it here actually. Because what, what's really what's really cool about it is um, I mean, here's the thing. It doesn't. It, it, the movie doesn't spoon feed you, and that's what I like about it. The mo- the movie bit is basically like you know who Batman is. You know what the journey's been so far. We're we're taking like it, we it, basically what what I got from that movie was everything that happened up until Al- Alfred left. Like we were talking earlier in the podcast was us. We're we're like we're basically getting us. you know we're we're being spoon fed. We're kind of like there's parts here and there where like there's there our limits are being pushed you know uh-huh. and then Alfred leaves and then like shit just gets so fucking there real after say, that uh, like hyper real too yeah. because it's like uh, by by from the first to the last Hours act I'm like there's an atomic bomb about to destroy all of Gotham and it's a very real possibility that no one's gonna get out of this right well so, yeah the, it's I mean oh the like that dude actually blowing up the bridge like oh, I yeah, said, that I was, lost my mind. That was a very good true. scene. He did more damage than the Joker or Ray's al Ghul it's ever true. did before. It's true. And what, like, that one cop? And like in all the movies, huh? it's no, always babe. like, let us no, across the bridge. Babe. And they're She's like, okay, come cops. across no, the no, bridge. No. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm not letting you across this fucking bridge. Come boom. And yeah. then he's like flying backwards. And I'm like, oh my God, aren't people supposed to be safe? That was a good reaction. That was like, you asshole, you killed us all. That was a good bit of writing. I didn't think anyone would have the goal either in reality or in writing. Actually, actually blow, blow the bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I figured, okay, it's coming to the end. Uh, Gordon's going to save a bus full of kids. We're, we're, we're well, going. We're rocking. Every, it's every moment. Like, every. I feel like I don't know. I just the more I think about it, and the more that we talk about it at length about about stuff, right? well about Blake in particular. Like I find that he's like one of the shining characters in yep. this movie. Now it's kind of like how you said how Harvey Dent yep. is the story he of is. the Dark Knight, although yep. he's underneath the Joker. Gordon Same Levitt was integral, but. It's every scene that you look at him in is pivotal to him becoming Batman at the end. I take and that as a given. So and also that scene is one of the scenes that you know shakes up his foundation in the struggle. He does but so you know when the cops when the cops blow up the bri- the bridge though? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool callback to the Dark Knight in the fact that although the Joker had pushed Gotham there were still good people. The city stood up. And yeah. what Bane did is people were at the brink of fear. Like, the thing is, like, they, there was no, like... They had They hope, were so but... scared of what would happen that they didn't even take the chance. Yeah. It referenced that back to the Dark Knight where, it's like, like, the criminal did the, the right yeah. choice, right? So it yeah. basically leaves... There's no ultimatum at that point, right? So well, was well, a really good scene where it's, like... The first movie was about fear. The second yeah. about chaos. This movie was about pain, but it threw in the fear and chaos. All, all three themes all three movies have it together. in them, yeah. Absolutely. But there's... But the, and at the end of the day, there's always hope, right? Because everyone's mm-hmm. always got hope in Batman. And Bane, Bane makes specific reference how exactly hope can poison, how hope down, can poison gotta, they everyone. They gotta go up a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially exactly. when it's based on a lie, like all the Harvey Dent Yeah, yeah Harvey exactly. Dent. So then as soon as he finds that, like, speech, he's like... Bingo! Yeah, fucking have again. I love that moment though. When, like, when you just see Gordon come, uh, he regains consciousness just as Bane's like snapping this guy's neck, and he doesn't even take like a second to like assess the situation. He's like, "I need to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah. Whoa. He's like, oh, "Get the fuck out of here!" Go on. No, uh, see, it all takes a little bit. Of, all it takes a little push to get everyone talking again, right? Hell yeah! <laughs> Discussing well, no, the movie. It's, it, like I said, the movie the movie has a lot of layers to it. Like, yep. if, if you really break it down to what it is, I mean, that everything is done so earnestly. Nothing is 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 coughed out, in which that's why I keep harking back to Blake figuring out 
uh, that Bruce Wayne is Batman. That is done in an earnest manner. He has a two-minute monologue explaining this. And on top of that, like, everything else around the movie is so well-structured that, like, I can... I, I believe... As soon as he said it, I believed it. And right there, it, it, like, like as I was watching the movie, as I'm, like, making my notes in my brain, I'm like, bookmark on this character. This guy's important because he figured out who Batman is. Yeah. Well, the, time. I think that particular scene with uh, Blake there kind of harks back to what you are saying about how this is one of the few, like, trilogies that aren't written together tend to not mm-hmm. be so good, but this one was. Yeah. yeah. I think that particular scene goes back to... These weren't written sequentially, like yeah. together. Yep. So, like, of all of the different scenes, they he wrote it so that they all tied back. But this is the one scene that doesn't actually tie back to any of the other movies, right? Oh it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's its foundation is born yeah. out of something that has never it's, been it's talked jarring. about. Before. Yeah. It's, no, you're, good point. Th- there. I think that's where a lot of people are having their their problems from uh, from no, this particular right. scene. Because my, my first thing. association was the kid in the narrows. That's yeah, exactly. Like, that, that, that everything's that tied together. Fucking, right? That would have made it for me. That would have been a little exactly. fucking. This would have been awesome. You, you then now, like I said, you, the you answer, brought right? me. You brought me three quarters of the way there with your speech on how he's obsessed with Gordon. We're gonna watch Gotham Night again. Maybe that might connect it a bit more. But to me, I think Nolan really should have done a little bit better on to. Like yes, the Blake character was awesome. It was just, uh, he was established. He was he was smart. He was brilliant. I, don't know. I think Miranda it was. Tate's I think it was. was in the first I, two movies. I think he. Mm-hmm. I think he had to pull out the shock factor. Like I know you're fucking Batman, and then he's like, oh shit. But yeah, but that's a, that's a risky that. move. It took me out of the movie. It. it I, I, you I know what it. I thought was what I thought was really interesting. I was out of Gotham at that point. Well, you know what was one of the interesting elements I found in the first movie that was I felt was a little bit jarring is how there was no establishment of the scarecrow until you get into Gotham seven years later. Yeah. That actually, I, I thought jarring, but it didn't bother me because he served. He, it, the, the connection is there later on when when you start realizing that his fear toxin is based on the flower. That the League of Shadows. Well, no, like what the Scarecrow character, like to me, I think it was established where when the, him and the, the Rachel Dawes team where it's like you keep, you keep, like all these people got the insanity plea. So I'm assuming we, they've gone years of yeah, having criminals it, it, in the but insanity again, plea. Like, it, you're, it's no, yeah. not, not so much of a larger push than. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like, like I was saying, I mean, the, the movie is really rewarding to the astute watcher, right? There's a lot of stuff going on, and like I said, I won't make any qualms. It's a thick movie. Like, there's oh, a lot fucking going on. Like to the point where, like, I was like, I'm like, how did she's a pie movie? I'm like, how did uh, like pie? <laughs> yeah, how did uh, how did uh, Fox get it get away from the courthouse? And it turns out, like, no, Bruce Wayne saved him. Nah, he was he still got, in line. No, you he, can tell no, they were still in the courthouse. No, he he got he and purposely. When he met up with Selena, Selena took Bruce Wayne in as a hostage, and yeah. that's when they save Fox and then yeah. leave Talia behind. And I forgot that. I thought that, that was, thought that was a given. Two. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Bane no, wants no, these no. Two. But like because there was so much shit oh, happening. Oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah. The Catwoman even says Bane wants these two. Two. Yeah. 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 And they say, "Well, we're going to leave Miranda." Or, no, like not there's tonight. like I said, there, everything has a good cause and effect throughout the script. And like I, I remember Alex Rushy online was saying how like well the the bomb is armed so quickly it's, it takes them like not even thirty seconds. And I'm like, no, there's a cutaway. Blake Blake is uh, goes after those construction workers during that cutaway. That could like we don't know it how could have happened hours. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's a beautiful. It's a device that has no foundries yeah, in reality. Like, fusion. That Spider-Man Two is about fusion. Come that yeah, parts yeah. don't worry. <laughs> so that that like well, that how it's machine. Like, for all you know, there is a switch on that machine because it's fictional. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just saying those it's usually parts, a device. How like, it's grounded? Like, toxin. I, I thought I thought that was more grounded than the dehydrator <laughs> in uh, in Part One. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. The, the, big, the, big, the big plot hole, quote unquote plot hole, was how does it not affect people, right? Because yeah. it dehydrates and everything. We're made right? out of water. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, should have just yeah, pretty much turned into bacon. Burst into <laughs> but you don't, who cares, <laughs> right? Is it beer like fucking World of the World style? Just <laughs> well, and then they yeah. try to just cover it up that one line that's like, well, it's designed to deplete the enemy's water supplies. Mm. You know, like it's targeted at just bodies of water. But mm. Yeah. Oh, fresh yeah. water. People have bottles, bodies of water, god damn it. Well, Batman well, made actually were here. We're sailing. We're made up of saline sense. solution. It's still a comic book, which is sterile water. Universe, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what I would say, uh, I guess my sorry, I mean, we've been on me for here for a while. <laughs> my my closing comment on yeah, that is. God. Beautifully done. Don't do any more. Please, for the love of God, don't do any more. And he won't. Let done. it end. No, but he won't. Doesn't mean Warner Brothers won't pick it up. Uh, I what? hope they don't. The best thing he I gave could advice. Say, I heard the, the thing about rebooting it for the Justice League. The best thing I could say League. is reboots, reboot Batman for Justice League and consider Joseph Gordon-Levitt to play Bruce Wayne. <gasps> Wait, what do you mean by the take on... Oh, okay, so but keep, this, keep the story separate. Joseph no, make it completely its own so thing, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I, th- I, I think he he's a he's, talented actor. I think he'd make amazing. a really good... I love him. A, a good... Oh, no, I, I haven't seen any movie that I didn't like him in. Yeah, no, it's true. Absolutely. It's yeah. so and true. 50-50 was great. There's times. even fucking angels in, so in the outfields. Yeah, <laughs> in so many cases, they're better than... Third rock who's an orphan in that one, too. Third rock yeah. from the sun. Um, or no, John Blank. Oh, kind of an orphan. Oh, kind of an orphan. He's such a little orphan all the time. <laughs> just cuts to a scene, angels in the outfield, where he's trying What's to explain to Christopher bad? Lloyd, Bruce Wayne. Um, I Why forgot my, my entire other point there, but... Uh, I don't know. It's just fantastic, the movie. Uh, the visuals of it, the the feel, the texture of it, and the whole series. I think it's just completely... I can't uh, wait to watch it. It's mind-blowing. And I, you know what? If they did reboot back it, back I would back. still... I'd be in line. Or, I mean, oh, if they re- yeah. rebooted it, or if they continued with a new director... With Harry and yeah, That's I'd, a cash cow. I would yeah. be there. But at the same time, I agree with you. I yeah. like it just standing as it is I think out of respect I think Warner is no, like knows what Nolan did I think oh, it's I think don't, it's don't no? studios well, don't think that way no? well maybe they thought that during the duration of that they knew they were going to do a trilogy and they really like gave him free reign which is what I mean, they I gave him really full translates into what makes these movies so great mm. learn um, from the studios learn but now that the engagement's done they own the rights. They own the properties. They can do whatever they, they want with it. Choose to do whatever they want, and they can do it in one board meeting. It's true. Yeah. Screw them. God. Great decisions and bad decisions happen in board meetings. I mean, it's why Christopher Nolan got chosen over Darren Aronofsky's vision, which was originally a lot more gritty. Who knows? Dar- if we're Darren Aronofsky was up for that yeah. content. Yeah. Oh, it was going to be really different. It was going to be broke too. It was like yeah. Alfred is a mechanic, and yeah. Seems like an interesting oh, concept. I, like I would that like Batman that as like a short. What, what I, I would like, gonna... if they're not going to do it Justice League, what they should do next is freaking, and it's going to be an animated movie soon. The Dark Knight Returns. I'll tell you guys oh, right Batman? now. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys right that. now with the success of the Avengers. If we don't see a Justice League movie oh, no, in, in three years, oh, I, I heard that Man of Steel is supposed to be the pioneer. Man of Steel doesn't have that scene at the end of the credits. I'm like that movie is a waste because the, the, everyone's waiting for Justice League to happen, and if they don't do it with this, like Dude, that, that franchise is a waste. If we don't see Justice League in the next, like at least starting to years, happen, in the next two years, if it's not starting to happen in the next two years, I'll buy everyone's sushi. Well, especially uh, if it doesn't happen, all of y'all. Like, well, ne- I'm next, shaking hands on this. Next summer's like <laughs> let it be decreed that it was just yeah. a handshake to it solidify was, that deal. But especially legendary studios own like sushi. that. 
Legendary Studios is DC, so it's not like yeah. it's not like they were Marvel where they gotta f- go out and fish. Like Warner owns most of them, but Legendary Studios is like the Marvel Studios. You know what I mean they already own the rights to their own property? Uh, well, no, Warner Brothers bought DC a long time ago. Right. Okay. And they own everything. Okay. Yeah. So like, sorry. That, 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 like, uh, yeah. You're, no, you're right. There's you're right. no like farming out for DC. It's yeah. It's, all under it's not Warner like Brothers Marvel where it's broken up. Like I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Warner Brothers is Legendary Studios, and Legendary Studios is the the film studios for DC Comics. So like it's. it's yeah, they they have all their rights. They have all the the power. They have all their characters. It's not like it's we gotta go to Sony and beg for Spider Man back and blah 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 uh, blah right or fan, or gotta go to well Sony owns Fantastic Four as well X-Men which still right which they're X-Men and X Men too. The yeah. Fox ones as X Men. Yeah, well, I, so, but I mean, similar story where the yeah. studios don't have. Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, it's right. Uh, Columbia Sony and Fox is Fox, right? Uh, Fox owns Fantastic Four and uh, and X Men, and Sony owns Spider Man. I think those are the ones that are gone. Yeah, I think given the Avengers numbers, they're going to reconsider for the sequel for Spider Man doing the tie in because I think it would have helped their numbers. Well, had, yeah. had there been a tie in, more people would have gone to see that movie. I think. I feel, they could have promoted that fact, right? I yeah. would have jumped on that one. Like I, I saw the movie anyway, but I'd be like, "Guys, look! It's another continuation for for the Avengers." I was just waiting they and waiting um, and waiting yeah. after the credits. I'm like, I, even after the little weird scene there, I'm like, I'll, I'll wait more. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think it's just I a know, right? shawarma scene. I'll wait a little um, bit longer. <laughs> shawarma scene. Oh, shawarma! For 45 minutes, and we're still going to talk good. about the bat fan. This is so funny. That's I know. Well, he said you, we rushed, and now we're going to... F- oh, fuck it. I, it's a good time. Movie. I, you're not talking to a guy that cares, man. I, I'm just saying it's 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 just interesting. And and to, uh, as I say that, it, that's how you that's how you dictate good fucking movies. Yeah. We said it with Prometheus. I think one of the key points of Prometheus was when you get a bunch of people around a table talking about uh, how this scene meant one. this, or how it should have meant this, or you have one fat guy saying how he'd fucking write a character. It's That's dictates, I think, a good movie, and not just... Yeah, it was all right. He swam across the cranes and went up and kicked the lizard. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think like that's how it dictates fine fucking filmmaking, fine writing, fine editing, yeah. damn amazing acting, and just superb directing. Like that's yeah. what dictates. They're gonna be hard pressed finding to the details too. Yeah, they're gonna be hard pressed finding uh, someone that's gonna be able to fill Christian Bale's shoes as Bruce Wayne, Batman. Like, even, even to with be honest, Jordan Levitt, there's gonna be a big comparison. To be honest, if they reboot it, like it's to me, if they make it a clear reboot, it's a clean slate. To me, it's 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 wide open. Fuck well, even with the reboot the of this of this, you still have people comparing like uh, Heath Ledger's joke to Jack Nicholson's joke, and that was like you know fifteen. I've never years made the comparison. Like I, it's too well. Sorry, I did initially, but as soon as you see the movie, it's yeah. I, it's I don't. Night I, don't day I, I feel like and anyone that too, but there's still people. A lot there's, of people um, like that still a beautiful which is clip better. from uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold. It's a cartoon. Where uh, this character called Batmite is at a comic con, and they're talking about how <laughs> the one that's how in. Batman Brave. They're actually criticizing the show because Cap, uh, Batman Brave and Bold uh, grabs onto more of the campy aspects of the mythos, uh, like the uh, the the Adam West type stuff. Yeah. And basically, he goes into this big thing about how like how um, every incarnation is just as valid as the other one because they all draw from the same source. And it, 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 they're just different takes, and none of them, not no, none is better than the other because they exist in separate worlds entirely, right? Like uh, Tim Burton's Batman and Joel Schumacher's Batman, to that respect, are two very different creatures as well. Yeah, and but they're just, you know, there's there's things that I like from Batman Forever. I mean, <laughs> please list them all in alphabetical order. It was colorful. <laughs> I mean, colorful. Sets were good. I'll give like the Gotham City being larger than Nicole life. I think Kidman. was a point. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. She was pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. And and there was the, their first attempt at trying to do Bruce Wayne's origin, actually, in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. But uh, you know, I like Tim Curry's Riddler. I thought it was good. 
Jim Carrey. I, I enjoyed it as Edward E. or Edward, Edward Enigma. Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> Enigma. Edward Enigma. Gotta love that name. <laughs> the, uh, w- when you watch it now, though, the, I, I mean, I haven't even watched it since we like started the ramp up so for the Dark Knight bad, Rises, man. but still, it's when he's showing so Tommy times. Lee Jones how to punch. You take oh, a wine, but, or no? When Tommy Lee is showing no, him how to don't punch. Don't even talk about that whole scene, please. No, the, the portrayal of Two Face in that is just sugar and spice. Atrocious. Remember sugar? Yeah, oh yeah, that's totally. Right too. Yeah. I'm not a fan of them like making up uh, characters on the fly unless they're, they're like they have to have some sort of like, you know what I mean? Like it just as a shtick. Like even yeah. even the Adam West Batman when they like introduced Egghead, I'm like, <laughs> is this guy even in the co- or Bookworm? I'm like, who are these guys? <laughs> bookworm, they're copycats. Escalation. I don't know. It's one, thing, <laughs> it's one thing with Nolan too, where like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't dive too deep into the comics, and he said that from the get-go. No, man, he, he delved very deep. By the end of that trilogy, it's he's probably referenced the, the, the source material more than any other director that's ever But he wasn't aware movie. of it when he first signed on, though. Huh? You know what? I think he did the research, because even Rajal Ghul, like, they, pulling Rajal Ghul was such, but like, it, it in, was... In the initial story, too. Yeah, I remember when I read that online, where it's like, Rajal Ghul's going to be in this movie. I'm like, really? Fucking Rajal Ghul? They're not going with the Joker? Or yeah. The Joker or died. And then, like... I, yeah, like, the famous villains. No good point. Yeah, and, like, and they're like, Scarecrow, and, like, everyone thought, oh, Scarecrow's obviously going to be the big villain the big in this guy. One. But nobody knew what yeah. to expect when Batman Begins came. My only basis for that comment was the fact that he put Bane within the League of Shadows, which is not in the comics. No. Like, I so think... Bane is very much, like, the comic counterpart. But no, like, I, I just said, like, like when Nolan wrote this with his well both with Goyer and his brother like mm-hmm. he very much wrote his own story like he he had uh, source material like he said like Long Halloween uh, The Killing Joke like he had his basis mm-hmm. but like he didn't sacrifice that for a good story <coughs> i.e. putting Bane with the League of Shadows which has not been done before right like no. and I think that's also when you sacrifice your source material for a good story. I, don't I think, think it's that's sacrifice. just good filmmaking. I think it's compromise. Yeah, Fair enough. Okay, that's good a point. You, they use the he basically used the strengths from the source material to build on his character. So, like, I mean, <clears throat> the every like, I mean, like I said, my big expectation was they need to like in my opinion they need to write it back. They needed to bring it back to the League of Shadows, and mm. I think they did that beautifully. So, Ash, well, and it's just it was set Steve? up. How, I just yeah, want to say Steve quickly, Trump. it was set up to. Uh, really well in Batman Begins with all the talk of immortality and, and the revelation that Ra's al Ghul is still alive and you know is Ra's al Ghul a man or is he you know just yep. a, a state of mind a saying an ideal or well, ideal they a, a still legend. never did answer that exactly but it just ties into the Dark Knight Rises so very well because uh, the connection with the League of Shadows even though you know it seems like things are disrupted the leader's gone you don't really know anything other than that they all kind of just disperse from Gotham when their plan falls through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there's no real they don't even draw on that in the second one so they give them extra time to regroup and become a new a new thing a new entity and uh, with Bane slash Talia al Ghul at the helm like it's just it's really well done but it sets it up to be a different thing yeah. completely different animal no it's true Ash some final thoughts uh, I've already given my final thought Thoughts, as such. You're gonna make me cut them in? No, no. Um. <laughs> Which, by the way, we've we've gone completely separate from the final thoughts you gave for. Like, I gotta include both somehow because it's just too good. <laughs> to be honest with you, the material is too good. It, it it goes just it's saying something about the movie itself. When as much as you try to cut stuff out of even us talking about it, you can't. You can't. Well, that's what I keep thinking to. I'm like, I'm trying to remember. What are some really like? Good points that we all brought up last time. Yeah, yeah. We did. No, we it's gonna, so it's gonna be aired, points. guys. This is we're going. Like, we're doing a five-hour podcast. I'd like. Now. I'd really like to hear what my original. Well, like, well, I guess you will tomorrow. 
Deadpool. Yeah, I, I guess like, Civil wow, War. I went really but, the opposite direction. This yeah, time. But, but seriously, <laughs> I hate like, that movie. I mean, it's been a week since the last time we talked about it. I don't know if you're going to cut that out I or not. Know. But in all honesty, like, um, right on the end. well, I was talking, I was talking to my really good friend about it, and she hadn't seen the other two, and she's like, but I totally got the whole movie. Like, I, I hadn't seen Begins or dark night but i loved it like it's it's it, in my top three like if not as a standalone flick without seeing for, yeah for her and she loved it she loved every single second of it Intriguing. she was on her seat on the edge of her seat and I i'm mean, like but I you're like not that. even a bat fan and she's like i fucking love batman I now would, i always want to know the stories <laughs> from from people that are in that position because i always yeah. find myself in like the to me what makes fanboy connections well right? it's it, that's that's how i view it and that's why i you know put the time in and watch the movies and yeah, rewatch and, them and then you know like so I'm them worship them like, and I, I love talking to people who love the movie still even though they're not familiar with the source material or the previous honestly you know. like before before like more than a few weeks ago I hadn't seen Begins like I told you about it when sure. we were at your house I'd never seen Begins before and I'd seen Dark Knight like once or twice mm-hmm. yeah and I was like and I was like holy shit like all of this like rolls together except for like the Katie Holmes whatever her face name Maggie Maggie Maggie. 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 yeah and I was ki- I was kind of pissed off about that but whatever like you can't really help it if actresses won't come back well you said there's a big payoff to, to non-familiar uh, viewers too about like how your parents were so shocked when the twist with Talia came up um, yeah, like, and I was too. Like I, like my mouth dropped open, and Stacy was like, "Really?" And I'm like, "No, seriously." Like I had no fucking idea because I, I didn't follow any of the graphic when she novels. She was cast. I think everyone knew that she was going to be Talia. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I saw the trailer. I was I like, didn't. "It's a female actress like, used with Talia." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, when I, I say source like, material for me, as someone, as someone who didn't like know anything about Batman before I was like oh my god like it blew my mind like I had no idea not a single clue because I knew nothing about the League of Shadows like I didn't realize that Raj Al Ghul had an ear and then all of a sudden she's like I'm stabbing you in the side you bitch and it's really slow and painful Uh, interestingly (laughs) enough like what you mentioned there like a person that's never seen any of the movies going into the Dark Knight Rises I guess it does hark back to the Dark Knight Returns because that's how the Dark Knight Returns opens He's like a retired Batman that's basically gets brought out of retirement. This so I guess it, good, uh, it can be a good starting point. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, as much as much as you guys are like, ah, oh, Blake should have known who Batman was. Like I loved it. It like made the guys, movie for me. me. <laughs> Hon- yeah, I don't know. It, it honestly made the movie for me. Was him just being like, yeah, I know you're Batman. I'm like, yeah, you fucking know he's Batman. Oh, like that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. It reminds me of um, Batman. Just the animated series where it's like have, Batman of the, the Future. Kind of teeth he's like, Batman Beyond. Yeah, Batman Beyond. I'm like, he's totally like going to be the character of Batman Ter- Beyond. Terry McGinnis. Yeah, yeah. Terry McGinnis. Yeah. He's going to be amazing. Just different enough from him, right? So, yeah, and that's that's exactly what I thought. Like, he looks the same. I think the using the theme of like the, the the rises in the title and like how many times they reference that it's one of the first things that Bane says and like there's so many like literal images of rising out of Man. the pit uh, the rising at the very mm-hmm. end the last shot of the movie uh, I think that really plays into it standing alone mm-hmm. as a movie and, I don't and, even and know the rebuilding 
and it's just like it, it's a re-origin story. Yeah, I don't even know how many times I've quoted Bane this week. Like, <laughs> like since the, since the last podcast, I've like, and every time, every time I've said someone's name, they'll pop up, and I'm like, speak of the devil, and they'll appear, right? Like, and he'll yeah. appear, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm Bane. I, I, I can't <laughs> wait to writing some of the quotes down just oh, to see how many I could so like think good. of without referencing on the internet. Well, you and build a page. So you gotta get that, so you gotta get that voice it's down, man. That's what I'm working on. That's why I wrote them down. The um. It's it is very interesting to see how this movie stands. Like I said, to me, what makes it such a great flick in the wow factor is the tie-ins. And I, well, I will never know what it's like to watch that movie as a standalone. Right? No, and but I, I can't even I can't even fathom. Anyone I've talked to about it has been like astounded by it. Well, we and your parents too, right? Like that yeah. Was well, like they, a, they've seen the first two, but they've never read a single comic book. Oh, they uh, weren't immersed into it, right? Yeah, yeah no, they they just watched the first two. I'm like, yeah, let's watch the movies before we go see it again. They're just like, yeah, okay, I guess. I'm yeah. just like. Oh, okay. And then even even then, like the second before, like once Bruce Wayne tossed uh, Talia or soon to be Talia the gun, my mom went, "Oh mother, she's the she's she, she has picked, to be the heir." I looked it. at her and I looked at her and I says, "Even Why I didn't know that point." And she goes, "Well, we haven't figured out who the fucking protector. Bane's the protector." And then yeah. turns on stab. She goes, "I fucking, called it." Oh my god! And and Alfred sees it, it when, uh, right in the beginning. I don't know if you cut this me talking about this out, but where he's like, he's like, "Who's controlling yeah. Bane?" Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. "Who's controlling Bane?" And it's fucking Talia. The they whole are called time. the League of Shadows after all. Like, yeah, they're not, like they're not, like they're it's not clear. standalone. They're not. Yeah, by See through. Come on. Yeah, it's it's cl- no. It's clear off the the get go that Bane is not doing what the league normally does. He's acting. In, he's basically all of his actions are overt, right? Yeah. All right. So we gave our reviews. We gave our ratings. We gave our thoughts in the movie. Let's, I didn't write it. Let's we take, gave our ratings. We gave our. Uh, uh, we're keeping it from the last episode. Guys. It's too fucking. <laughs> ten good. out of ten. It's too good. Uh, Although Steve gave it a thirty-seven. It 10. won't. It's interesting. It won't. Ever beat Scott Pilgrim in my mind? <laughs> Can you high five me he's, right now? He's doing uh, Ant Man. Uh, eh? uh, what? He's doing Ant Man. Is he yeah. is Edgar Wright? But he didn't do the test footage though. He did. Yeah. Did he do the test footage? Yeah, he did. The test I'm test just. Footage. I'm. I've, I've. We all gave our ratings. We gave our thoughts on the film. I we did. can talk about it for days. But let's just shift gears. Shift gears for the next hour <laughs> into how the night finished off. That's it. As we as we discussed, I almost got into a fight. That's what I want to touch on. I think it's funny as hell. Kostanski missed it. We all okay. We already talked about the horrific and the tragedy events that we found out after the film, so we're not going to touch on that again. Super Ben. But basically, the plan from the get go was uh, as soon as we started organizing this trip, Tito was like, "Let's do Denny's after the film, so we can talk about it." Which and it was a very like uh, Tarantino moment too. Hey, did that motion and then I fell (laughs) asleep on the table. And there are pictures. You know, who took pictures of me? Sleeping at the dinner table. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. It was me. (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep it going. Okay, so we we leave the theater, and already I th- I finally put two and two together when we left the theater, and there wasn't much action because I knew uh, there was other movies planned. I think there's two reasons. A, people were finding about about this great tragedy in Colorado, so no one was really in the mood to kind of hang out or 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 sit around and chat. Mm-hmm. And B. Um, while the movie was playing in IMAX of four other theaters, the four other theaters had a good 20, 25 minutes of previews yeah. that we got let out early for because IMAX didn't get them, right? Yep. So it was only the 200-some-odd people that was in IMAX, and we all just kind of, everyone just kind of scattered from the theater. So already we go to the, so this is the continuation of the Batman Adventures, which Steve wrote a blog on the on the mix site, which was a good blog, by the, the way. The Batman nice. Diaries. So we go back to the hotel, only to find out that the fucking elevator 
is broken. Oh, yeah, and you fucking... Oh, my God. Serious? Oh, that was amazing. Well, no, we went up. We had to run down a flight of stairs. But if we didn't go up, I wasn't going back to the room. Yeah, you had mentioned that. You were like, I wasn't going to... Teens? Eleven? I was I was gonna sleep. We were eleven for us up in the. We were gonna sleep in the lobby. I was gonna sleep in the fucking lobby because there's no way in hell I'm walking up eleven flights of stairs. The um, we ran down eleven flights of stairs. We did. So we managed to go back up to get the keys. And uh, buddy, they were doing work on the fucking uh, on the on the elevator. And dude was just bitching the entire time too that he was very angry. Who's that? Henry Rollins. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that before. Uh, dude was just pissed right off too because apparently us going up the eleven flights, the, the two seconds that it took, apparently was interrupting their their testing or whatever the fuck. Well, they, they were, were testing the fire alarms and the security system. But they also and all said that, that they were going to be going till six, so they had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't that big of a deal, but then yeah, they were as standing as around as there. As soon as me anyway, and Stacy so. with like no clothes on walked around the corner, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's not really going to take that long. You guys can go up the elevator and we're like, Zinga. so we went upstairs, wait for upstairs, succeeding again. We got some keys. Uh, that's when I found out that valet popcorn. parking doesn't really work <laughs> at uh, quickly. Valet parking doesn't really work at like two o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. apparently the girls just like, yeah, you can't get your car out. At first, I was just like, uh, okay, I, I'm telling you I'm going to go get it out, so either I have to go back here to grab the keys, or you can help me out here. Meanwhile, I'm in, like, the Joker mask. <laughs> Actually, no, you weren't wearing the no, Joker I was mask. Just, you, were, you had a black you, eyeliner. You did. You, had, <laughs> you, looked, you looked like, like a panda. Smudged, like, so as we're, yeah, as Steve yeah, kept like, making reference, because Steve had the eyes. same thing on. Here's, hang on, let me show you the picture. That was such a great My Chemical Romance show. Like painting up Steve's face yeah, on Facebook right now. It's I think I've seen that picture and I was like, ah. yeah, yeah. I did the exact same keep thing on. to Todd. I'm like, hold I the can't. fuck still and keep your eyes shut so I don't poke you in the face. The um, I'm totally off track. Take it away, Steve. Think, well, uh, uh, the you you got the car. You got yes, the Batman. We, we got the Batman. The Thank God. And she, she came was, out. She, she, was, she was. So we didn't go with valet for the too. rest of the weekend. But we finally get rallied the troops. We got on the road to Denny's, and we were really uh, discussing the shooting at that point. Yeah, so that's when I still had no so idea what happened. Like putting well, eyeliner that was on when, Batman. <laughs> that was when preliminary, um, you know, Good. information was coming in, and that's when you can't really trust it. So that's why you check three, four, four five times, times because you're like, well, now the number is this, and now the number is like thirty-eight, and now the number is forty-six, and you know, yeah. There's eyewitness accounts, but then they're mm-hmm. like, well, those eyewitness accounts came from Virginia, you know, like it's yeah, like, yeah. You know, they there are all kinds of discrepancies, so, so the information comes together slowly to form the actual facts of the situation. And uh, by the time we got to Denny's, we were all burnt out from the road, we're burnt out from three hours it in the movie. It was totally a shawarma and, moment. And, like, it was a shawarma moment because we completely gave all of our energy to the ride and to, well, uh, to the ride literally and figuratively, to yeah. literally getting down there, and we put a lot into it, and to watch well, the movie and take that yeah, all we're in on like a, this crazy like a, fans. Hour number 18. Exactly. And well, yeah, no, some of us didn't get that much sleep the night before either, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. Some of us got very little. Yeah. Tito especially. Yeah, I know. I gave everyone a ride home the night before, and then I, I actually stayed up and watched the rest of the movies, too. Well, but, like you said, you were having a bad day. Yeah, I, well, well, I came so. off night shifts, right? I only had, like, yeah, an hour I just sleep. need that little push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Into madness. So, so... Tell uh, me what happens at Denny's, guys. So, okay, we're waiting for, we're waiting for the table. And what sure was enough, I? You I was in the bathroom. You, you booked it yeah, the bathroom. you went to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so, so I was there for like uh, half and this hour. is yeah. this is after the depression well, of dude. The, a whole bunch of people got shot. Well, no, but we were talking about how awesome more the movie was. And yeah, some guy, true. some two guys on our right. And to be they fair, it was one of them. Us. It was one of them. It wasn't two of them. Yeah, the other guy was like, eh, I liked it. The other yeah. guy was like the yes man because he would just like kind of go like, oh. yeah. <laughs> 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 Like you just like well, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but he kind of made it a big deal. Like, what happened was, I'm sitting there, and then I'm like, yeah, and then, and then he's like, oh, you guys just got from the Dark Knight Rises. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't did. help but overhear that yeah. you're speaking of the movie yeah. we just okay. watched. Yeah, and meanwhile, that's exactly we're still like, what he, he, and no, and he started like, off. He started like, off by putting us on the of life. He said to us, he put us on the defensive because he said to us that right away, right off the bat, you didn't like it, did you? Like, you didn't yeah. like it, did you? And I'm like, I'm like actually, oh, every one of us is like, um, yeah. And I'm like, he probably like, I mean, no, 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 no offense to the rest of the people we were with, but he probably chose the wrong guy to try to oh, argue with. Oh yeah, and that's like, exactly I, what I said. What ended up happening is I, I was just like, you, you know, my temper. It's like a, a line. It's like it's not moving. So I'm at a line, and you can see his graph just like starts scaling <laughs> upward as he's getting more and more agitated. <laughs> think of the normal times over and over nothing really. And seriously, though, there's one point where I've like got my fists bunched yeah, up like were, so angry, angry than and, and Steve's way. like grabbing my shoulder <laughs> no, like well, come I was also here. keeping an eye on the secondary situation which was forming because there was a group of people sitting at the spot oh my god like, yeah like don't talk to... about the movie we haven't had a chance to see it yet and, yeah. Um, yeah and so, so, so he's you Steve's know, dragging me away this dude's yeah. like attempting to attack Tito there's well, people behind us Tito's freaking out trying attempting to engage in informed debate you know oh wait wait Oh, I bet you looked that shit up on Wikipedia. That, that was that was his like his. It was, big, I think it was the third interaction. That it was, was his just big like spike. I couldn't help but hearing blah 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 blah. Well, blah. T- I bet you looked at Batman we on Wikipedia. Okay, I wasn't there, so, so I'm I'm being the listener, and right now I got no fucking idea what happened. So what happens is he, so he starts talking, so and basically he he didn't like it, and I'm like, and, and and I said, well, no, I thought it was really well done the way it harks back to the first and second movie and how they ended the story. I thought it was probably the best way they could have ended it, and then he starts and I was like, oh yeah, Liam Neeson's ghost. And I'm like it was a flashback. He was in excruciating pain at the time, and, and he's like, oh, and then he's like, oh, well, but it's a stupid way to doing it. And uh, what he say? He's like, and Bane's voice you can barely. You, he's like, what's well, with the whole deal with the with the pit? And I'm like, well, it's actually in reference to uh, the comics and the fact that yeah. you know it's like the uh, analogy for the Lazarus pit and all that stuff. And then he comes at me with his like. He's like, you probably read that on Wikipedia. He's like, I bet you looked at Batman on Wikipedia before going to the movie. And I'm like, oh shit! And I had to walk away. My my answer to him, my answer to him was like, he's like, you just met me. Why are you making these assumptions? I've made no assumptions of, of your knowledge or lack thereof. And then, like, right there, then the lady from Denny's was like, your table's ready. And then he's like, you know what? Agree to disagree. I'm like, I, I'm sorry you didn't like the movie as much as everyone else did. I'm like, I hope you have a good meal, right? Like, just basically. Oh, yeah, out, like, like being a nice. And then, like, you know, I offered my hand. And, like, what else? What would his choice? He had two choices there. Either shake my hand part. or just be a douchebag and walk away, right? So he shook my hand and he walked yeah, away. but... Before yeah. she called the table, the guys behind us were like, some of us haven't seen the fucking movie. And I'm like, guys, do you want to shut the fuck up? Because these guys haven't seen the movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Take one step to like the right. And then you're like, like one so yeah, piece. Batman. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> please get away. They were already Stacey's, locked in. Stacey's hanging on to me wolves. so that I don't like kill the guy who's like dissing <laughs> Tito. Yeah, I wanted to. I'm sorry, I wanted I missed to it. I really am. I yeah, and so so anyway, through, while we're, 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 we
were so eating, like, at one point I look over my shoulder and he's fucking burning a hole in yeah, the back of my head. Bit, he's like not, across the restaurant. Just I'm like, this guy's really upset. I've never seen anyone anyone angrier while eating a pair of pancakes. He was so mad. He's going to be fuming about that in his parents' basement for, like, days. Seriously. <laughs> oh, you know what? For all, for all intents and purposes, he might have been I hope the you're listening, douche canoe. Like, there were a couple of people I would have punched like, you if I wasn't an illegal like immigrant. God yeah. damn it. Say, say it again. <laughs> say it Sorry. again. Oh, for all I know, he could have been one of the people that I, I that I talked to on the forums afterwards, right? Because, like, you know, that's how I talked about the movie. And there were, there were people that didn't like it. And, you know, you know, if you don't like it, that's your prerogative. I mean, it's, it doesn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie, right? But, yeah. you know. I can't believe I missed all this. I come back and everyone's just kind of like, there, it was kind of a swar- swarm of moments. Well, what happened was just we ordered our food. And then we were talking about the movie, you know, kind of lightly. And then the food arrived, and it was just dead quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it was like three bites each. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but but the waitress was terrible to me because she forgot that I was there. She didn't let you order. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, so so you're like in the same clothes and everything. Yeah. Like, me and Stacey with bright red hair, all wearing Batman garb, and she must just have assumed that I was Stacy and, and she'd already taken point, my like redhead, order. Redhead, redhead, redhead. Yeah. It was, and late. she was just, and she came back like ten minutes later, and she's like, "Oh my god, I don't think I like took your food," or I'm like. That's okay. I hadn't chosen yet, which was a fucking lie because I totally <laughs> like wanted eggs Benedict from the side. But I'm like, oh no, that's okay. Sure that's what I and then I ate like four bites uh, of it, and I was like, the yeah, food you was out. so good. I did. There's a picture yeah. of me on Instagram. Like it's just all you can see is my hair, like Captain across America's. the table. Just someone luckily moved the plate out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Quite There's seriously, like, my, uh, my head's right here, and my plate's like over there, and I'm just like. Quite Ed seriously, Denny's. if anyone has yeah, seen Avengers, so there is a tired. scene at the very end of the credits where it's quite literally all of them uh, just eating shawarma. Pure Ooh. Joss Whedon writing and, right there. And yeah. uh, like I look back at it, I look back <laughs> at it now, and, and it was us for sure. I look back at it now, and I kind of take myself just a bit like out of body back. We had to have looked similar. Yeah, Tito's right. The Tito, team. Well, Tito was right because we were we were engaged. We were talking about it. It was interesting. And which adventure each of you then? Well, did to piece well, which, which moment of the meal did we cut into for the shawarma <laughs> scene? Right. Well, no, because like, yeah. Yeah. like maybe they were chatting up like a storm before that. Moment we were. We were chatting up a storm, and then huh? literally, Stacey's got right Yeah, but she she wants to be Miss um, so Marvel. Miss Marvel, which is a cooler reference. It is a cooler reference. It's true, but that's okay. She did dress up that way, too, right? She did, I'm hoping that she'll show up for Avengers 2, actually. I'm hoping that she'll make some sort of cameo leading towards that. Carol Danvers. I I thought you were talking about Stacey. I was just like... I think Stacey would be awesome showing up and then some preamble to the Avengers. Hell yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, we were quite literally... There was a shawarma scene because Tito's not lying. Like He's not exaggerating. When we As soon as the meal came... It was fucking silence. It was dead silence. And there's there was one point where I couldn't even listen to anything you guys were saying because yeah. I was just so I just tired. remember I'm like, I and gotta drive. I was drive. so overwhelmed with the whole film and everything. And then you guys were trying to like psychoanalyze it. I'm like, please <laughs> just shut the fuck up. I can't. I can't even do this. So, so what then we I, do? Like head down on the table, didn't listen to anything anyone said. Like, I had to drive all the way back because the Danny's we could find or the Danny's we figured out to go to was like downtown and we're in the West End. So I don't that's remember. The one to go I don't remember anything between like eating my last bite of eggs Benedict and then waking up in the morning, like at all. Good times. Not a. a All I know is Tito was like, "Hey guys, I gotta go work in an hour. You got something to do?" Yeah, (laughs) man. I had a shoot that day, and I was like, "Sweet." 
Coffee. <laughs> to put a cap on the uh, like the movie itself, the the trip to me, it's all about experiences. What I think what made me love Dark Knight Rises that much more is the fact that we rented a van, the fact that we dressed up, the fact that we went down watching on a big screen. No, definitely oh, yeah. was the fact that I was with uh, a bunch of really great friends and the fact that it was a really really good time. Absolutely. And, and one th- my one regret is that we didn't do this for Avengers. Well, yeah. me and you did. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I think uh. I think we've made a staple. I th- Every story has I, I, an origin. We've yeah. made a tradition. I think. It's oh no, yeah. it's, start it's totally doing. worth the trip too. Two thousand and twenty is going to mean. And Avengers, and Avengers didn't have a rhyming scheme that let you put <laughs> van into the word. <laughs> so. yeah. Avengers. <laughs> Damn it! You're right. You're right. Uh, I'll, I'll never Avengers. I'll never forget it. And whether or not I put I this in the podcast, corrected. I was sitting at work. Uh, I can't remember how I came up with the idea. I know. I just called Tim. Like Tito, come here. And of course, the way to do is like, why? What do you want? I'm busy. And then, literally two seconds later, he walks in, <laughs> and I'm just like, we're renting a van for we're renting a van. Let's go down in the van. Why are you doing that? I think it'd be fun. Yeah, you're probably right. And watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so true. I mean, and it was so much fun. Oh my god! I think maybe it played into like our increased enjoyment of the film itself. But I mean, it's I'll just, tell you right you now, feed off of other people's Honestly, energy. Honestly, though, true. and it, the energy that's exactly what I wanted to talk about with yeah. the the midnight show of like any show. You've got a set, kind of a different mm. energy. I even went to the uh, Men in Black 3 Midnight Show here, which was a little bit empty, a, lo- a lot more empty than so I was, was expecting. Prometheus. No, Prometheus was fun, though, because it was all of us. I mean, well, Prometheus, Prometheus is restricted as well. I mean, I yeah. know it's still a midnight show, but yeah. I mean, you always get diminished audiences. Um, but it's just, even with a smaller crowd, it, it just makes it all the more intimate and still with that energy rippling from everybody who's really excited to see the movie. And I think that that, uh, I don't know, it just really made it a really good memory for uh, all of us to hang on to, I think. It did, and I think, like I said, I think it's the start of a tradition. And it I think that the there was like, trilogy. the exactly. fact that there was like you're, you're five theaters yeah. worth of people like hanging out in the Scotiabank Theater, and me and Stacy like running around and stealing around piece, with the other pieces of people's costumes. Like, it was so much fun. Well, it, it, remember yeah, when we went for Avengers? Like, the Avengers were there. Like, like, okay, like, like, this guy was like homemade Iron Man armor. As great as assigned seating. Is there is one flaw? There's always a fun. You always, as much as we probably would, as soon as we got to the uh, Fantasyland Hotel at six, we'd have to get in line. The lines are always fun. It's true, lines are because you're always bone with other people. So maybe well, instead of at, hey, at eleven fifty-five, we'll have to go at eleven. One of the very cool things that I remember from uh, Comic Con uh, in 2011 was we were standing outside Hall H, which is the big hall where they have the big presentations, and sure enough. Who rolls up but Kevin Smith? He rolls up, get out of the car with his wife. The, like It's their crew, right? There's like seven of them. The guys at Comic-Con were going to let him go right through, right into Hall H. And he said, nope, I just want to hang out here in line with everyone else. And he was in line with everyone else waiting to get into Hall H. Oh, that's Just talking so cool. with all the people around him. That's awesome. Salt to the earth. I yeah. lose my mind. I thought that was really cool. Oh, my God. What Nolan says, what, how do you judge uh, uh, your famous informic parade? Is if you uh, get bumped up ahead of the line for patties? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I like to chill in line with the, with the real people. With the regular <laughs> people. <laughs> with the real people. Guys, on that note, uh, like I said, we started a tradition. Uh, so it's going to be a cinephiles tradition. So what's next on cinephiles? That's a good question. Our, 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 is Should the cinephiles do, movie review? Total, total, total recall. recall. That's what I'm thinking. <gasps> yeah, okay. Total Recall will be that's fun. next week. We should all go. Especially. Oh, shit, that's this weekend. Yeah. That's a uh, friggin'. Seriously? Interplay. Shit. That's the next Cinephiles. Interplay. Yeah, yeah okay. Interplay. I think and it's more of a total then. recall. 
Either way, uh, oh. Cinephiles isn't going anywhere, so we'll be back. I still want to do a Comic-Con review, whether you guys like it or not. I'm in. <laughs> I'll do one myself a year later. later. I wasn't there, but no one was there, but we ago. still, get the, okay, we still get the news. I'll just read all of Felicia Day's Twitter Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter, and Twitter updates, and it'll be fine. Her hanging out with other co-hosts. There's lots of stuff. Codices. <laughs> Fucking Walking She's Dead's so coming cool. up. Uh, we got lots of shit. There's lots of shit going on. Cinephiles, as much as in the summer, it is a movie review kind of chat. It's fucking. There's all kinds of shit that goes on during the year that, so, that dictates. Just how Todd can <laughs> jerking a guy off, but I can on the ladies' podcast. What's that about? What do you mean? Last night I like did the jerk off action and then double clicking the mouse. Yeah, double clicking the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what happened. American. I, I, like, I, I like did I the jerk off it. thing, and then it was just really inappropriate. Time. I would never fucking. I would never. Uh, he's not a sensor. I would never scorn a fucking jerk off motion ever. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, next uh, cinephiles, something, something, awesome. <laughs> something geeky, something, something awesome. awesome. We're talking about the. Um, Okay, let's finish yeah, this off. For this epic marathon of The Dark Knight Rises and for this issue of The Cinephiles, I'm Totsky. I'm Ashcake Squiggle. I'm Zach. Steve Reeve. I'm Batman. <laughs> My parents are How do we close this I off? I am the Batman. Huh? I forget how, how we close this off. Name, Swear to me. Uh, I think it's you. My you parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are dead. It's a good ending, though. Uh, it is a really good ending. How do we close Cinephiles? Oh, wait. Is, don't I say something stupid? Like, life's like a movie. You gotta see it with free judge. That sounds no, terrible. No, no, really no, 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 no,